Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. This week's Sunday session is brought to you by homebrewing source of awesomeness online. More beer at morebeer.com. Great beer is about drinkability. Doesn't matter the style. You guys are like walking beer Wikipedia. That's the first time that you've ever accepted me as a person. Or you have a fermentation in your gut. I'm Jeff propelled at all times. (laughs) How many guys do you think that you have the privilege to slap? Somebody who's never tasted a commercial example. And this is how you know everything about this beer? Please, you don't. I think it's bullshit. (laughs) I think it's bullshit, too. Wow. Are you guys going to arm wrestle? No. No. We're going to teabag fight. (laughs) You heard of Junkyard Wars? Can I get another high five? Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with... Expert drinkers, this is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. All right, everybody. Everybody. That's us, too, right? That's you, too. Cool. Welcome to the Sunday Show. This is JP, rocking the Sunday Show. Why does my mic sound weird? Do I sound weird? No, you just don't sound like Justin, which I guess guess is weird. (laughs) Go ahead, everybody. On? Yeah. Hey. What's that? I said, could you turn my mic on? Thank you. You're welcome. I sound weird weird. I don't know. Maybe it's just You sound normal. I do? The the first couple words sounded a little weird, and now it's all right. They do, right? I don't know. You're just up on. in your own head. I don't know what's happening anymore. I'll up in your own. Welcome to Sunday Show. As always, sponsored by our beautiful, handsome young men and women over at More Beer. If you want absolutely everything <laughs> that you need uh, to make great beer at home, go to morebeer.com and tell them the BN sent you. Then, uh, then I can tell you the same thing next week because they will pay me to. It's always good. 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 Um. Wow. Here we go. Another show hosted by me because Justin is off. Um, doing other things and stuff. Things that you'd rather be doing. Things that I would rather be doing. That's exactly <laughs> right. He is at Disney World yep. right now with his family. I'm kind of surprised you didn't stow away. I told him I was going to. Like in the trunk. Um, like Chim Chim and Spritel. Exactly. But then, uh, you know, I don't like I don't like flying because I can't stretch out. Um, and then even just kind of in a bag, I, I would be worse. I'd just end up rolling out of it and puke, covered in my own, <laughs> covered in my own feculence, rolling out of the tarmac on the... Uh, Orlando Airport. 
And how is that different than just like a normal Tuesday? Uh, I wouldn't be home. Hmm. I think so. <clears throat> would that would that get you onto an airplane uh, if a, a trip to Disney World awaited? It's going to happen eventually. Uh, my girlfriend and I keep talking about it. Maybe next year. Uh, it's hard when you make like eight dollars a month to save up for uh, Disney World, but you know, do a buck a month. It's hard when you make twenty dollars a month. Yeah. Yeah. Why, Sam? Trying to tell you to to save up for something? Oh, I mean, I want to go to the thing. No. No? I plan all of our vacations. Yeah. Well, that way they'll happen. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get the feeling if Sam plans your vacation, you just go down to Toots for like, you know, free drink Tuesdays or whatever. Totally go down to Toots. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, hide the baby in your backpack. You can go. You can Right? Go. Oh, why not, man? I don't know. I think it'd be good. Um, today we have Ladyface on, and uh, I'm real excited about this brewery. They are in Agora Hills, California. Um, down south, apparently where Scott grew up. Yep. Uh, Moscow was not created in a lab. Um, I was, no, but the lab was in Agura Hills. Oh, well, see, there you mm-hmm. go. I got my things mixed up. Uh, great brewery. I uh, had the pleasure to go down there a few months ago. Uh, the beer blew me away. The food blew me away. Uh, and I'm really, really excited to talk to these people today. So, um, And we have some beer, nice. finally, nice. from them. Well, not finally from them, but... Uh, finally to talk about while we're talking about it. Right. It's always it's always really hard to to, to talk about beer... Uh, from a guest who we don't have the beer of, so we're like, oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm trying and to now make that, tell me about your porter. I'm trying to make it not happen as often. Like yeah. I'm trying to go every show to have beer because you're right, it's weird if you don't. But every, hold on, I'm well, I'm not paying attention. Bevo's taking her sweater off. Stop it. All right, she has a real tight shirt on. Once once in every uh, <laughs> once in every six shows, yeah. they don't send beer, and it's like right. I can't really ask more than once. I'm like, hey, you know, it'd be really cool. It adds depth to the interview. Ship us some beer and. If they, I can't press if they no. say, but sometimes people are just like, nah, because I mean, you know, it costs a bunch of money. It does cost a lot of money, and I understand it. And uh, well, you know, we really got it good in the pre-Scott days. We would never get beer because we'd book the guest like on Wednesday, right, for the show on <laughs> yeah. Sunday or Friday or Saturday, or Saturday yeah. or Sunday morning. <laughs> So the idea of getting beer was True. like ludicrous unless it was a beer that we could get locally and we get it. Or yeah. if there's an in-house guest and then they'll bring beer. Right. Well, I'm trying to change it so that when we don't have beer, it's ludicrous. Because yeah. it is. Right. It's that's way it, better to have the that's beer. That's where I'm getting it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you could always pull the, you know, we could buy your beer locally, but, you know, having it fresh would be just awesome. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Well, which the which places, actually is pretty awesome. Yeah. One of the places like Ladyface who don't bottle or anything. Yeah, that's tough. Um, it's tough, but they have such a good story and, and, and their beer's real good. So, I, I, you know, I want to be able to talk about these places, but if we can't get their beer it's, it's a lot harder but anyway they've solved that for us or rather moscow has well they hand capped some beer it looks like right yes there they the did yeah. yep yeah sent us a sixer right or at least three beers yep three different that's kinds good. and uh everything's labeled and it's uh i can't wait they're big beers too so get ready. awesome that sounds great i'll save some big as in high alcohol high alcohol <laughs> high everything it starts with an ipa and then it goes up from there exactly uh, two belgians or something mm-hmm. like, yeah. that's great uh, how was everyone saying patty's day i'm surprised everyone's here and functional Maybe. I'm well, that's not, amateur you know, night. I don't do much on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. That's a stay-at-home night pretty much for me. I go out, but not very much. I drank the afternoon away with Chris Graham. It's kind of nice. <laughs> what did you guys drink? Uh, what did we have? Did you Irish had... car bombs? No, yeah. no. We were just uh, we were raiding his... Uh, I brought over uh, my Duval clone that I just finished. Yeah. And uh, then we had some Heretic. Then we had a, go- a Goose. We had something else, too. It's just, we were raiding his... Uh, his cellar it was kind of fun. Oh man, you know I live like five minutes from his house. Really? Yeah. I, I, Keep that in mind. He just seems like he lives out there, way out there. He does live way out there, but I mean, so do I. Well, it's you way know. off the freeway. It takes a long time to get there. It's all, yeah. it's all surface streets. Tell me about it. 
just like going to your house, basically. Yeah. Well, actually, I was over there borrowing his conical because no, I'm, no. I'm running out of conical space. So now we've got five conicals going. <laughs> My God, what are you brewing for? Right? Nationals. Oh. And and uh, it hit, I slipped uh, Moscow's uh, brew in there in, in in the middle of that. So. It's, it's tasting amazing. I cannot well, this believe one this is only to, seven might, days old. You may want to enter this if you don't have a cold. This is good. You should be privileged, Scott, that, uh, that Doc here would, would uh, you know take up his conical space for your extract beer. I am. Well, it's his extract beer. Well, I, that's he, true. he really did Actually, most of the brewing. Yeah, I wouldn't have done it if I, if you guys weren't coming over to do this one. So. Well, so how are you impressed with how it turned out? Uh, for a week old, hell yeah. yes. Yeah, it, it, uh, yeah, a week old. It's a week old, and that's it's crazy to me. It's pretty wild. I can just imagine what it's going to be like in about four weeks mm-hmm. after it being real cold. And that's going to, what is it going to do? It's going to mellow it out. The sulfurness will go away. It's a little bit sulfury because uh, basically that's what the yeast throws off. Yeah. So lagering will, will, will make that kind of go away. It's like any other lager when it's, when it's fermenting. Uh, you're going to get that sulfurness, and, mm-hmm. and people are like, oh, my God, is that supposed to smell like that? Yeah, it's fine. And uh, I was just venting the keg. I was just really noticing it when I was mm. – I carved up about two gallons of it, uh, filtered and, and carved it up. So cool. Cleaned it up a little bit, see how it goes. It's only been cold, like probably two hours, three hours, carbonation. Station great. Well, we'll, uh, we'll roll through his uh, – through your guys' beer again at, uh, later on the show. Good. Um, let's roll forward with this beast and see if I can't get it back on the rails. Well, not back on the rails, but... Um, there's an Imperial Stout Fest at Beer Rev next Saturday. Perfect. Beer Evolution is a great little uh, beer bar in Oakland. I've still not been there. I keep trying to go there, and we get sidetracked and end up somewhere else. It's cool, and and I kind of like what they're doing. You know, there's already half a dozen IPA fests, and, and there's a double IPA fest in the Bay Area and all that kind of stuff, but they are doing a an Imperial Stout festival one of my favorite styles too. and they have over 40 oh god over 40 and i guess it's going to be like the tornado barley wine like fest one entire day of drunk <laughs> it does. probably two it does, man probably two now this is a uh, commercial beer right yes this is a uh, commercial beer so it's a lot like oh. the tornado barley wine fest where it's um you know there's going to be a winner and uh for whatever reason they've asked me to be on the judging panel so I'm, I'm going to actually get to do something important in the beer industry, other than totally tank this show. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, what time does it start? What about um, it? I think they open like at noon. Okay. So it starts whenever then, and you know they have 40 plus, and then by the time that you guys get there, uh, the general public, um, I will have I will have deemed the winner. I get to be on the second round judging. So it's basically up to me. Um, well, wow, second round, they're going to get rid of all the riffraff for you, and then you just pick the winner look i i don't i don't know how to break it to you but i'm kind well, of important you're kind of a big deal i'm kind of a well, big deal they, they, they're using the uh tornado barley wine festival format right of russ Wigglesworth, worth whatever his name is yeah yeah it's where it's like they do they bring uh a set of judges in and they all taste like uh three beers a piece or something like that because it's like like the barley wine you can't drink too many of those no. so and so then yeah. so then they like you'll judge like five beers, and then some of those beers will be judged by other people in that round and in the subsequent round as well. So you'll be getting, I guess, like, you know, the second round if they advance. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm such a prima donna now with my judging. Is uh, Morgan, our friend Morgan, uh, is running the thing, and um, um, he goes, uh, or, you know, like, JP, you want to do this thing? Yeah, you know, I'd like to do it, but 
I'm kind of a, a girl when it comes to judging, and I can't sit down for like 12 flights of barley water of, of Imperial Stouts, and I don't want to have to sit. I'm like complaining to him about what I hate about judging and why, you know, trying to give myself an out already. And I'm like, <laughs> do I have to, you know, um, uh, fill out a sheet? And if I have to, t-, and he goes, no, it's a beauty contest. If you don't like it, then it doesn't go on. I'm like, Oh, I can totally do that. Suddenly, my schedule totally opened up for that day. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can yeah, do that. It's, it's not a problem. It's fun to judge that way. Yeah. So um, I will be doing a little blog about it and um, taking some pictures and stuff like that. I'll be the Moscow. His Moscow's off at his friend's bachelor party or bachelorette party or whatever he's doing. So it'll be a good time. So if you're around the area in Oaktown, uh, come to the Imperial Stout Fest at Beer Rev, Saturday, March 24th. Over 40 Imperial Stouts. That's nice. a lot. And... and- Treat it like as a barley wine festival because yeah. you can't try them all. That's true. And then I was about to do <laughs> announcements. <Thank> you. <laughs> uh, yeah, pussy. I was about to do. Feed- uh, I was about to do feedback. You can't remember them all. And uh, I don't know where it is now. I forgot to load it up. What do you think? What okay. feedback? Oh, load it up. Come on. Yeah, I don't know where it is. You can find it. You know where it is. Yeah, I wish I didn't. Have, oh, there it is, right there. So now oh, that right Jay's now. not here to give you crap for the long-winded lack of editing, you're just going to read yeah. these letters in full. Um, should, should we buckle? Oh, in? He can do no. whatever he wants. It's his show. That's true. He and I we had a meeting last week, um, just about you know what I'm doing on the show and blah blah blah, and, and basically trying to get blood from a turnip. And um, you know, he 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 gave me some pointers on how to edit the thing. So this will be my editing job. You think uh, he's listening right now, or I doubt he it. could just give a shit? No, I think he could just give a shit. I think he, he's thinking he's going golf on Tuesday, uh, and I think he's just thinking about that. No, I think he knows he should listen, and whether he is or not, it's like I'm just not going to. He's or or he's listening. Just. You should download that freaking app. I <laughs> think he has his own app. I doubt it. Probably. I don't know why. I mean, why I would. do it? Right. I mean, I, I have it because he asked me to. I got it once it became free. Right. Oh, yeah. Would you think I? Yeah. I mean, I, that's why I don't have the uh, Mr. Multi app. I don't even know. Because it's not is. free. Because yeah, it's not uh, free. Jamil's. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Obviously, I listen to other shows a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you're not a Can You Brew It fan? No. You don't want to know if we can clone uh, recipes? What about the homebrew chef? I don't yeah. really worry about whether you guys can do it or not because I'm sure you can and I just have faith there in you. And if go. you couldn't, then I would just lose all my faith. So I just well, like to stay. Yeah, believing girl. that you guys can do anything. We talk about you on those shows, you know. Yeah, all the time. Me or my boobs. Well, we talk about you. I mean, yeah. it's inclusive. <laughs> every every thing about you. So yeah, we you know we don't you pick don't one listen, thing fine. out. Whatever. I mean, it's either your boobs or no, we don't. I'm just yeah. I'm just teasing you about not yeah. listening. Um, yeah. JP, they're asking me to ask you to put a hat on because your head is glaring off. The <laughs> it's <camera>. glaring off. <laughs> Let me uh, close this That's window. No, it's mark. a back window. Probably. And then. Uh, when you can grab the lights, maybe. Look, I'm sorry. I have uh, I have bald head syndrome. No, it's, it's the back window. Oh, it's the back window. All right, hang on a second. There. All right, now is we that can. better? Now we got to turn the light. There we go. How's that? That better? Sorry, sitting in the captain's chair. I don't have a chance to uh, light the studio. Whatever. Let's do some announcements so we can get the feedback, and then uh, and then see how awful I'm going to be at interviewing one of my new favorite breweries, which they are, by the way. Too bad Agora Hills is way out, way far away from me. Um, so as uh, a lot of you people know, we had some issues this week with downloading shows. Website was down for a little bit, and then um, all of our downloads were gone. Uh, basically, we upgraded to a new server, finally. All the kind of stuff we've been talking about for for like a year or two. Code, the man, 
uh, basically sat up all all week, transferred all of our nonsense to a new server. Um, so all of our downloads should be a lot faster. All the downloads are up right now. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I just want to thank everybody for hanging in there. And um, Thanks to everybody who donated to, to that cause. Right. Um, hopefully this will, you know, alleviate some of the pressure off of code to just kind of, you know, be at... The dude's on beck and call. Yep. I mean, he has a phone by his bed, and, 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 you know, we've had to call him at 2.30 in the morning on his time. He's got the red phone. Yeah, it's, it's basically the bat phone. It's the yeah. code phone. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know. Everything Everything's smoothing out now. So, yeah, a big thanks for everyone just being patient and hanging in with us. And uh, we didn't get any gripey emails, which is awesome. You know, there's a big uh, big window uh, of opportunity for that to happen. But everyone's been real cool. So thanks for all the support and thanks for all the donations uh, in general. But uh, be an army rock. So uh, if you're into it, buy a T-shirt, buy an extra hat. And, uh, you know, uh, help us out so we can make these kind of changes. Buy JP um, a hat for his bald hair. Buy, yeah, buy me a hat for my bald... Actually, I don't want... Here, I can put on my handkerchief. I've been carrying on a handkerchief lately. They call a do-rag. That's cool. At the break, I'll do the, uh, I'll do the uh, Tupac. It, it, I'm an old man. What do you want from me? I'm going bald. I'm grouchy. Going bald? I'm, well, you know, I, had, I shaved my head this morning. Anyway, so uh, check that out. Shop in the BN store. We got uh, some new merch or some restocked merch. Uh, all that kind of nonsense. Don't forget about our iPhone and Android apps. You go to the Android Marketplace or the iPhone iTunes place. Is that what they call it? iPhone people? iTunes. 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 All right. What happens if I... Uh, it's iTunes called the store. App Store. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, JP's new to these ultra webs. I am. <laughs> this Apple nonsense. I'm, I'm for doing it my way on Android. You have um, an iPhone. It's not called Android Market anymore one. either, is it? Isn't it no, it's Google? called Google Play, yeah. something like that, or Google Press Play, which is a horrible name for anything. Um, search BN Mobile and you'll find it. And you can download our uh, our app. It's free. Free. Um, don't forget to find us on Twitter and Facebook. Facebook. I really, I really am <laughs> the only one to do that. Uh, producer Scott the Jew to do it yourself. is now available on... <laughs> Uh, now we've got Scott at thebringnetwork.com. Send him show ideas, guest ideas, anything like that. Um, I've also kicked Moscow in the pants uh, into the, the dig both. Oh, okay. uh, kind of leap in the air, scissor kick, and uh, <laughs> yeah. pushed him into the digital age. And, Scott's uh, now on Twitter. Oh, wow. What's his. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to say he got a new phone. <laughs> no. <laughs> what's no, his handle? Let's not go crazy. Uh, his <laughs> handle is Moscow Paints. So it's basically a way for him to tell everybody about his painting. Because uh, he's a good. really good artist. Yeah. Oh, artist! So I thought yeah. you had to house painting. Yeah, see, that's what I'm worried about. I'm he's pe- training. People are going to go. Do you do exteriors or interiors or both? Do cars my too? Trim cars, needs to be done. car, yeah. What's that? The window trim in my house needs to be done. Yeah, you need you need to have Scott come over and Moscow take care of your trim. Paint. I want some flames in my forehead. Does that even mean? <laughs> I think flames would be red. You could probably paint paint flames. Sure. Yeah, you could have the best flames in town. Yeah, yeah. it would just be like oil paint on the side of your car. <laughs> It wouldn't be like polymer based. Be one, one of a kind. Do you use yeah. a roller or a brush. Well, it depends if I'm doing exterior or interior. Okay. See, you you know more than you think you do, Scott. Don't sell yourself short. All right. So, is there you have a website that? Uh, no. no. <laughs> I'm not even uh, JP's managing the Twitter feed. Yeah. I told him he can uh, he can you know make some money. He can yeah. even tweet for you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. JP's now my manager, basically. So it's basically me, and because uh, Moscow, he you know for, for all the things he fucks up. Um, he's good at painting. Um, he really is. And uh, you know, I'm like, dude, why are you trying to sell? Well, you know, I have the thread in the in in the forum, 
and people can go look at the beer art thread in the form. No one's going to want to do that. Yeah. They want it. They want it right to them, piped directly into their screen. Um, you know, right in front of their eyes. So this is a way to do it. So every once in a while, I'll put up a picture of Scott's paintings. Probably go out next week or the week after. Uh, if I'm not too lazy, well, if you treat, take some good tweeted pictures. them to go to the forum and look at those things, they yeah, they could be there too. But uh, anyway, all of them are for sale. Everyone's yeah. about making money. Most of them. When's when's Bebo going to start cranking out some weird like at home Etsy kind of stuff? Like here's my crocheted baby bottle holder. Everyone donate and get one. Maybe she's got a whole side when business have already. I ever struck you as that type of person? Well, I don't know. I mean, when do you, when do women start nesting? Are you starting? To I don't get, know because I couldn't entirely skipped over that phase. You have a baby, shouldn't you I'm be sure like wanting that. to like just oh, withdraw? Sam has a baby. I have a baby. Sam I have a job, a and I have a gym membership. That's all I have time for. Oh wow! Well, I got to thank you for wearing that shirt once again. At first, I thought it was a lunch meat shirt at the corner of my eye because it kind of has the no, thing. It's a Hollister shirt. Yeah. Oh, I got a chair in front of me. I'm missing the whole thing. So. Way to support your, uh, <laughs> you know, business. It was a gift. Yeah. Whatever. I'll give you a lunch meat shirt. How about that? I have one. It doesn't fit. Oh. What do you mean it doesn't fit? Yeah, we'll be the judge of that. Creep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even touched. <laughs> I know where this is going. Huh? Oh, man. Uh, send feedback to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. Uh, not questions about shows and not questions about how to brew and not all this stuff. If you have feedback for the show, anything you want to say about the show. Like thank you, JP. Um, like yeah, anything like that, even even even, even whatever. Uh, send it to feedback at the Brewing Network. Anything else about the shows and stuff, go to scott at thebrewingnetwork.com, please. All right, Doc, you ready for feedback, buddy? Uh, yeah, you bet I am. Feedback brought to you by HopTech, our buddies over in Dublin, uh, HopTech. Dot com. Oh my god! You've got mail. Kick ass. See if I can do this. I don't even know. It's like, uh. Every time I see Jay doing it, it's effortless. And then uh, every time I have to do it, I'm, uh. No, okay. Sticky fumblings in the backseat. Pretend I'm like you don't want to read any of it. And then All just right. read some of it, and you're doing crazy, just like him. Is that how it goes? Yeah. Skim it. Be like, yeah, I did this bad. Why am I reading this? Oh, okay. Here's something. Okay. All right. I'll and try. if you don't like the way it's edited, just uh, yeah. rag on Scott. Just, It'll be your okay. sounding board. Okay. All right. Let's give it a shot. Hold on a second. <laughs> okay. What do I got for feedback here? Oh, God. Do I got a uh, blah, blah, blah. Hey, guys. I'm a huge beer nerd. And opening a WOB <laughs> franchise. I don't know what that is. Uh, just found your app on my iPad. When are you guys going to get a channel on XM Sirius? Keep up the great work, Matt. That's a good question. I don't know. What I, XM I, calls? I, I talked to him for like on and off for probably six months yeah. in 2011. Yeah, it just wasn't happening. Hmm. What about in 2011? I don't understand. I don't understand either. <laughs> Dear sirs, I'm writing to you today to discuss something that weighs heavily on my mind. Last week I joined in the BN Reveille, typing away in the forum as I listened to the shenanigans, blah, 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 blah. I was admittedly imbibing during the show and encouraging the chat room to call in for Drunk of the Week. I didn't need much coaxing. I love the show and I think you guys as buddies. Oh, thank you. My only apprehension was the ribbing that I knew I would receive from being from New Jersey. <laughs> Little did I know the level of disrespect I would receive from Justin and JP that surpassed anything I could have imagined. Wow. I just wanted to write... Excuse me. I just want to let you know that I'm going AWOL on the BN Army, withdrawing my monthly contributions, and God willing, convincing the NHC administrators to remove the Brewing Network from the club listing for the APA that I entered. 
<laughs> With that, I say good day. Suck it, fuck sticks, bruiser. Wow. Is he, Ooh, bruiser, is he being uh, serious? A little P.S. Just kidding, <laughs> asshats. Oh. Keep up the good work. <laughs> I was going to say, man, he is not fist pumping like a champ. No, not at all. <laughs> if you, yeah, if, you're, if you've got thin skin in New Jersey, you don't, you just don't belong in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. I, think it's, I think it's impossible. I think with all the chemicals yeah, and yeah. shit in the air. You, yeah, yeah, your skin's gone. You're basically just one big callus. Yeah, that's, that's all messed up. PSS, if JP is drinking tea tonight, I am going AWOL. Well, Bruiser, I am drinking tea in my hung jury mug. That's actually Sam's old cup. Is it Sam's yeah. old cup? I don't, I don't really care if anyone Did you wash it really good? I should soak it in bleach every before every use. Uh, anyway, um, <clears throat> dear brewcasters, regarding the recent comment about adding base malt to steeping grains, Jamil had said uh, on uh, Sunday session eight twenty five oh seven that base malt can be used to increase the fermentability of extracts by adding it to the extract bag and letting it sit at one hundred forty five degrees. As far as base malt in just the steep itself, the base malt may contribute some slight flavors on its own, but enzymatically, it likely won't gain much if the rest of the specialty grains are crystal or roasted grains. However, many extract brewers do recipes that call for steeping of other grains that really should be mashed, so in, ca- in those cases, it may be more useful. That's from Spider Wrangler. I guess he was just saying, um, um, let me try to sum it up. Well, Jamil said it, so it must be true. No, no, I'm not getting the part where we're uh, talking about. Uh, basically, we did do a mash. We did a mini mash. Yeah. We didn't steep base grains, uh, unless you call it steeping at, you know, 152. Um, Which I don't. Yeah. Uh, so, and, uh, yeah, that's basically what we did. We steeped it at 152 in a fairly concentrated, you know, thick mash, and it that's what we did, and then we took it, the bag from there and put it in with the with the, a different pot with uh, the extract. Well, we'll talk about it more. All right, we'll see. We'll see if you screwed it up. Uh, we're drinking it now. It's pretty good. No. Top of the morning to you, ass hats. That's right. When you guys do the session, most of us Swedes are sound asleep and bringing it weak in our beds. Good thing you're putting up podcasts for people like me. I'm an archive listener for about two years. As of October. I'm traveling to South America with my girlfriend, and good beers are not plentiful down here, I tell you. He told us. Uh, Most microbreweries have dark beer, but it's hard, I said hard, to find anything that resembles a hop flavor. Other than the lack of good beer, traveling is great, except for Peru. That sucks warm nutter balls. (laughs) Wow. That was really funny. I spent most of our 15-plus-hour bike ride, uh, bus rides chewing cocoa leaves and listening to the session. Living the dream. And if, so we do. Yeah. And if that's not enough, today I got myself the rank of private first class in the BN Army. Uh, welcome to the Army. Thank you very much. Uh, I would really like to give back more, but I'm a student and cocoa leaves are not free. I have two... <laughs> that's pretty funny. I kind of want to eat a cocoa leaf. Uh, I have two questions. Are there such thing as international memberships in the AHA? I believe that's a yes. And if so, does it come with a Zymergy in an electronic format? I believe no, but I think they do mail you the magazine, right? Well, if you're international? You get an electronic format if you remember, yeah. It's oh, you do? Yeah. yeah, I think you get both. Oh, psh, shit. Look at that. Uh, also, I'm diving right into kegging upon arrival to the homeland. I've heard about dry hopping in the keg, but how do I go about it? Do I force carb during the dry hop? Won't the beer be exposed to CO2 when I put it in and take out the bag of hops? Or is secondary the way to go? Uh, just like eight questions. Um, you know, real quick, Tasty, how does he dry up? In the, in the keg. In the keg. 
You can do it in the keg. You can do it in the secondary as well. But you just put the hops in. And you can carbonate while you're doing it. Yeah. Sure. Uh, The beer will be exposed to oxygen when he puts in and takes out the hops. Um, Not that much. But you'll be fine. In the keg? Yeah. We clear the headspace with CO2. Oh, yeah. 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 Just hit it with with CO2, purge everything? Exactly. Do that three Uh times. Fill it up. You're good. Um, Thanks for all the great shows. Uh, Carl. Carl of Duty is his forum name. Nice. And he has one of the best sign-ups. Sign-offs. Um, up the bum and suck it, apparently. So, <clears throat> little um, ATM there. Uh, Justin, two things. Thanks for introducing me to Forest Day. I've been listening to the album on loop basically nonstop. Sax, funky beats, hip-hop uh, plus depression equals amazing music. Uh, number two, I bought some gear a while back but can't wear it outside of my apartment. I live in Washington, D.C., so whenever I wear it, <laughs> people would see the grenade and the word army and say things like, thank you for your service, and are you active duty? Then I have to say no and attempt to explain my affiliation with some online beer club. Needless to say, I get some confused looks. Well, he needs to stop going to the uh, the school for slow kids, and he won't get so many questions. Mm-hmm. People right. really confuse him he, for a... He, come on. Oh, I, no, I've heard this before. Really? Yeah. yeah. yeah they, because it's, it's, it says army on it. Yeah. It's just out of the corner of your eye. You don't even... You're actually, not, like, reading it. Actually, it's happened to me, too. Didn't that happen to what? Chad, too? Like... Yeah. In yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, you guys had, were wearing those uh, BN Army shirts that had the uh, military insignias on it. But it just says Army yeah. on it, and they yeah. then, yeah, they start thanking you and stuff. And you know what? After a while, you just say, you're welcome. Yeah. And, and you know what? They're happy. You're happy. Just move on. <laughs> Where do you think we should be deployed next? I understand at a glance, but they, really, they approach you and start asking questions? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Well, they, no, they just mostly just say, thank you, uh, you know, for all you're doing for our country, stuff Maybe like they're that. talking about the radio show. Uh, you know, just... We assume they are, I'm say, assuming that's not the case. Leave that in your head, you'll be good. Yeah. Um... I have been listening to the archives and enjoyed what I have heard. I'm in the middle of 2006, which is really not that far yet, but I've only been going for about a week and a half, so I'm making good progress. My one question is about downloading your podcast, because I try to do some of the Sunday session or Bruce Strong, and the server stops at about 10 downloads on a good night. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting caught up, because I've already been learning a lot that I comply to my own brewing, and blah 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 That's from Colt from Indiana. Really, you're from Indiana, and, you're, and your parents named you Colt? <laughs> If you live on a farm, I'm going to burn it down because then that's just <laughs> stupid. Um, no, I went to high school with a guy named Colt. Was he from Indiana? And was his favorite team My the Colts? My boss named Colt. Been. Ugh, Colt. I don't know. His favorite team's the Colts. That's a problem. Right. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I think basically the download limit is because our old shitty server. So I don't think that's going to be a problem. But wait for Jay to come back and, and confuse that. Why do you need up. 10 at a time? Yeah, or, or ten, oh, more than 10 Why in a day. Why don't you download one listen to one? I don't know. Yeah, well, I guess because you know we we have these people Maybe. that they'll they'll go back through the archives and they will just dominate while they're on a commute or whatever. So they'll do two shows a day sometimes. Well, that's fine. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. I mean, if you're chewing cocoa leaves. You can probably listen right? to a lot of them. I think that's also we do have a limit for for some because uh, we want to eliminate people doing like a whole year at a time, and that just drains our servers. But again, I don't know if that's going to be such a problem with the new one. So we'll see. Well, it's not tested. Uh, hey guys, just want to give my two cents as a pro brewer on approaching with negative feedback. Remember that feedback oh, we, yeah, we, we did last question. week, right? Uh, I just listened to last week's feedback by the guy whose local brewery sucks. You guys hit the nail on the head. Uh, when a home brewer comes up and the first thing they say right. is, I noticed some DMS, perhaps you should turn up the boil. <laughs> yeah. When I won a gold in last year's homebrew comp, that's what I did. Also, that's irritating. I'm a BJCP judge, so listen to me. The first thing I want to say back is, oh, turn up the boil? It's that easy? Thanks. You must be so proud. 
fucking homebrewers. Ha 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 ha. As I, you would think that I wrote this, but um, anyway. He goes, look, I'm a BGCP judge as well. Also, pro-brewing is nothing like homebrewing. Sometimes it's not as easy as that. We sometimes notice these things, and sometimes we don't. So coming up spouting your accomplishments just makes me resent and discredit the next few things that come out of your mouth. A better approach would be saying how you're a local, a fan of the beer, but you've noticed a few things that differ from some other great beers. Following that, exactly what you guys said about describing your great pills or whatever would be awesome. Anyways, keep up the good work. Hopefully that guy finds a nice, tactful way to approach this and improves the beer in the community for uh, the better, you know, it might not. Think? It might not be there the next time either. Maybe right. they brewed yeah. a three hundred gallon batch. They're not going to throw it out because there's a little DMS in it. But you know, they probably noticed it. They're not going to happen again. Yeah, yeah. New breweries. It, I think nothing's. It's not worth mentioning anything to anybody. It's those that have been around a while and continue to produce a product. That you if, know, if they keep having that kind of thing, but you walk into a brew pub, it, each batch is going to be a little bit different. So, hey, try it again the next month, When they're not going to throw out 300 gallons because it's a yeah. little bit of DMS in there, as long as it sells. I do kind of like the idea, though, of, of not saying that, you know, this is why I know what I'm talking about. It's just, uh, hey, I, I really like your beer, uh-huh. and um, I've noticed this. What do you think? Let's have a conversation about yeah, it. Yeah, it's just something positive about the beer to begin with, certainly, every time. Um, also, in the past few months on the forum, or not on the forum, in the feedback, I've been getting a lot of people signing up for the forum incorrectly. So if you're a new listener and you want to go sign up in the forum, there is a box that's gonna, that you're going to have to check if you're over the age of like 21 or, or even 13 or, or something like that. I really don't know why, but a lot of people have been checking the I am, I am under 13 years old thing because they just, they just click. They right. just want to get in the thing. Or, I think it's funny. Yeah, or they think it's funny, but then they get locked out of the forum. And then I get the email. Then I have to forward it to code. So just so you guys know. Why do you get the email about people being under 13? Because they send it to feedback. <laughs> and because I have a Google News alert that sends me anything with the words under 13 in it. Okay? Right. I don't want to talk you about creeper. it. You creeper. Yeah, okay. I just got that beef, and I'm not going to say that. Okay. But thank you. Um, yeah, so anyway, when you sign up for the forum, just uh, just be aware. Just be a little careful about what's going on. And uh, what you guys are clicking. You know what I'm trying to say? No. No. No one knows what I'm trying to say. Easier than everybody. Uh, Twitter game. I'm going to try to manage the show and do a Twitter game at the same time. What do you guys think? Moscow's schooled in Twitter now. Let him do it. Well, yeah, I guess on the... (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Yeah, I can handle it. JP, you want to do this for me? (laughs) Yeah, I would love to. Um... The question I have is maybe not a good one, but I would like to know what the worst thing about being a beer geek is in your mind. There's like a, there's some really awful video that's going around of like um, some guy pretending to be, oh, I'm a ho- I like craft beer. I'm going to do this thing, and I know all about hops and blah blah. And it's really boring and really not funny at all. And uh, I don't know, he's getting a lot of heat for it, like uh, in, in a positive way. There's a lot of views. I don't know. John, whatever his name is, I don't know. It's real boring and stupid. Um, but I mean, I get the point. I, it's one of those where you get the joke, like, "Oh, homebrewers, you know, craft brew people uh, think they know everything about beer, and they like talking about craft beer." It's not really funny because it's kind of true. You know, if you're in a hobby or if you like something, you want to learn about it, and then you talk to people about it at events that people talk about. It's like uh, it's like going, oh, I'm, oh, my car doesn't work. I'm going to go to the mechanic and get it fixed. Oh, I'm so stupid. Okay, I don't. It's not funny. Anyway, so I want to know what the what the, to you what the worst thing about being a craft beer geek is. Yeah. And you can go to uh, this show. Bring that <laughs> winner. 
<laughs> is it? I'm sorry. Can you repeat that, Viva? No, because you turn off my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think I'll turn off your microphone? I would never do that to you. Yeah, you right. bitch. All right. Well, uh, I'll send that out on Twitter in a second. But uh, what do you think? Are we ready for our first break? Sure. Yes. Let's do this. I don't know. Let's do it. We do this well. Did you set up food like Kate does? Uh, no, but Taryn's in there doing it. Oh. Yeah. Terrence here? Not Terrence. I said Terrence. Oh, yeah. Terrence here. Somewhere. I, I didn't see her. No. I just want to see if dogs out there of, of like, uh, just get meat at the door. And yeah. Like, uh, it's dog city in it's here. It's dog man. city in here. Get rid of one, get another one. And just uh, leave it alone. Uh, Taryn's a great cook. I mean, she may have a surprise for us in there or something. Ooh. Um, Probably it, not the first break. It, better, it, better pretzels than usual or something. Oh, that'd be good. Ooh. Custom healthy pretzels or whatever. Yeah, something. Anyway, this is session. We'll be back after this break with Lady Face. Stay with us. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. MoreBeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to MoreBeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, more beer social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz, the forum, the learning center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the Home Brewed Chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your home brew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read. Read your way to better homebrew. Nico, listen, our lawyer said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months until the next meeting. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. 
Hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment nine years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew Free or Die IPA throughout California and Alaska. And now it's also available on draft at select accounts in the Bay Area. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of our 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Our Williams Belgian Pale Extract is mashed with pure Belgian two-row malt and a small percentage of Belgian wheat malt for an authentic Belgian character you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out our unique fermenters, two-and-a-half-gallon kegs, paintball tank-based draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and much more. We even have our own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse our vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 3.30 p.m. Pacific time ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. You're the one for me. 
stopped at a cabaret. I heard a barfly say to a barfly across the way, Beer bottle mama, you're the gal for me. Beer bottle mama, you suit me to a T. Now you love beer and I love gin with the two. Together we're bound to win. Beer bottle mama, you're the gal for me. Of the black sheep, yo, let's get the sheep moving. I'd like to pay a tribute to what to knock and boots. I'm single and I mingle. If you jingle, I play this, but there's another. The other, the brother on the cover. Bought along, I bought along, I bought along more. A duo, not a trio, move your booty, cause I say so. Be a lusting on a busting black sheep, not your average show. Now I hold a microphone, but this is what I wanted. A pocket full of panani, better me than those I fronted. Dropping bombs, lovely, make them jet without their debtor. Keep fronting if you wanting, but I bet you'll have a better punctuates and explanates. The lingo I let go, not that it's my style, cause I let go my ego. Be it just us, just you, just me, or just who? Never am I fault. Got to get residuals pronto. Tonto was engine number nine. I'm out to get the nickels, quarters, pennies, and the dimes. But in the meantime, I try to fork one. I try to fork one in the meantime. Not in the meantime, I try to fork one. I try to fork one in the meantime. Last. Black sheep on wax And finally it's for himself That Mr. Long is laying tracks Now I won't dally a fiddle Give you more than bits and kibble Or is it kibbles and bits That became hits Now there's a riddle Believe me Cause you see I do understand Heard a jam It was flam Bought the album Van Damme It's weak But for the moment I won't speak upon this I mean that I mean those I mean them I mean there I mean here Damn Yo what you trying to say Drez Yo let me try this again You see this is rather funky The style that I'm displaying Somewhat bona fide On the side of okay And finally Your hunger for dopeness is full <clears throat> Please excuse Yo turn it up a decibel For I am about to rip a style That will make heads bop a while So please step to the right If you suck Should I do more violators What the fuck Moving yes I'm moving Am I moving Who need Google Say la say la what Say la say la say la Poo poo Say it in a second After Drez is finished wrecking As I'm wrecking Got your checking Step to this and Drez will deck But in the meantime I try to fork one I try to fork one In the meantime Not in the meantime I try to fork one I try to fork one In the meantime <laughs> Surprising you, I'm rising Dresmerizing and subliminalizing Black sheep are here We're breaking all ties And making songs that are prolific Specific, yes, terrific Move a body in a city To both sides of the Pacific I'm dressing you or not You're cold, I'm hot Which means I'm soon to boil booty Your booty, your booty to butt But still you think you're royal Are you mad? Are you jealous? Overjoyed or overzealous? Hold your glass and sip For when you held the mic You couldn't rip the four Your mic went hush Keep 
sipping stupid lush. I know I'll be alright tonight. I took my time, I didn't rush, I didn't blush, I didn't frown. Got up to get down, henceforth I'm getting down and dirty. G, you thought that I would not be stupid, Cupid, long and loopin'. I sing you like a bumble. Where's the beat? Here I be. Can't you see? Can't you peep? If you're sleeping, then wake up. If you're stinking, then wash up. If you're creeping, then catch up. You're rolling with a black sheep. In the meantime, I try to hook one. I try to hook one. In the meantime, said in the meantime, I try to hook one. I try to hook one. In the meantime, sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Google Network. All right, welcome back to the show. Sorry about that extended um, extended break we had there, extended uh, music break. We're having a little problem getting a hold of our guests. We were Ladyface, uh, Ladyface Ales down in Agora Hills. Uh, Moscow is feverishly working at that. But uh, in the meantime, I want to yell at some people for uh, NHC Club Night. Okay. I've been putting out the call for NHC Club Night now for like two shows, I think. And this is the third one. And we've gotten maybe three responses. What was your call? Because I never heard it. The call. That's <laughs> weird because you were here for one of. The, now, um, it's uh, was I actually here yet? Well, you you were physically here. Okay. Yeah. Do you see them? They should be up. They should be up. All right. Um, well, think. Keep in yeah. mind who who uh, you're asking here. You're asking right. people that live close enough that they could bring beer, <laughs> that don't have right. a cl- uh, otherwise a club affiliation or. They do, and they're willing to spread it around a little bit. Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, it's a limited set of people. It's, it is a limited set of people. Um, you know, and if you know somebody, you can ship their beer with with them, give them to them, so they can drive it or or whatever. Um, but we're trying to have a, a a booth at club night at NHC this year, yeah. and uh, we don't have a whole lot of beer to do it. And we also have to host a hospitality suite, which well, is always rad. That's even a bigger problem. That's now, a, they'll put you with other clubs if you don't have enough. So, I got him, Scott. Yeah. You do. Yeah. Um, so they could, you know, you join up with a club that's also small to combine to have enough beer to do the hospitality suite shift. Right. But you have to have a volume of beer. Three people uh, donating beer is not going to be enough for e- any one thing. Right. Club night or hospitality. They'll pair you up. So I imagine you're bringing beer, Tasty, right? Well, it gets down to I was going to fly, so I'm not going to check it. I'm going to have to. Like last year, we you shipped beer seat? to San Diego. That's why I had beer there. Is anybody driving up? If uh, we're shipping beer to, to Seattle, yeah, I'll have beer there. Yeah, I think I think we're going to do, if we have enough local beer, I'm going to try to have two kegs for it. Um, we are going to hopefully use a pallet from more beer and just ship a, ship a pallet up. Perfect. Well, I'll have days. two kegs as well. So, so. I, I, I've been brewing we a little. We went from five. So. Yeah. <laughs> I can have some. Moscow, you going to have any beer for club night? You should. Yeah, you probably will. Yeah. Yeah, uh, oh, I'm sorry. You're not on it. I'll have this uh, Kolsch that uh, I made at Doc's. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Think it's going to be around? Well, no. Yeah, it'll be around. In, uh, what, April, May, June? Three months? No, you got to brew it. I'll be there drinking beer. Does yeah. that count? 
It counts, but uh, you know we really want a uh, you know a, a big showing. We won Club of the Year. We are the AHA Homebrew Club of the Year, and you know yeah um, the reigning champ. Right. And so we just need more people to fill up uh, space for kegs. So email me at jp at thebrewingnetwork dot com, and uh, hopefully you can donate a, a keg of beer or two. Even like Tasty said, even if you are part of a club and you want to spread the wealth a little bit, we are your club. If you listen to the show and you get any sort of information from us at all. You're, we're, we're your club, man. It doesn't even have to be a whole keg. You don't need five gallons. <laughs> right. Two, even if Two and a half a short one. Yeah. You can pull a Scotty out and, uh, you know. So uh, email me and let's get on the ball here because, uh, you know, we want to do something rad for club night. And uh, if we don't have enough beer, then, uh, you know, we're going to have, it's going to be me and Tasty and Doc kind of sitting there with, uh, you know, Cobra oh. Taps going, hey, anyone want some, some for beer? For about 10 minutes. For about 10 minutes, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll be mobbed and then, and then everyone will go away and yeah. then it'll... You know, there'll be a dust cloud. So, so. say, where's the beer? And we'll say, we have yep. none. Uh, all right. So I think we got everything settled. I apologize about that, everybody. Uh, here we go. Who do we have? Is this Dave? Yep, I'm here. Dave. How you doing, man? This is JP. Doing excellent. How you guys doing? Good. And uh, Serena's there with you as well? I'm here. Oh. Sir, we're uh, just barely uh, younger than 13. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that tinny factor of uh, of Skype. So sorry about that, um, but I'm I'm really excited to have you guys on the show. As I mentioned before, um, you know I was able to go to uh, to the brewery a few months back and uh, was just blown away. All the beers were really drinkable, and uh, the food was great, and the atmosphere was awesome. So uh, I'm looking forward to this interview. I appreciate you guys taking some time. Well, thank you for having us on. It's a, it's a real pleasure. Awesome. Now, uh, Serena, you are the owner, right? And Dave, you are the brewmaster, or do you, are you guys co-owners, or, or what's uh, what's that about? We're, we're co-owners. He's, he's not going anywhere anytime soon. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> but he's the official brewmaster. Okay. I, I just mopped the floors. Oh, wow. <laughs> the janitor position. Now, that's called, called a brewer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how does a brewer get out of mopping the floors? I think that's, we should talk about that. All day. I stop them off every once in a while. <laughs> um, now, how did you guys uh, get hooked up to to open Lady Faces? You got, were you guys friends uh, before your interest in beer, or, or uh, tell me a little bit about that? Well, that uh, goes back what about twelve years ago, I guess. Dave and I have been neighbors for that long, if you can believe that. Oh wow! Those oh, wow. down the street from us, from me. Uh, he and I happened to get these magical brewing kits from uh, our significant others that many years ago and uh we kind of went to town he was in his garage i was in my kitchen and uh we ended up hooking up you know we got out on the street and there was another gal in the neighborhood that was home brewing at the time so we just kind of formed our own little neighborhood brew club oh right on, and, oh, right on. yeah and then he uh you can take it uh the bj's he knocked on bj's door and insisted they uh give him a job at one point yeah i couldn't stand waiting tables and working odd construction jobs anymore so i found the closest brewery and i did anything i could to get any job in there so you worked at uh at the bj's yeah i was i was actually with bj's for nine years i started as a hose dragger you know washing kegs you know taking care of the floors and all that stuff and you know just slowly worked my way through the ranks you know assistant brewer head brewer uh, and just uh you know it started there you know a lot of my formal training started there Okay, and then, um, so you, you basically started at, at BJ's, and where'd you go after that? Um, directly into Ladyface. Um, you know, I was oh. with BJ's until uh, about three years ago, and then, uh, you know, 
came home, got a different job for a few months during the uh, the overpass of uh, of Ladyface getting started, and just went straight into Ladyface. And yeah. where? Sorry, go ahead. Well, about 2007, I think it was, we first sat down and you know said, "Hey, I think you want to open a brewery. I think I want to open a brewery. This could be a good thing." So. <laughs> 2007 was about the first time we actually sat down and had a conversation over beers and uh, got serious about some planning. But I started working on a business plan two years before that, you know, the scheming and dreaming end of things. So right. Just uh, just kind of the pieces of the puzzle all came together. That is pretty convenient, I think, to, you know, uh, a lot of people, I think, have to look far and wide for some sort of partner. And uh, just to have your neighbor right there going, yeah, I'm into it. Let's do it. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. nice. That's got to be pretty nice. And then you know, if he doesn't uh, do something, you can just go over to his house. You know where he lives all the time. He's there. Yeah. Dave, I wonder how how long into your employ with uh, with BJ's did you feel like you were ready to open your own brewery? Like, was it just a year, or was it your whole tenure? When did you feel ready? Never. Well, for the love of God, there. I was really just trying to. Uh, you know, I didn't have a career. I was 19, 20 years old, you know, waiting tables down on the beach in Malibu and just had no real direction and career path. And when the uh, homebrewing thing started, and I realized I could, there was a local brewery that was about 15 miles away and just started there. And, I, you know, it actually, I, I feel very lucky because it turned into something that I still have an extreme amount of passion for and I can make a living at it and not everyone can say that. Yeah, that that is true. We, you know, uh, being homebrewers yourselves, you guys know this too. But uh, it, you know, it's every one, every homebrewer's dream, if if not uh, for the their entirety of their homebrewing career, but at least for a little bit to open their own brewery. And I think, uh, you know, after only nine years of working at uh, at, at another place, to kind of jump into it, is pretty is pretty cool. I mean, that that seems like a yeah. short amount of time. I think to 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 consider taking taking everything else on your shoulders and not just brewing, but running everything else too. Yeah, well, I mean, that's where definitely, the you know, the partnership with Serena, you know, it takes a lot of the stress out of, uh, you know, it's, you know, there, there's two minds in the room now. So it's, uh, you know, I definitely don't feel like uh, like I, I do everything here because it's just not, it's just not reality. But um, as far as, you know, trying to achieve the, you know, moving from a, a home brewing into professional brewing into actually owning a brewery is, is definitely, it was a big step. It was a leap of faith. And there was a lot of nervous nights about if we're, we're making the right choices. But um, now that we're just over two years into it, I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe I mean, I, I, I can't see it being any other way either. Um, I mean, it, it was kind of scary, uh, you know, as a home brewer, you know, trying to imagine this big project. And I always kept telling myself, well, I really love beer. I know a lot about beer, but I'm not a professional brewer. And I think, you know, as a home brewer, trying to imagine opening your own place that that was a big scary thing for me so it was really fortunate that you know i knew dave and that i felt we could work together and that he had some professional brewing experience already so he kind of hit the ground running how hard um was that first uh you know where it's your first brew day and and you're looking at all the equipment and you see the mash ton and it you know you see your grain order and you're kind of sitting there going ah, ah, ah what what where how did this happen uh, I imagine to me that brew day would be really hard because it's like okay, this is what everything is riding on is is how well uh, this batch comes out, or maybe you didn't put that much emphasis on it. Uh, to, to me, it would it would the overwhelming weight would crush me of like I'm going to explode my head right now. 
Yeah, there was a lot of different thoughts going on. But as far as our first batch here that we brewed at Ladyface, uh, you know, we'd been through, you know, months of construction and finding, a, you know, appropriate brewery and purchasing the brewery and going through the installation. I was like a kid staring at the Christmas presents under the tree, like just waiting to rip the, you know, the wrappers off. You know, I, I was really excited and there was there was definitely no uh, nervousness. It was more about uh, just the, this really strong urge to, uh, to you know, play with the new toys. Nice. Um, did you guys have a focus on, on beers going into, uh, you know, going into uh, opening Ladyface or, or were you kind of going, well... You know, we're going to make uh, the popular beers and then and then be creative other side. Or uh, you know, what was your plan for your beer styles? Because I noticed you have you have some pretty you know different beer styles. You guys aren't just pretty you know pigeonholing yourselves into into one or two areas. You're you're pretty pretty expansive with your lineup. Yeah, well, I feel like in general to kind of make a you know kind of a, a stylistic stamp on what we're doing is that we definitely focus on French Belgian style brewing, especially the farmhouse style. Uh, and then we focused on what I call West Coast Progressive, which would be anything that's unique. You know, people in California are kind of extreme and edgy and vibrant, and that's uh, that's what we try. I, I think that uh, when I think edgy and vibrant, I think tasty. <laughs> oh, here. He's one of our co-hosts. Yeah, he, also got, wake him up. he also got Doc over here and then Scott, who you guys were talking about earlier. Yeah, I mean, your lineup is, is, is pretty crazy. And, you know, uh, my experience, again, you know, I went there for lunch a few months back and I was kind of, you know, shocked at how drinkable everything is. You, you know, I think so there's some breweries that can, you know, they do one or two really, really well, right? And then everything else is kind of, okay, it's good, but their focus is really on this IPA, let's say, or whatever. But everything across the board was just phenomenal. How, and if, how many had, different beers did you have? Um, well, I only had three because I had to drive, and, you know, I had to drive from Agora Hills back to... Um, uh, Lancaster, mm-hmm. so I didn't want to like get wrapped around a tree trunk or anything like that. But um, it might have been preferable to driving through Lancaster. Well, that's true. Or to Lancaster, you've got to you know, got to numb yourself up before you go there. <laughs> that's true. So, uh, what do we have in front of us, Scott? Oh yes, thanks for sending beer, guys. We're drinking the uh, Chesbro IPA. They uh, na- they name a lot of their beers after uh, local landmarks, and Chesbro is a uh, a thoroughfare, big thoroughfare there in. Oh, and we dropped them, I think. I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have a heart attack. You, Jeez, yes. Bro. Uh, Let's talk about the beer while we're getting. Yeah, they're off. Yeah, what do you guys think? Wow, that's a ten percent beer. It's very, very hoppy nose. Yeah, it doesn't drink like a ten percenter no, though, no, does it? No, and it doesn't. Doesn't. It's not over the top bitter either. So it's, it's got a lot of stuff going on there. It is. There's a lot of there's a lot of hop flavor. It, it, mm-hmm. You know, it's it, you run into those beers every once in a while that you know that people go, oh, this is like eating a hot pellet or, or but it's not but this is in a really good way or a lot of ipas i'm not a big ipa fan when i get the one that's just all bitter all bitter it's not all about that uh you want you want to switch to the phone jp instead of skype yeah let's do that would you mind uh would you mind uh well let's see here they came back online so let me uh let me grab them again it was just sounding like crap kind of yeah yeah but i think uh maybe this new connection will be better what a time for justin to get out of here right Dave, we got you guys. Okay, we're switching to the phone. All right, yeah. D- David, if you can hear us, we're gonna we're gonna give you a phone call on the old landline here. Sorry about that. We have a problem with Skype. We have a gremlin in in our Skype feed that just never wants us to use a free service. It just doesn't. It wants us to you know pay for a phone line, and and and, and I hate that. Well, whatever's better. 
Oh, look at Scott. He's pulling baby duty right now. Here, hold this. <laughs> yeah, here, hold my baby while I call for a beer show. I'm a mom. Can we get it to say its first words into a mic? <laughs> it. More it. Whatever. Tell me about this beer, Tasty. What do you think? I think it's got a great, uh, really grapefruit aroma. Scott, your 1973 phone just messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't have those did in you, did you flip it closed and crank the crank to charge it up again? <laughs> no, you flip it open and then you dial the dial. You know, normally I would look at the chat. I'm not even going to look at the chat because I don't even care anymore. Oh, good. Thanks for bringing your baby to work. I was Bebo. trying to feed her. <clears throat> no, you, oh. Yeah, well, you, you hand well, it off to the... You know. Well, why don't we do that? Why don't we take a break? And you hand it off to the bachelor in the room. Yeah. Wow. Just like every other girl crying, to, waiting to get away from Scott. Yeah, thank you, Scott. appreciate that. Just lift your shirt up, Scott. That's all she wants. <laughs> yeah, just try to dry fire that thing. Take five minutes before she figures out that they let me happen. I like this beer, dude. I do, too. I'm not an IPA guy. but I'm it, not at all, either. And, and this one's yeah, it's, it's real floral, of, kind of tropical fruit. It's really nice. Yeah. It's got a lot of hop uh, mouthfeel to it, to it. That's true, and it has that. It has that nice backbone, also. And uh, they're calling back again. So, David, we got you guys. Okay. Ah, sorry, guys. I don't know cool. what happened there. Yeah, no sweat. It. You know, we we can't figure it out, and uh, and if Justin can't figure it out, who normally hosts this thing, uh, I'm sure as hell not going to be able to. So, <laughs> I don't know what's going not on. Not for one week. Anymore. But we're we're enjoying your Chesboro IPA. Let me read you the specs real quick. It's uh, 9.7 ABV, 100 IBUs. 10.7, 10, sorry, 1.079 was the uh, OG. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yes. I really like it. I can feel, it's, it's, it, I feel a little warm. I'm feeling a little loose now. Yeah, it's a couple yeah. sips. Yeah. Well, I, I know you guys don't bottle, but, you know, thanks for doing that for us. Well, I hope everything uh, made it up okay. It seemed like I put enough bubble wrap in there to yeah, raise the sunken ship. Fine. But... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, everything was good. It's tasting real good, too. Yeah, that's perfect. I really enjoy it. Why, um... Tell me about the name. First of all, tell me about the name Ladyface. Um, uh, Ladyface is yeah. uh, it's actually it's a local right behind our brewery. There is a dominating a mountain that's kind of the geographic feature of Agora, and it's called Ladyface. Uh, story has it that the Shumash Indians uh, named it Ladyface. Huh. Yeah. Old Indian. I've I hiked, like it. I've hiked it many times. It's a great mountain. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little local boy. Jewish yeah. guys don't hike. <laughs> we do not very well it's pretty awkwardly yeah, we don't paint home exteriors either but I'm <laughs> I broke the mold what can I say you're gonna try anything yeah you're gonna try anything yeah this is it's it's very pleasant uh, you know Doc and I we're, we're not uh, tasty here is the IPA guy and uh, I, I really dig this man. was this the first IPA you guys made or has the recipe evolved um, well being a brew pub all of our recipes kind of evolve with uh, availability of raw materials but our uh, we do have a house uh, it's just called the Ladyface IPA which is a standard IPA it's uh, 6.8% alcohol so much more stylistically correct this is definitely more of the double IPA ah okay and it says on your site uh, brewed with 11 different hop additions yeah right now we're using eight different hops at you know pretty much 11 different times we're adding hops all over the place wow and uh what do you guys think you get out of that just a more more kind of defined uh flavor or well i mean the goal is to at least for us with the ipa is to de-emphasize the bitterness and re-emphasize hop flavor and hop aroma so what we're trying to achieve with using a, a wide variety at a multiple of different times is 
kind of the opposite effect you get with a single hopped beer. We're looking for complexity and layers of character from the hops by using multiple different types of hops at different times. I think it's working for you. Yeah, yeah that's the, the mouthfeel that I'm getting out of the beer. I mean, it's, it's not so much mouthfeel as that when you go to taste the beer from the beginning of your tasting, because it's a process, right? The beer starts yeah. in the front, goes to the back, and then it clears and all that. The, the more layering you have in the hops, the more dynamic that, that experience is. And the, to me, it gives the beer like a thicker thicker feel. Unless you're in college, and then it starts at the back and <laughs> finishes in the stomach. Exactly. You don't even taste it. Just Gone. fire it back there. Yeah. Um, you know, you say that on, on the website, it says, uh, you know, uh, emphasis is on hop flavor and aroma with a long, hoppy finish. And I tell you, that is a long, hoppy yeah. finish. Yeah, but it's not a bitter finish. No. Which is really nice. Oh, yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Um, I was I was worried about starting our our beer run with this one and killing my palate, but I don't think it's going to happen. I don't know. Well, we'll see. No, it's. I a, really like it. It's it's usually you know someone hands me an IPA in the middle of tasting a few different things and yeah, I'm, well a double IPA at yeah. that too. It's so, not how we normally do it, but who cares? It's, you're right. A little it's, caution it's, to the wind. It's not about the bitterness with this one. No, it's man, that's good. What kind of malt do you use in that? Um, that beer in particular, all of our base malts for all of our beers are uh, Pilsen malt. Oh, really? So, yeah, so the Pilsen malt is the base because obviously a core of our brands are French and Belgian style, so it just leads in with that. And there's no need for us to keep two, two different uh, stacks of base malts around. So we just use the, the Pilsen malt for our American style beers, which is a regular IPA, double IPA, and a porter. Um, so we use the Pilsen malt as a base, uh, and then we use a, a Belgian aromatic uh, we use uh, Castle Caribbean as our crystal malt. And then we actually use a handful of Special B to darken it up a little bit. And do you find that, uh, you know, I, I imagine you know you don't find this or else you wouldn't use it, but uh, do you find an issue with brewing more American styles with, with uh, you know, a, a Pilsner malt? I mean, you know, most of us you know, figure, well, we're, we're going to make a porter, we're going to use a, a domestic two-row or at least an English. But with a Pilsner base, what, is, what would that do for... For something more American, like a porter. Well, I mean, for me, you know, and I know everyone's palate's different. Is that um, when I taste beers that are made with? Because I've used a lot of American churro. Um, I just find that the uh, the base malt, when you use that pills and malt, is it's a little cleaner. Um, I, I don't know if lighter in character is the right word, but it has a kind of a, a crispness to it that I don't find with American churro. Hmm. Which, which obviously, when we're brewing a Belgian triple, that's exactly what we're looking for, is that character to emphasize that. Yeah. But with an IPA, where there's so much hop character, or a porter, where there's so much chocolate malt going on, um, it does get masked a little bit. Um, but uh, I just think that the beers overall are, are a little crisper uh, for, for that, you know, the base malt choice. Mm-hmm. Well, certainly working out fine in this double IPA. I don't get any, <laughs> any sort of like, gee, I wish it had more malt or more two-row flavor. It's just got a good malt backbone. I think, in general, that's what I get out of a Pilsner malt. I get a good beer flavor. I'll, I put make some beers where I include a good, good like twenty or so percent Pilsner malt in the base, just to give it that that, that good beer flavor. Yeah, I mean, if we were brewing a million barrels a year and we're an extremely large company, from a financial standpoint, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But uh, we're small enough and boutique enough that. Uh, uh, you know, we we could purchase whatever we want, and that's uh, that's currently what we're doing. And the Belgian is it is it uh, domestic or Belgian or uh... Uh, the Pilsen malt right now? Um, we were getting some from Germany right now. It's uh, 
It's French, mm-hmm. and we have uh, gone back and forth with some Canadian Pilsner malt too. Okay. Interesting. The tag that's uh, that's on the bottle says this uh, beer won a bronze medal at the uh, 2010 LA International Beer Competition, and I kind of was wondering about the the Southern California scene there. It's, I don't know if it's just my perception, but it kind of seems to be behind a little bit, especially for for California, which is so beer centric. So, uh, do you guys find that? Do you agree? And if so, like, has it has it hindered you? Does it work to your advantage? Uh, I think it's changing fast. Yeah. You know, that was kind of one of the reasons we. Now decided to do breweries because there wasn't a lot going on down here. It was kind of this black hole in the beer world. But um, you know, the, the competition itself, you know, invites entries from all over the world. So um, from the competition level, it's it's a neat a neat thing to do. But certainly, the LA beer scene is changing rapidly, and there's a lot of great breweries opening up almost on a weekly basis around here. So. What? Go ahead, go ahead, Tasty. Well, you guys are both a, a brewery and a, and a, and a uh, brew pub as well that you have a, a restaurant there so when you opened did you find that uh that your the customers that arrived already had good beer knowledge or did you have to bring them along in uh, in the craft beer world well i mean the, the maltose falcons uh you know one of the older humbering societies uh, it's right down the street from us you know Great they're guys. only Great seven guys. eight miles from us so okay. we get a lot of the falcons that come in so obviously their beer knowledge is pretty sure. good but uh the average Joe, the guy that gets off work and comes in for a happy hour pint, yes, there's definitely an educational curve that that we still go through. But um, there's few and far between. I still remember in the beginning, some guy walked in and thought it was the previous business that was here that was kind of uh, a taco shack with cheap margaritas. And he, uh, he came in and sat down, put his $20 on the bar and looked at the board and asked the bartender for Coors Light, and the bartender, um, yeah. all of our front-of-the-house staff, his uh, beer server, sister on certified, uh, went into the explanation of that there's no Coors Light uh, on, you know, for sale here. And the guy was, like, beside himself. He couldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's American. Everybody's got that stuff. When so you- like, we told him that his, like, firstborn had passed or something. He could not believe it. And he, he grabbed his 20 bucks right off the bar, and he, he bailed. He was gone. But he we don't get very many of those. And the people that most of the people that come in and are expecting a different type of experience are not familiar with the brew pub experience. Most of those people are open to explanation, education. And, you know, I, I find it few and far between of people that uh, say, I only drink this, and if you don't have it, we're, uh, we're leaving. <laughs> I do like that he yeah, he took his twenty bucks and bailed. I think yeah. that's funny. And he didn't even ask for a Bud Light. I got four beers in, in my twenty bucks, and I'm going to use it, and uh, then I'm out of here. And oh, man. That, that was really all part of the plan. You know, we it's 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 about bu- building a beer culture and certainly doing it locally. And and every day, you know, there's not somebody that we we spin in this direction. So it's fun. That's the fun part of it. I, I do I do like that. Uh, uh, I also like the fact that that all your you said all your front of house staff, all your bartenders, and all your servers are Cicerone certified. Yeah, uh, it's, important, it's important for them to have the knowledge so that uh, you know the guests when they come in for an experience of uh, of beer. Because, like Serena said, we're we're kind of in a no man's land for beer, so we're trying to put a put a good foot forward and, and explain to people that beer is not just blue collar and craft beer is not this pretentious you know high-end wine drinking type of snobbery type of thing it's approachable you just need to know about it and you know when people get educated about it they get behind it they get into it so it's that whole knowledge thing trying to trying to just pass it through the community 
there is that uh, um, that that kind of uh, attachment that I've noticed uh, in the past couple of years to craft beer, where it, it you know it's it is um, people are kind of realizing that it is more like a wine snobbery kind of thing, and 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 I do like uh, the breweries who are trying to demystify that, where it's not this big, crazy, creepy like you know person behind the curtain kind of beer, where you know it's 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 just beer. And oh, it, it just has more Dave. flavor. <laughs> What's that? I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, Dave can be the big creepy guy behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah, but that's in his off time, I think. So, uh, but you know what I mean? Like to just to, to, just to take all that all that snobbery away and just say, look, it's beer, but it, it's just like your Coors Light, but it's different. Try yeah, and just yeah, try it out. Take a look. It, you know, you don't have to know anything about it to enjoy it. You know, you don't have to know anything about cars to you know, you don't have to be a mechanic to own a car kind of thing right it's um i don't know i i dig that yeah throw them down the you know a taster set for that 20 bucks yeah right i I think the one of the most fun things that i've seen is that people come in and say i'm not a beer drinker i'm a wine person or whatever it is and they'll uh they'll end up finishing the night with a chesbro or a sour beer or something completely different it's not necessarily you know the entry level you know medium blonde that that they go for that they end up liking that that turns the tables for them so that's kind of a fun it is weird. It is weird. Yeah, I, I, I think that would be the best part about being a bartender or, or, or owning a place is to find out what people's gateway beer is. Chesbro. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> it's got to be, man. And, and then, you know, even even if it's not, at the end of the night, they think it is because they're hammered. <laughs> no, well, it good. is interesting to have the person that says, I don't like beer, and then half an hour later, they're ordering a, a creek, you know. Yeah, that's so cool. Um I'm I'm curious why did you focus on like a Belgian French style beers um being in LA being in Southern California over the you know the the dominant West Coast you know every beer has to be almost like an IPA but with different shades in it I kind of thought it was something uh unique that I think all of America really hadn't fully embraced at the time I mean you got to realize this was 5 6 years ago you know that we got inspired to go down this road so um Things are changing quickly, um, and I think people are a lot more familiar with Belgian-style ales, yeah. uh, maybe yeah. less so with French, but um, you know that was kind of the fun part. And when Dave and I first sat down and had our couch meeting, you know, I, I said, so what kind of beers do you think you'd like to make? And you know, I was just like holding my breath, hoping he would say Belgian, and he did. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you guys were just made for each other, and that kind of bothers me because, uh, you know... <laughs> Every brewery should have have just a you know a, a cooperative team like that that kind of oh you want to do this yes let's do it done and and let's be uh, let's think out of the box I'm I'm stoked when I hear of new breweries not that you know you're you're a new brewery but uh, breweries not just immediately going for everything is over 100 IBUs and that's all we're gonna do and maybe here's um, a blonde ale well it bothers JP but the question is does it bother your spouses oh that's true. <laughs> No, we're more like brother and sister. I mean, you know, I've got some years on Dave. It doesn't show on the uh, radio talk show, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, but that's been done before. That's Well, that's true. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Uh, what are we drinking now, Moscow? This is the uh, the Belgian triple. It's the uh, Troifeli. Is that right? Troifeli. Troifeli. Oh, Three girls. Troifelis. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. Uh, a traditional Belgian style strong golden ale brewed with a mirage of spicy, fruity, and alcohol flavor supported by a soft malt character. Yep. There you go. What do you guys think? Um, very Belgian. It's uh, 
almost Brett like. Is there Brett in there? Uh, no, no, there's Cause, not. Cause we it, do use uh, that beer is obviously pilsen based with uh, wheat, um, honey malt from Gambrinus, hmm. and uh, carapils to bring out a little body. It's it's almost more of a saison than a than a triple, but I I, I like the marriage of the two because it's, it's neither but both. It's kind of really nice. It has great um, uh, esters, man. Yeah, Let's, I mean you you smell it, and you go. This is this is obviously a Belgian. Let's play. <laughs> Can Doc guess the ABV? Oh, that's a good game. Oh, like all their beers, it's up there pretty good. Um, about nine ish, a little lower, eight point three. Okay, twenty two IBUs. I like it. Yeah. It is real fruity, but not like overly fruity. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, Dave, you know what, Dave, what, percent, well, yeah. <laughs> Dave, what percent uh, honey malt is, is in this beer? Uh, it's really low. I would say um, off the top of my head, it's probably like 2 or 3%. It's pretty low. That's what I was thinking. I can't tell it's in there at yeah. all. What what temperature would you ferment a beer like this at to, to pull out those nice uh, yeast characteristics? I actually start the first 48 around 65 uh, and then we turn up the jackets uh, up to about 70 uh, for the next uh, two days. And then we just turn the jackets off, and it gets up to around 72, 73 at the very end. It's got a nice Orval kind of kind of back to it. It's uh, more fruity, and it's got a, a couple other things in there. But it's that that clean yeah. Orval it is dryness clean. to it. Yeah, it is. It is dry. It, 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 some triples I have where you know it's just this cloying, just overly sweet, 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 sweet. But this is is has that dry crispness, but yes. it has that malt uh-huh. flavor that uh, you know that backbone, which I guess is softness. Know, I is tend to overuse, right. but yeah, it, it is. It's very, very good beer. So it does get super hot in the in the San Fernando Valley. I still have post traumatic stress disorder from growing up there, and it gets like triple digits in the summer. Does it does it complicate brewing at all? Like when it gets super hot, or just more cost? Uh, just, just for me, not for the beer. Just yeah, because you have to mop those floors and sweat dripping off the brow, <laughs> and, and then you got to remop, and it never. Well, ends. The beer's refrigerated. He's not. Well, yeah, we true. get the sauna effect going on inside the brewery come August time, but it's all right. It only lasts for a little bit, and uh, you know. When Serena's not looking, I'll sneak into the office and crank the thermostat down. <laughs> <laughs> or just, I have, I have to go sort kegs in the walk-in for eight hours. I'm sorry, I can't be out in the brewery right now. <laughs> I know how it goes. I worked in a brewery before. All right, well, uh, why don't you guys hang in there? We're going to take a break, and then we come back. I want to hear more about your barrel program, and I want to talk to you a little bit more about your food. Uh, you, you know, we, we were saying you, you guys aren't really a typical brew pub in the fact that you just have, like, burgers and fries and everything deep-fried. Um, you actually put a lot of effort into your food, and, and I'd love to talk to you guys about that, if you can hang on a bit. Sure. Cool. All right. It's the session. We're on with Lady Face in Agora Hills. Back after this.
Hey brewers, it's planting season. Have you ever dreamt of walking through your own hop garden? Well, look no further than Woodburn, Oregon and the Crosby Family Hop Farm. Blake Crosby and his family have been passionately growing hops for five generations. And right now, they're taking orders for 2012 rhizomes for all retail and wholesale customers. The Crosbys know how to grow hops and are here to help you establish your family's very own successful hop garden. In fact, when you plant a hop rhizome from the Crosbys, you're using the same plant your favorite professional brewer bought his hops from. Friendly professional service, fast shipment, and quality hops at competitive prices. The Crosby family brings all of this to you. Call 503-982-5166 or visit bcrosbyhops.com and let Blake Crosby and the Crosby Hop Farm help make your hop garden a reality. bcrosbyhops.com Hops from the Crosby family farm to yours. Northern Brewer presents What If Homebrewers Ruled the World. Ladies and gentlemen, if you'll follow me, I will lead you into the gallery area. Now, the first piece up for sale today is a Jamil Zena Chef original, a bottle of 1997 vintage Evil Twin. Oh, I see. A bidding for this one-of-a-kind piece will start at £7,000. And if you'll continue to follow me, ladies and gentlemen, I can sell you a rather abstract piece from Bay Area brewer Justin Crossley. It's a German Doppelbach entitled Justin's Giant Bach. The brewer's notes here indicate that this beer had excellent mouthfeel. That's just a crazy dream, or is it? With Northern Brewer, a thirsty nation can craft its own ale and water for the greater good of mankind. Northern Brewer, the home of $7.99 Brew Saver Shipping, superior customer service, and the finest selection of home brewing goods for the future. What'd you get? More brewing ingredients? Yep. You know what I love about Brewmaster's Warehouse? The $6.99 shipping. Well, yeah, but... Oh, the in-store classes for beginning brewers. Yeah, that's cool, but... Oh, oh, the brew builder. Creating and saving your recipes online is awesome. No, I'm... Yes, but... The cheese-making supplies. No. Oh, the wine-making supplies. Oh, the distilling equipment and liquor flavorings. All that stuff is awesome, yes, but what I really love is that the guy who runs it is totally hot. And, and that brew builder software is awesome. Oh, yeah. Brewmaster's Warehouse brings you flat rate shipping on great equipment and ingredients to make beer, wine, cheese, and spirits at brewmasterswarehouse.com. And if you're in Georgia, stop by Brewmaster's Warehouse Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6. Visit brewmasterswarehouse.com today because it's totally hot. Oh, yeah. What's funny is Bruce will say, yeah, I don't brew to stop. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German Pilsner, but it's black. Yeah, it's a sports beer. Sports beer. The home of live beer radio. Thebrewingnetwork.com. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session.
back on the session. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are on with Serena and Dave from Ladyface Ale House in Agora Hills, California. And Scott, I hope you brought back a nice tasty Ladyface beer. In fact, I did. Yeah, the Syrah Barrel Aged La Trapestine, Belgian Dark Strong. Did he say that right? Serena? Probably not. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Oh. Yeah! <laughs> See, he's learning. Give myself a hand. You, I'm like, you can't be taught French. <laughs> <laughs> Even redheads can learn French. Not a redhead. Oh, you look like it. Strawberry blonde, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know. Here, poor Redhead, little bit. Redheads have freckles and orange hair. Yeah. So you're a day one. You have freckles and orange hair, oh. Scott. No, have you no, looked no, in a mirror no. since 1988 or, you know... I'm going to pull up some Google images of a redhead, and you can see what a redhead no, looks like. I'm looking like. at one right now. No, I don't need not. a Google image. brown hair. You are my Google image. You have a weird, you're, you're, you have a weird filter on your eyes. I do, do you have, have contacts in? No. Oh, over my glasses? Yeah. Yeah. Some sort of <laughs> orange-filtered yeah. contact? Just pour the beer. So you guys have, uh, obviously, you have a barrel program down there. Yeah, it's uh, we're a small brew pub, so it's a small barrel program. But yeah, right now we have uh, 20 barrels. 20 barrels. Wow, that seems kind of uh, is that a lot? I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I don't, I don't own a brewery. Oh, eighteen. I'm sorry, we have eighteen. 18. See, you're lying to me, Dave. Now I can't believe anything <laughs> that you ever said. Is your name yeah. even Dave? <laughs> Put Dave know. on. What'd you do with Dave? <laughs> I work for Golden. Um, whoa, I turned my mic off for a second. Um, your beers are strong, Dave. By the way, yeah, yeah I like it. Um, yeah, we forgot to send up our American Night Lager for you guys. So we, need, we needed that as a starter beer. We yeah. Well, we wouldn't. I mean, as long as the uh, maybe the the lady face on the label turns blue, uh, we know that that American Light Lager is cold to drink. Otherwise, I don't know. How, I don't know if we know when these are ready to drink. Um, tell me about your barrel program. To me, eighteen barrels in a small brewery seems like a lot, and it kind of seems like a pain in the butt to manage. But um, you know, I don't really know anything, so I'm relying on you to teach me. Well, the uh, barrel program that we have, um, all of our barrels come from uh, local wineries or relationships with wineries that are in the Pastoralis area uh, that we either enjoy their products or we know the winemakers. Uh, and then just recently, we just purchased four Maker's Mark barrels straight from the distillery. So oh, wow. um, overall, we're not able to release um you know, a lot of it. So when we release the, you know, the barrel stuff, it's normally just here at the brew pub. We're not able to really get it out uh, to to the masses, uh, you know, as you know, per se, because it's just such a small volume. But uh, we really enjoy um, getting these barrels, uh, making relationships with the winemakers, uh, and then releasing it unto un- 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 the unbeknownst public. And, uh, and you know, a lot of the times. Uh, we don't go through heavy advertising angles and stuff like that, so we'll just put it on tap one day, and the next guy that walks in happens to order it, uh, and it's a little bit of an eye opener for some people. Really? So it's not anything that you guys kind of tout or you know try to be known well, for. We'll it's just it more experimentation. Well, Facebook it, but uh, you know we are, we're not uh, we're not a large company, so we don't have uh, national coverages on uh, Sunday afternoon football games. What you don't? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw a lady face commercial like, um, during the season. <laughs> no, no, no we're actually uh, uh, the Trapstein that you're drinking was uh, last year's. Uh, we have a fun, friendly competition with our local winery called Battle of the Barrel, and that was our uh, that was our entry. And uh, we have the current Golden Barrel sitting behind the bar because we won that first competition. So it's a reigning title. This summer, and uh, we're going to get some big guns out too. Wait, what? What? What is this competition about? 
It's uh, we're just pitting wine against beer in all its simplicity. Oh. Yet we're 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 going beyond that, and barrel. we're huh? from the same barrel. From the same barrel. So oh. that was a Syrah barrel from Malibu Family Wines, and we put the Chapastine in there, and uh, they brought out their Syrah from that barrel. Oh, I see. So you you are you're even showing them up with a barrel that they've already used. They've already gotten all that they can get out of it, and you're like, no, no, no. We can get more out of yeah. that. Not we can only can we get more, we can win. Well, and, the, and that beer, the Trappistine that you guys have, does contain Bretonomyces. Yeah, we're getting uh, that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what, what's the base style of this beer? Uh, the base beer was uh, basically a Belgian double, but a little higher in alcohol with uh, prunes, blueberries, and cranberries. Wow. Oh, man, that's good. So was it was it at nine point two before it went into the barrel? That's the finished product. Yeah, you know the ABV doesn't change that much. Maybe a couple points, you know, on the tenth side, but uh, it was pretty much the same when we came in and came out. And how how long was it in the barrel? Uh, we were able to get, I think, about seven months, eight months out of that. I would have loved to let it go three years. We just uh, sometimes, uh, you know, the competition's coming around the corner and. Uh, we we really wanted to uh, see them drink some two buck chuck on on the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you keeping the barrels? Because you guys don't have a ton of square footage there, do you? The brewery is eleven hundred square feet, uh, and it's uh, we're we're pretty um, efficient with uh, space. We, you know, we work in a perfect uh, square box as far as the footprint of the brewery. Uh, so the barrels literally sit right in the middle of the brewery next to the brew kettle. That's awesome. I keep pushing for warehouse space, but you know we're 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 deciding do we want a delivery van or warehouse space this year? That's uh, or so we're we're making do. Or do you want Dave to be able to have full control of the thermostat during the summer months? <laughs> yeah. Well, that sounds like that's not even on the table. <laughs> should be. It, it, all, it all goes into his bottom line, right? <laughs> yeah. You should every time he does it, be like, look. Do you want us to buy two more barrels, or do you want to not uh, sweat? <laughs> yeah. I, I guess it's sweating for now. Well, uh, do you have a delivery van? I guess I'm really asking is, do you deliver, you do you have beer going outside the brewery, or is it all consumed there yeah. on, on premises? It's either it's either Dave's pickup truck or my okay. SUV, so. All right, so you deliver a few kegs locally, I guess you would say? Yes. Cool. Yes. What kind of places are you at? Any places that people would want to hear about? Uh, we only go to beer-centric places, so they never see us at sports bars with 100 taps full okay. of, uh, you know, American Light lagers, but. Oh. Our farthest south, uh, we sell beers. We have beers on tap at Stone Bistro right now. Cool. Nice. Uh, and then we have beers at, uh, you know, 10 to 15 locations throughout L.A. and the Santa Monica and the San Fernando Valley. And then we have a couple of counts in the Venture and Ojai area. So places like uh, Father's Office. Uh-huh. Um, Are you at Tony's, uh, uh, Tony's Darts Away? Surly Go. Just tried to drive. Tony's off. Darts Away, yeah. you know. Mohawk Band, uh, the those more more of the beer forward craft places. Right, I like Tony's. And these are these are your mainstream beers, or are some of these these Belgian barrel beers? Do they get that far? Or? Uh, some of the Belgian barrel aged beers do, but not a lot. Not a lot. And that's in like a five gallon format. Or? Uh, yeah, we do have five gallon and fifteen gallons. We really uh, are are for us personally we, we sell a lot more of the half barrels just because that's what we own uh we we own 20 uh small kegs you know the six barrels and uh you know it doesn't take long to run out of those so right. uh, most people are getting half barrels we prefer the half barrels 
um, for a couple of different reasons. You know, it allows the beer to be on tap for more than three, four days, right. and it makes it worth it for us to drive 20 miles to get somewhere. <laughs> I imagine that's In your SUV, yes. Right. <laughs> right. With gas prices as, as they are right now. As long now. as your yeah, truck but, has air conditioning. <laughs> but 20 miles in Southern California is basically a few blocks. It's like an hour, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> you, you don't do miles, you do time. That's How right. many minutes is it going to be like from hour. here to there? An hour or yeah. whatever. Well, it's 10 miles away. No, 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 no. How long, how, take, long? how long does it take me to get there? you got to take 101 to the 405 and get off on Sepulveda, and it's a um, disaster. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a whole day's affair. You know, I plan my route and, you know, in and out, five minutes. This is, a very, this is a very nice beer. I mean, there's a lot yeah, of different it's layers really to it. Really it's that, it's, with the low carbonation, it's kind of very wine-like. So, yeah, I could see it going head-to-head with, with, yeah. with, with a wine and winning. And yeah. so, uh, was was there like a, a a panel of judges, or did you guys knife fight afterwards? Uh, how, how do you pick the winner for this thing? I <laughs> no, love the idea of the comp. It's it's wine. They beat each other with berets. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was five bucks. You get a glass of wine. You get a glass of beer and a and a ballot. And it just uh, it was like the old third grade. Do you like me or do you not like me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you had yeah. to smooth maybe. You had to check why for yes. Yeah, yes, and uh, there was uh, right around 300 people, and we only won by a handful of votes, so uh, it was interesting, and the thing that I found um, kind of unique and uh, kind of uh, interesting to me was that most of the people that signed up through the winery voted for the beer, and most of the people that signed up through the brewery voted for the wine. Wow, and you have, it's kind of cool that you have that segmented out, that that, that's exactly what I would want to know, is who, you know, which of my people didn't vote for me? But I, you know, I would think of it in a negative light yeah, because I hate myself. <laughs> well, you so. want you want to off them as friends, right? I'm going to delete you now. Was, uh, vote early, vote often. So we think that you know, all the patrons of Ladyface probably voted more than once and for a couple different <laughs> different no. products. There, that would never happen. I'm sure <laughs> beer people are always stand up individuals. I love it. I love it. I think it's a great. I think it's a great idea. Is it with the same winery, or are you going to do it with different wineries? Uh, right now, it's the same winery. It's actually the Malibu Family Wines. They have two different labels. They do similar uh, vineyards, and they also do Saddle Rock. It's right on the other side of Ladyface Mountain for us, so very local. Uh, and they have, uh, you know, some of our barrel-aged sour beers that we do, as far as the Belgian beers, are directly from their winery. So we got a great relationship with with them. Uh, we we enjoy them as people, and we enjoy their products. So it's, it's, from a business standpoint, it works out nicely. Well, if you guys win too many more times, uh, you're going to have to find somebody else to beat up on. <laughs> Dave and I are actually enjoying our uh, our first barrel release um, for this year, which is the Trebuchet. And that came out of one of Malibu Family Wine's Sauvignon Blanc barrels. What's so that? That's, that's what we're drinking on our end. What's that beer? I always wanted to build we're a jealous. Trebuchet. The, uh, the Trebuchet is, uh, is unique, actually. Last year, we brewed a uh, an Imperial Saison. Uh, and half of it uh, just went uh, from the stainless fermenter directly to our serving tanks and went on tap. And the other half went into four Sauvignon Blanc wine barrels, which were French oak from Malibu Family Wines. Uh, and again, when we get these barrels, we drive up to the winery. We'll wash the barrels uh, being emptied uh, into the tank. They throw them in the back of the truck. We drive them back to the brewery. We steam them, and we fill them pretty much right away. So the... Uh, the, the wine character leaches into the beer quite a lot. Uh, and then with this particular beer, we put a pint of uh, lacto in each barrel and let it go for about seven months. Wow, an imperial saison on French oak sounds awesome to me. I want to eat it. 
<laughs> I want to I want to gelatinize it and freeze it and then eat it Make somehow. Popsicles. Yeah, that sounds really good to me. Uh, French oak is, is is kind of my favorite. Hungarian's all right, but it's French all the way for me. You guys told me that uh, you had a little barrel mishap. Uh, was it last year? An, ex- an explosion? Can you tell us about that? Yeah, that was our first run at a beer called Guillotine, uh, and it's uh, it's basically. Uh, our blind ambition, which is a, a, a Belgian Abbey Ale, so like a low alcohol uh, Belgian double, uh, and we aged that in some Justin uh, Vineyards Cabernet barrels. And with this particular one, there was forty pounds of Chilean Bing cherries inside of uh, a couple different barrels. And a staff member who uh, who was in the in the brewery asking me questions one morning was asking about the rotation and what's going on. And we had just put in all the cherries into this barrel, uh, you know, because the beer was in there for a few weeks to kind of let, uh, you know, some off-gassing and other stuff and the pressure uh, kind of subside before we added more sugar to the fermentation. So uh, we put the cherries in there and put an airlock on top of the barrel and a cherry skin wrapped around the end of the airlock and it oh. built some, uh, some decent <laughs> pressure. <laughs> oh, no. And he's asking me, uh, you know, is is there any way for uh, you know this thing to get jammed and uh, for for this thing to build a lot of pressure and explode? And I'm explaining to him, absolutely not. That's why the airlock's on there. <laughs> and on cue, uh, perfectly, the airlock exploded, and probably 20 pounds of the cherries were on the ceiling. And oh. I, I still find them every once in a while. It's probably. <laughs> It, it was launching cherry juice thirty feet away from the from the from the blast site. <laughs> I just can't and believe it happened. And was like, "Wow!" And I looked at him and I was like, "Why'd you jinx the barrel?" I would say he definitely did. I mean, he did the. Uh, yeah, it's all your fault. I can't dude. believe it happened that second. <laughs> Fire him! And he's fired. You know, the but weird the thing is that it might be it, it might be the best one ever. Right, it won't have as many cherries. <laughs> That's yeah. for sure. I was told to ask about your trip to uh, Belgium, and specifically your journey at the Rodenbach Brewery. Yeah, well, uh, Rodenbach, the funny thing is, is we ended up in Belgium on um, Easter weekend. And I had maybe four days to spend with Dave and his girlfriend. They were going on and doing another adventure through the rest of the country, but I had to meet some in-laws in the south of France, and... um, so we went to, we had this, first of all, we couldn't even find Rodenbach. It was snowing. Um, we drove up and down the freeway and got lost many times. Um, finally ended up there, I think, a day later, and uh, it was closed because it was Easter weekend, and, yeah. and Belgium is very Catholic, and uh, so everything It's a different kind down. of Easter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it was, you know, not completely shut down the gates were open so we drove in as any dumb american tourist would and <laughs> yeah. oh sure it, it's not locked i can go in <laughs> so we wandered around and the building itself is, is spectacular and and very historic as you can imagine and very photogenic and so being dumb tourists we just kind of wandered in the front room and knocked on some doors and windows and nobody was home and I'm like, well, there's nobody here, Dave. Let's leave. And, and I turn around, and he's gone. So we finally <laughs> follow him, and we found he's found the brew deck, right? And oh, he's God. up on the second floor. <laughs> he's found the back staircase, and he's got back up. We've also brought over probably a couple six packs of our own brew yeah. to share with any random Belgian brewers that we might run into on the trip. Got to do it. So he's got his little coveted six pack, and he's wandering around upstairs trying to find a brewer to yeah. share it with. I think and, the brewer saw us on camera. And started running down. What are you doing 
<laughs> so they said, you know, in their in their best uh, broken French English to, you know, get the hell out. And, you know, of course, I, I pretended I didn't speak French at that point. And um, they shuffled us down the stairs. And then we wandered into the tasting room. And there was a, uh, a film crew in there trying to film a commercial. And we got thrown out of there, too. So. <laughs> you got Twice thrown out of Rosenbach. You got thrown out of the place where most homebrewers would go to die. <laughs> they don't even want you there. They don't want you dirtying their linens. They say, get out of here. We just wanted a, a proper pint. That's all. That's all. And it seems I, reasonable. I don't. Th- I wonder if if these Belgian brewers know, uh, you know, the the lengths that uh, us brewers in the states will go to 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 get a pint of beer from from their brewery in their tasting room and experience the whole the whole thing. I mean, to them, it must be like, get out of here. What are you doing? I, I don't want to do this. But uh, I don't know. To uh, to us, I think it's it, it's just way more. Uh, you know, uh, I was passionate. like a pilgrimage. Yeah, that's exactly what it is, and uh, you know, I think some of them get it, but I think maybe for the most part, I don't know if they do. Well, it's kind of a religious thing, you know. You make yeah. it all the way to Rodenbach, and heck, they're doing their own religious thing called Easter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's well, a little different Easter. There's not a lot of bunny rabbits. No, in it's not. Uh, no, you guys didn't uh, interrupt the Easter egg hunt at Rodenbach. <laughs> Um, I'd like to get into your food menu because, uh, in addition to the great beers that I had, uh, we also had some good food. And uh, I don't know why, for some reason, your food menu kind of set it apart from any other brewery or, or you know, these gastro pubs that are popping up. Um, it, it just set it apart. Your offerings, you know, you have a, a, a duck confit salad, uh, you know, braised chicken, croque monsieur. Uh, Steak tartare, um, you know, roast butternut squash with brown sugar and rosemary. Like, all of these foods, and, you know, my girlfriend and I are sitting there, we're going, I don't know what to eat. Um, I think we ultimately got the uh, mac and cheese. It just <laughs> sounded real good. Uh, but you have a, a plate of charcuterie, like a French dip, I think maybe is what I got. I don't know. These things that you don't normally find at a, at a, at a, a, a brew pub. I, I'd hate to even call you guys a brew pub. It seems kind of like demeaning to what you actually have um, as your menu. Can you talk about your, you know, your inspiration for for that and why, why kind of you know try to class it up a little bit? Why not go for deep fried everything? Well, I mean, I think it it sounds fancier than it is, and we don't want that's the last thing we wanted to do. You know, I think a lot of those dishes mm. are very kind of country peasant dishes yeah. um, at their very heart, even in France or Belgium. Um, but with Belgian ales, you kind of have to, you have to pair it right. You know, they're, um, and that was kind of Dave and my pet peeves. You know, you'd go in and you'd have these world-class beers and you wouldn't have great food to put with it. And I, and I kind of hear that, uh, from some other brewers too. And, and that's their frustration. You know, they're busting their ass to make great beers and the food isn't up to par. So that kind of, you know, it, it set the, set the standard right off the bat because I knew Dave was that kind of brewer and, um, and we wanted the food. We wanted the food to be good. You know, it doesn't need to be fancy. It doesn't need to be fussy. Um, you know, living in California, you've got access to some of the greatest produce in the world. And, you know, let's put it on the plate. Let's make it fresh and let's make it unique. And uh, so that's kind of what we set out to do, you know. And uh, you guys be the judge if you've eaten here. But, um, you know, that's that's what we love. Dave's a foodie. He's a great cook, too. So um, that was kind of the inspiration is pair great beer with great food. Yeah, I I thought it was great. It blew me away. Um, did you plan? What did you plan first? Uh, if if anything, did you plan the beer to go the French Belgian route 
on the beer first or the food or was the brewery first and the food second or you know how did that shake out well it was kind of you know i mean dave and i love belgian beer and so you know the food kind of comes from there my husband's french so you know i'm kind of twisting dave's arm a lot with the french words he kind of beats me down (laughs) once in a while but um so that's kind of you know where my heart is and uh but i yeah you got a great burger and great fish and chips there's some food on there that you just you can't argue with you know it it goes it goes great with beer so you can't you can't steer away from that too so it's very mixed there's something for everybody on the menu that is true you do you do need a a a great burger with beer Uh, you know that's my good food um, you're having these awesome beers and pub foods and a cheeseburger uh, right, great. A cheeseburger goes with everything, uh, but the stuff. I, I was looking at your menu; it's just awesome. Uh, but and you're saying it's pretty much cheap peasant food, kind of if you really think about it, with a French name. But that's it's it's really, uh, you know, it's more than that, though. It's, but no, but it, it, but it's uh, comfort food. It's really yeah, what it is. Yeah, that's a good way. That's a good way to yeah. think about it. Uh, you know, it's it's something different. I mean, it, it it's. Part of the reason why that we you know we drink craft beer we drink craft beer to be different. If we wanted a burger and chips and and you know a fish and chips with every beer, then we'd just drink you know Coors Light. But if I was drinking, but we don't. If I was in an English pub, I would probably want fish and chips. And well, you got to do it once things. to see how it uh, is. But right? you know, with with this uh, dark strong, I, I, I want to be eating some rabbit or something. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I don't know. I, I you know that was one of the reasons why I really was excited to talk to you guys is because not only are you doing creative things with the beer, but the food is is a little different as well. So um, I don't know. I, I appreciate that from uh, someone who's been to your place once and had your beers twice. Um, it left an impression on me. <laughs> um, I don't know. I th- I thought it was pretty cool. Thank you. Um, let's take some questions from the chat. You guys up for for fielding questions from our uh, listeners? Sure. All right. Here we go. Um, Film Lab Rat in the chat wants to know if you guys are members of the Maltos Falcons. I know you talked about them a little bit, but um, in your homebrewing days, were you guys uh, part of that crew? Yeah, I, I've been a, a Maltos Falcon for about uh, 10 years. Um, I'm not uh, very active. Their meetings are normally on Sundays. And, uh, you know, I, when I'm not at the brewery, I, I do enjoy my family and being at home. So, uh, <laughs> yes, I'm a Falcon. Do I participate in a lot of the weekend uh, excursions and events? No, not not so much. No. Well, that whole family thing will do it to you, man. Yeah, work, family, uh, yeah. Yeah. fun. It can't, it can't just all be IPAs, I guess, you know. <laughs> Well, it could, but uh, you'd be real lonely, I think. Right. Yeah, I'd be lonely. You and your 18 barrels just talking away. Um, <laughs> Rock Goblin. Got to babysit him. <laughs> Rock Goblin in the chat asks, how long do you guys keep your beer in the bright tanks before your bottle or keg for distribution? Um, or, you know, how long from finish of fermentation um, until, you know, until, until we're drinking it on the tap? Uh, it's a, That's an ever-changing scenario. If we are out of a certain product let's just say that currently we're out of blonde right right now mm-hmm. uh next week we're going to transfer blonde and from the time it's uh, in the fermenter until it's in your pint glass is i don't know two hours <laughs> <laughs> sounds about good but uh, most of the time we like to uh to not filter the beer and uh just uh let it uh have natural sedimentation or serving tanks so in that case when we do straight transfers uh, the beer will sit there for about five days for the yeast to settle, and then we'll carbonate it, and serving tanks lead right to the faucets. There's no in-between. Yeah. The beer that's on tap at the brew pub comes directly from the tanks. That's my dream. 
Very nice. Uh, beer addict wants to know what your hop schedule is. Um, I imagine he says for the beer, but I imagine it's for the Chesborough Double IPA. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Too. Um, which goes along with another guy's question, Fierce Beard. He says, with 11 hop additions, how long is your boil? Uh, um, the boil's an hour. We do a 60, a 20, an end of boil, two separate dry hops, and a serving tank hop. Oh, wow. Man, that's a you lot. Bust I, it up any way you want. Yeah. Is that something yeah. that you guys change the uh, change the minutes on to kind of dial in? Or, or, or did you know right up front, hey, here's a double IPA, here's my recipe, um, this is how we're doing it? Well, as far as the timing, as far as 60, 20, and a boil, dry yeah. hop, you know, th- those were all kind of uh, kind of set just uh, all of our beers by nature are 60, 20. Some of them get end of boil and dry hopped. Um, I prefer just philosophically that 20-minute mark uh, for flavor addition just because I think it takes kind of the edginess off. If we're going to add, uh, which we've done trials of beers at, uh, you know, let's say the IPA instead of 20 minute edition for flavor, doing the half an hour edition. Obviously, uh, IBUs climb up a little bit more, but the the harshness, uh, the edginess of the hops, uh, I, I think it's a little uh, more increased. I, I, I notice it myself. So uh, we prefer a 20 minute edition. Um, as far as the hops, we do um, across the boards for all of our beers, we bitter hop uh, with Warrior. Uh, high alpha hop, super clean, um, neutral, neutral kind of character. Mm. Uh, so whether it's our Blondale, our Wit beer, or our Chesborough Warriors, our bittering hop, uh, and then when you get into the 20, 20 minute edition, end of boil and dry hop and serving tank hops is when we're doing varieties and heavy handfuls. Okay, okay. Um, Doggy beer bones in the chat, which is a, a nice, it's a cute name. Uh, wants to know your plans for sour beers, and uh, obviously you have a couple. Um, Bread beers, but, yeah. But do you have any? You have any big plans to expand that kind of lineup? Uh, we're, we we have plans. Whether uh, we're, we're able to uh, knock down the walls and whatnot is is another uh, another conversation. But uh, we just released the trebuchet for for this year. We're going to release um, in a few months. Uh, it's not yet determined when we're going to release it because the beer is still sitting in barrel. But we're going to release. A, uh, a full version of uh, the guillotine, which, uh, as I mentioned before, is a, a Belgian Abbey Ale uh, with retinomyces and lacto in Justin Cabernet barrels. Uh, and then after that, uh, we'll see. There's always uh, stuff uh, that's going on, a new concept. Uh, trying, trying to come up with Serena's been asking for a beer to Mars, so that's uh, oh. something that we've been looking at and probing into as far as information, as far as tradition and raw materials. So uh, that that's probably coming down the line pretty soon. I like that. I like that you're you're actually researching these beers instead of just going, oh yeah, let's just make that. You like the word probe? <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> only, like that. Too. I was like kind of listening. Something about a Mars probe. <laughs> Mars yeah. probes, dude. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. lunar lander. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it sounds like a porn move. Hey. Uh, uh, Dave, uh, can you describe your brew house to us a little bit? What's your uh, size, your, oh. ke- your kettle and so forth? Good question, Tasty. <laughs> okay, we, yeah, we have, uh, it's a Premier Stainless. Oh. It's a brand new uh, seven-barrel system. It's direct fired. Uh, it's a three-vessel, so we have a mash tun, hot liquor tank, and kettle. Uh, and then we have three seven-barrel uh, fermenters, and we have two 15-barrel fermenters. Uh, and then the serving tanks, we have two seven-barrel serving tanks and four 15-barrel serving tanks. Now, uh, a little bit about your 
your process. You, you obviously you focus on uh, emphasizing the flavor and the aroma in beers. What do you do in your process to to, to make all that happen? I mean, I mean, we talked about recipe wise, late additions, but do you do a flame out, uh, a long whirlpool rest, and so forth? Uh, no, not not necessarily. I don't think much longer than anyone else. But um, I think what we really try to do is that we we really focus and make a, a conscious effort to buy high end, uh, world class raw materials, whether it be barley or hops or yeast. Obviously, the water is what's coming out of the uh, you know the backside of the filter that's here, which uh, we only use carbon filter because we have great, fantastic California water. But um, as far as the hops and the barley and the yeast. Uh, we spend a lot of time talking with vendors, talking with producers, talking with farmers about trying to source the best possible raw materials and then incorporating those into the brew house. Uh, obviously, on the French and Belgian side is kind of the philosophy. We try to have our beers uh, be somewhat dry so that they're a little bit more food friendly. Uh, and then, you know, within that on brew day and fermentation and service, uh, we try to take all the time and effort that we can because there's no rush for us. We don't have, uh, you know, big semis waiting at our docks, waiting for thousands of kegs to go out to other states. <laughs> you know, so if a beer takes one month or three months to make, that that that's it. You know, we're going to wait that long. There's no there's no compromise. Mm-hmm. You know, well, uh, I, I think you can increase the time if you frost brewed a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just a tip that I've picked up over the years, and I w- I'd like to pass on to you. I saw just, that on TV as well. Yeah, and, just, ch- and chill filter. Well, you would you would chill filter. What but, about three hop additions? I think well, that's a good idea. You can think about that too. But I don't want to overload them. You know what uh, I mean? Actually, just <laughs> cut it down to ten hop additions. <laughs> think, of, think of what you could do. Speaking of hop additions, we've had a couple questions um, uh, on advice of of using that many hops. Um, You know, how do you blend so many different varieties together uh, in in a way that's pleasing? I know there's some there's some combinations that may not taste good together. Is that is another trial and error thing, or uh, you know, are you just that good? (laughs) No, it's definitely a trial and error type of thing. But for me, when I'm trying to come up with a concept, as far as like currently what we're doing with IPA and Chesbro is that we're taking hops that have positive qualities but might be lacking in other areas and associate that with a hop that accentuate that area. So let's say, for example, for our uh, 20-minute edition and our dry hopping edition on IPA and Chesbro, uh, I really, really like um, Crystal Hop, which is a very low alpha, very soft, kind of earthy, uh, but I'm also looking for kind of a zip to it. So I actually blend that with Summit because Summit is a high alpha with a little edginess to it. So by putting those two together, I think I'm uh, at least trying to achieve on a, on a concept level, uh, you know, the, the nice spicy uh, earthiness of Crystal, but give it a little more zip with the Summit. Okay. Interesting. What do you think about that, Tasty? I think, well, again, that's just, you know, all about how the beer tastes when you drink it. It's all the different points in, in the palate yeah. that have to get hit. And yeah, yeah, the, the two together sounds like, to me, yes, they would create a point there that you would definitely notice. On a homebrew level, I don't know if I have the patience to do that. I mean, I like brewing so much different, you know, so many different things that yeah. um, that would be hard for me, especially with a beer like that. It's, it's an added element to the beer. I mean, yeah. it's not the end all, but it certainly is better if you drive the, to drive the train than it drive you, so... The more you can like think about it, the more you can apply recipe and ingredients to to the process. Yeah. Well, on the, on the flip side of that, as a homebrew, you can do that, and 
and as a prober, you're thinking, I can't do that. Well, that's true, I suppose, yeah. And you have bottom line. A little bit of everything. Yeah. yeah, because there's so many things telling you you can't do it, and they're doing it. All right, guys, one last question from the chat. This is from After Lab. Uh, he says, Ladyface ages a few barrels in uh, Cabernet Sauvignon barrels. What is it about that particular, um, you know, I guess, wine? Or, you know, what, what makes you gravitate towards Cabernet Sauvignon barrels? Is it is it the, the barrel from the Cooper? Is it the wine in, in the barrel? Uh, what is that? Well, to be perfectly honest, I gravitate towards any great wine barrel that's free. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but yeah. Well, <laughs> budgetary why, issue. Why not? Dave does his share of uh, wine tasting up there, so in Paso and then up the uh, local vineyards. So he's, you know, we, we are fortunate that we get to barrel sample the the wine before it's drained and we can. Uh, nice. Well, you should probably just say, well, we have this great relationship with this winery. <laughs> yeah we do we have fantastic relationships with our local wineries and that's that's why we have the benefit of, of that uh, of getting barrels because uh you know as much uh, as much as we enjoy the wine and the whole uh kind of thing you know we get to walk away from it we're not the winemaker we're not the growers out in the out there in the fields you know with a sore back every day so yeah. when you get to show up and trade a few cases of beer and a handshake for a couple barrels it's a good deal at least for me like. They, they also happen to like Chesbro, by the way. Uh, yeah, uh, Dave. Just one more question. I, I got a good mental image of what your brew house looks like. What is the brew day like? Or do you have to? Can you brew while people are in the restaurant? Or is it one of those brew pubs where you you can only do it when uh, the guests no, are there? No, we're we're separate. The okay. uh, restaurant itself, the total footprint is roughly five thousand square feet. We have a. Uh, when you walk down a hallway towards our restrooms, there's a third door that is glass door that looks into the brewery. So it's an nice. isolated area. And, nice. yeah, we brew, uh, you know, three, four times a week, uh, you know, whether we're open or closed. You know, we're, we're brewing if the beer needs to brew. brewing. Oh, that, right. that door I'm pounding on? Exactly. I want a tour. I want a tour. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys open during Easter? That's the question also. <laughs> no, they're in Belgium. Oh, yeah. No, we can Easter if you want. What's that? We can throw you out on Easter if you yeah. want. Yeah, but where do I sign up for that? They get thrown out of Ladyface on Easter. You have to get thrown out, trip. but three different places. That's true. You can't go here. No, you can't go there. <laughs> All right, guys, Serena, Dave, thank you very much for for hanging in there and answering our weird questions. I really appreciate it, and more importantly, thanks for sending your awesome beer. Yeah, we really appreciate it. I, I'm I'm impressed. Yeah, I thank really you guys. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's really awesome. I, I appreciate it again. And uh, if you're interested, go to ladyfaceale.com, or better yet, go to Agora Hills, hang out at the brewery, eat some great food, drink some great beers, and, uh, you know, swing, experience. Swing by the high school when you're there. Check out the mural that I painted that's still there. And the 13. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're the culprit. That's me. <laughs> Have you guys, are you familiar with this uh, no, mural? No, they're not. Oh, yeah. I, I'm what? a charger. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. What uh, describe it for me, Dave? Please, yeah, right? And be uh, honest. Are you talking about the uh, the mural that's outside the gym? Uh, no, I'm talking about the mural uh, at the pool. It's like a girl water polo swim and dive. Oh yeah, yeah, I know that one. Mm-hmm. I did that. On, n- n- no one gave me permission. I just went and did it. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's graffiti. Are you then? Yeah. About the graffiti back by the access road. Right. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, you know, oh, yeah, the uh, you know the the mural I did in between the grout of the tiles in the in the boys' bathroom of a wiener a and two clip. boobies. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I saw that one. 
It's <laughs> yeah, a good one. I think I might have done it. All right, guys, I'll let you go. Thanks very much. I appreciate it. Go to ladyfaceale.com. Uh, please go to their brewery. Stop by. Check it out. Uh, you won't be disappointed. Thank Thanks. you, guys. Thank you very much, guys. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. That was awesome. That's it's good beer, too. To hear everybody's story. Yeah, it's great. Well, that's I, was, good I was looking at all their beers, and beer. uh, they're all big beers. They're, uh, they're seven and a half and up kind of things, and that's what I like to do. I like yeah. to I like to hide the alcohol in it, because, yeah. and alcohol has a flavor to it. It does. And it's a sweetness, right? Or it, are you talking it, about something it, else? No, no, right. It's got a sweetness. It's not about getting hammered. It's about Mm-mm. about hiding the uh, oh when you can taste the oh god that thing's got a lot of alcohol in it. No, yeah, you can hide it with some other flavors, make it mellow, and it does have a sweetness to it. But you have to hide it with some spices or whatever else. I mean, I, I can and, taste the booze in this beer, which is still the that barrel aged beer. The dark strong, yeah. Well, because it's, it's got, um, from it's, the wine mostly, I think. Well, it, no, it's, it's it's got no um, no carbonation to speak of in it, so right. uh, it just kind of it, it can lay there, and you don't have the the carbonation to to move it along. Yeah, these were hand bottled, um, so you no, know. no. I, I read on there it's not supposed to have a lot of carbonation. Oh, really? In this oh, great. Beer. So uh, this this is exactly what it should be. All right. Well, let's take a break, mainly because uh, I'm seeing double already because I'm a big pussy and I haven't eaten a whole lot. But she's and, so uh, big. Bunch of other stuff. Head. I'm pretty sure Taryn is making cheese bread. Really? They call that pizza, the side of no, the Mississippi. It, it's a bowl of bread <laughs> filled with bread. cheese and jalapenos. Wow. I'm going to do some damage Oh, we should. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're not eating for two anymore, Bebo. Whatever. You can back off on that. She's I'm going two, to though, the gym she? at six. Yeah? What'd you do there? What does that mean? 2000... A Gen CrossFit. A Gen CrossFit? Totally. Isn't that like a Honda? A yes. Model of is Honda? A hipster thing? It, no, it, it, no, it's like it, a really... No, it is workout. a hipster thing, because it's like 500 bucks a month, and it's you can only go bucks a month. like two days a week, right? It's 100 bucks a month. That's well, a lot, though. $100 a month. It's $89 a month, and I can go unlimited. Yeah, how, how, what, what does unlimited mean? Gym? That's three times that, like, what, 24-hour would cost? Like, what's the benefit? Yeah. What is wrong with you? Real hard, and I'm fat. It's so all I'm about saying you're doing it, isn't it? I thought. Oh, well, I, I got a good deal because I have a gym membership already, so what's it was goal? only fifty bucks a month. Uh, what's your goal? What is your goal? To waste a lot of money? To be able to bench press tasty. <laughs> <laughs> to have Flabigail oh not be able to go to college? You wouldn't want to. You'd be amazing if you could do that. <laughs> all right, let's take a break so JP can uh, <laughs> empty his bladder. And um, can we turn the air conditioner on? I'm sweating. I just opened the window. Uh, well, yeah, we're gonna open the window. Thanks for tuning in, tuning in, guys. Uh, stick with us for a little bit. Uh, we're gonna come back. We're gonna do some beer news. Uh, we're gonna taste Scott's uh, extract beer that he did with Doc, and um, basically just fuck around. Brewcasters. See, I already missed my heart out. I'm an asshole. Have you ever dreamed about attending the World Brewing Academy? This year, thanks to Lalamond and Danstar, one lucky brewer will make that dream a reality for free. Lalamond and Danstar invite you to enter the Beer School 2012 contest. One lucky grand prize winner will receive fully paid tuition in the 2012 World Brewing Academy web-based concise course in brewing technology worth more than $3,000. From now until April 12, 2012, every Danstar yeast package you use is your 
ticket to enter. Visit DanStarYeast.com for the details and to print your official entry form. There's no limit on the number of times you can enter, so get brewing with DanStar and get your entries in to the DanStar 2012 Beer School Contest. Whether you want to build your home brewing skills or build a career as a professional brewer, this course will change the way you think of beer and brewing. Enter at DanStarYeast.com and get the dry yeast advantage with DanStar and Lalamond Premium Brewing Yeast and enter to win. By popular vote from the Northwest Brewing News, HopTech has been voted the best homebrew shop in Northern California. Serving homebrewers for nearly 30 years in Dublin, California, HopTech carries more than 40 different kinds of hops and more than 60 different grains. Malt extract, spices and sugars, hop oils and extracts. Open every day except Wednesday or shop online anytime at HopTech.com or call 1-800-DRY-HOPS, 1-800-379-4677. With in-store classes almost every Saturday, huge selection and a dedicated commitment to their customers, HopTech is one of the longest-running and passionate homebrew stores, period. And now, by popular vote, the best homebrew shop in Northern California. And don't forget their 15% military discount. HopTech. Visit today at HopTech.com. When you hear Blickman Engineering, think innovation, passion, quality, and customer service. Blickman Gear is designed by brewers to give you a sense of pride in your equipment. At Blickman, they know what makes brewing a pain and build gear that makes it fun. Like the Intuitive Beer Gun, a completely different approach to filling bottles. The Therminator Wart Chiller, a new take on a plate chiller that's sized for flow, performance, and the high groundwater temps homebrewers face every day. The Brewmometer, a brilliant weld thermometer design with brewing parameters right on the dial. The auto sparge, ultimate simplicity for preventing an overflow or running your mash tun dry. And much more, like the modular top-tier brewing stand, conical fermenters, and their boiler maker brew pots. With more cutting-edge equipment coming soon, keep up with the latest from Blickman at BlickmanEngineering.com and stay on the cutting edge. in my beer again. What? Why? It's just too ridiculous. Insane prices, stupid contracts, high shipping costs, crappy selection. Dude, you need Nico Brew. Nico Brew will rock your f***ing face right the f*** off your f***ing skull. $5 shipping to all 50 states. Plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on Nico Brew's great selection of hops and more. Whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a home brew shop owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the uber-special secret elite bare-bones club where you'll get the best deals anywhere. Holy f***ing shit! NicoBrew.com N-I-K-O-B-R-E-W NicoBrew, your bare-bones buddy in the brewing business. Mix me your 100-grain amber recipe, and I'm going to eat it. And then it can ferment in my gut. It totally works. The beer is almost identical to the grain sandwich. Your colon won't know what hit it. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. Eight 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 four zero 
Welcome back to the session. Uh, we were out there eating some cheese bread. A bunch of nonsense. It's real good. My throat's on fire. Oh. My colon's going to be on fire pretty soon. Wow. <laughs> Ew. I'd love to see that some days. Hey, fire in the hole, baby. <laughs> I'm still eating cheese bread. Yeah, you are. Well, you're eating for two. No, I'm not. Oh, you're, that's right. <laughs> I'm just fat. That's weird that you reminded me. Like, give her a couple months. She'll be eating for two again. <laughs> uh-uh. Yeah, you guys can have another one? Come oh, on. I, as, I, Come on, you guys are at the double shoot thing. Boop, boop. No. As interesting as it is to hear from Bevo with a mouthful of cheese bread. <laughs> Sorry. Um, we got some beer news. What do you guys think? Yeah, let's hear it. All right. Well, actually, I should do a live read. I haven't done one of those yet. All right. Um, fellas. What are we pointing at here? I don't know. I think Doc that, wants more he beer. He's that dark strong. Uh, he can't well, I, use his words though. Uh, well, because there's nothing's labeled here. I can't say. Give me the brown bottle with the I know with the, is now, the beer in it. With the beer in it, yeah. Speaking of beer. brown bottles, are you looking to spice things up? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> speaking, of th- speaking of things that are brown and hard, <laughs> fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Yep. Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult mm-hmm. movie? More spicy bread. Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Take jalapeno peppers and rub them on his urethra. No. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select one, uh, excuse me, when you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift so central we can't mention it on the Brewing Network. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. So check out adamandeve.com today for their special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type in a BN Army. That's a B-N-A-R-M-Y for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Again, just use the offer code BN Army at adamandeve.com. That's a good deal. Half off. <coughs> free Half shipping? Off, man. Yeah. I could order like pocket rockets for all my uh, all friends. Your fr- you know what you should do? Because you do... You know, now that your uh, your your male entourage has left, you have oh, a female yeah. entourage, right? Don't you roll yeah. with some broads? Exactly. Uh, they're good looking. Are they? Doc and I went and met them for a beer after the show yeah, last week. That's and yeah. some cute chicks. Nice man. work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Old enough to be uh, daughters. Oh yeah, way old enough. Yeah. They're old enough to be your daughters. Oh, you'd be granddaughters. Wow. They could be granddaughters. Wow. Yes, actually, yes. I need to break up with my girlfriend and hang There's out. Nothing going on. It's just you know, why not? No, that's too bad. Well, they do have these like uh, these little like uh, pocket rockets or whatever that are remote controlled. Yeah, oh, that's like, what I'm thinking. I'm oh, thinking yeah, you should yeah. hook them up, and then so you can go off and have them get you a beer. Give me the remote control. Shock them a little bit. You know, oh, give them a little nice. what for. It's called pleasure. Yeah, there's nothing going on. Adam and Eve might that's change. Just the kind that. of game I'll play. Okay, good. I'll make a note. Well, and, and you got two different controllers. <laughs> oh, you have the like ten. Wire him up to like an old Atari controller. Oh, my <laughs> <gosh>. whatever. <coughs> what do you imagine? Make true meaning a joystick, right? No, it's asteroids. Are they really called pocket rockets? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, you want one? I'll, uh... No, yeah. thank you. I got, I got one in the I car. I'll bring that one. Would it? Would it be weird? Asteroids. Oh yes, you do. <laughs> if, I don't if, say you do. If Tasty bought gifts for these girls in his entourage, like, would, I, would I it have, be weird? I have, I have gifts. It's a rule. I have a gift to give away. Yeah, but, yeah, cookies. Right. Right. You just a dozen cookies. Right. But. It's payment. <laughs> no, no, as a gesture. Yeah, I know. <sighs> Nothing yet. But that'd be good for like a like a you know some battery operated maybe. Would Absolutely. that be would that be crossing the That's line what I'm in asking. your yeah, it, it would be, be inappropriate. It would be, but what do I what you know what I got to lose? Yeah, right. What do you care? You die any day now. So yeah, I you're old enough. Exactly. I live down the consequences. I, I right. won't feel guilty for a long time. <laughs> and I won't feel guilty for a long. If time. If he got sent to prison, how long would that last? 
Right. Anyway, at Ameev.com. What's that uh, code again? Uh, uh, BN Army. Okay. Thanks for getting us back on track. I appreciate nice. it. I need it every once in a while. It's, it's called the Segway. You guys want to do some beer news? Uh, is that, Whatever. Was it as good as feedback? <laughs> is it as good as feedback? Um, I don't know. Let's find out. Let's play the intro. Uh, extreme quiet in the studio, please. From the International News Center in Pacheco, California, here's what's on tap in the world of beer. Wisconsin lawmakers have uh, passed a closely watched bill that makes crucial changes to how homebrewers share their beer. Both houses have passed the bill just a couple days ago. Now it's going to head to Governor Scott Walker's desk. The bill allows brewers to make and share their beer and wine outside the home. Current state law prohibits homebrewers from transporting any beer or wine they make, and that technically makes uh, tasting events and competitions illegal, uh, a fact that is makes things complicated for event organizers. Uh, so the bill would also exempt homebrewers from permit requirements and taxes. They're limited in how much they can brew every year, but uh, this is a very good thing. You know how they have, uh, every once in a while, you read in the weird news, or there's a couple books written about like stupid, outdated laws that no one you know listens to anymore, like, like it's illegal to park your giraffe Yeah, you can't have New an York alligator City. on the bus on every other Thursday. And, right. Yes. Has anybody ever been busted by like, oh, I'm sorry, sir, but that's homebrew? Well, you are approximately four steps from your house, so we're going to have to the bust you. And take, silent. Like, why are we wasting, our, I mean... No, I, I probably I, shouldn't be saying this, but why are we wasting our time trying to change laws that nobody's even getting railed up well, for? The, per- like, the point is the organized competition. <laughs> I get what you're saying, JP. Right? I mean, you know what I mean. I'm also or, drunk. It's so. mainly about organized competitions. I yeah. Mean, or or having your homebrew uh, meeting somewhere and everybody yeah. brings their homebrew. But funny thing, on the way over here, I was bringing that keg over, and I'm driving up the 680, going, "What if I get pulled over? Should I lie?" <laughs> no, I can do this here. Yeah, you're allowed. Yeah. Because it's like, that's homebrew. But like, I mean, has any, compi- I mean, that hasn't stopped any competitions before. It's kind of no, like, the, but, it's kind of like the don't ask, don't tell. Uh, I think Oregon started, they started hammering yeah. down on them. And then from then on, it was just like mm. the cascade thing. Oh, everybody else is now doing, oh, you can't I do just that. don't get it. Well, know. at some point, a club, whoever's putting the competition on has got to ask, should we be doing this? Are we personally liable? For holding an illegal uh, an event, you know, I, I, I actually I seem to remember when this whole hubbaloo started. It was like um, it was the places where the the competitions were being held were wondering if if it was legal. I think that so we rent our place to these guys, right? Yeah, right. yeah. okay. Well, but, that I could see. And ideally, anyway, it's uh, just much better with the law. I hope the governor's going to sign it. Uh, as far as we know, there's no reason yeah. he would. Nobody's saying he's not going to. Republican guy, I'm sure he right. would. That bipartisan support, obviously. Yeah. So, yeah. When they said that, yes, you it's legal to homebrew your own stuff in your own house and get hammered in your own house. <laughs> but we can't take it other places to make my friends hammered, too. In yeah, how? And, yeah, but, now, but, but, but now it's about competition and now it's about sharing and, and having uh, uh, homebrew clubs and everything else somewhere else. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm behind it then. It's a good thing, right? Is it a good thing? Well, it, just yeah. need, it just needs to be uniform. Then, yes. If All it's a good thing, then I'm behind it. Just uh, get rid of the stupid laws, like about the kangaroos and, and the alligators. <laughs> I want to park my giraffe. Where the fuck I want to park my giraffe? Yeah. Right. Yeah. On Thursday. Yeah. The man has no say in where my giraffe gets parked. That's true. We got T-Bone and little T-Bone over here. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi. You'd hardly tell the difference between the two. <laughs> Jackson uh, loves me, by the way. In case anybody is, yeah, is J- yeah. he's staring at me. JP right now. bonded with Jackson, and, the he's, other under, night. and he's under thirteen, and he's under thirteen. 
if you want to take a seat, you can, man. You got the kid? He's going to be cool. If he wants to hang out with uh, Uncle JP, he can right now. Yeah, but can... he likes you, JP, which means his, his radar is bad. That's true. You know, he might get into some bad relationships as an adult. Yeah, tell me about it. Well, I've talked to you about it off the air. What does that mean? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right, Scotty, what's next? As gas prices continue to rise at the pump, one gas retailer has found a way for consumers to look forward to filling up. Sunoco, they have a craft beer exchange program, and it's been a hit with customers since it began as a pilot program in 12 locations Sunoco. back in July last year. Yeah, it's in western New York. Is the, that, is, I'm sorry, is that is that the gas station? Yes. Oh, because yeah, it, sound, it sounds like a four local replacement. <laughs> no, it's a chain. Yeah, right. Sunoco. you never seen Sunoco? Western New York. Buffalo-ish. Yeah. Right. They need all the all the perks to life they can get. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. What is so it? So the Craft Beer Exchange Program allows customers to fill growlers with beer at the same place they fill up their gas tank. So, what? Yeah. So oh. currently, Sunoco has beer filling stations, which are just taps and kegerators, yeah. at over 40 of its A-plus convenience stores throughout New York State. Uh, they operate more than 600 such stores in 24 states uh, as far west as Ohio. So if this program catches on, I mean, you could start seeing it in lots of places. It seems like a weird combination I, I to me. I thought you were going to tell me get that- some beer and go dry. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. right. I thought you were going to say we, we bring beer in and we could trade beer for gas. Dude, that's what I was thinking. That'd be rad. That would be good. You know what I think would ha- would uh, would be cool, uh, Terrence? This is for you. Um, do it at church. Ah, after after the service, Sunday service. Um, God and growlers, growlers to go. <laughs> oh, it's our it's our God and growlers fundraiser every month. It's good stuff. Yeah. So can you turn beer to gas? Yeah. Yes, he does Personally? it every night. <laughs> body of body of Christ. <laughs> yeah, we need that. <laughs> no. no, no, not gonna happen, huh? Happen. Terrence right. isn't uh, big with performing miracles. Oh. <laughs> Is, except for the miracle of life. Oh, oh, he's holding the miracle. I did that too. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. yours is awesome. Why are you so mean to my baby? Because your baby is like a... It's like a raccoon where it just gets distracted by anything light and bright and shiny. She's like, I want this thing. I, I don't know. I, just like her husband. Well, that's true, I guess. <laughs> Apples and trees and whatnot. Well, we couldn't do that Acorns. in California, that growler fill thing, could we? I don't think so. I don't, isn't I don't, there a law now? It's got to be, no be, like, be logoed yeah. by the brewery. It has to be this specific brewery. And oh, they won't let you fill growlers? No. So I can't bring really? a lady, I can't bring I a lady can't face put growler. In a lady face yeah, to like, ale, to like Ale Industries. Is or it, and like that's that. a California only thing? What's the reason? I don't know about that. the way it is in California. Uh, probably because they have to sell uh, the growler and they pay taxes on the growler. Yeah. And they know how much is going in and out. I well, what, I think it's it, what, what bothers me about about the bottle of recycling kind of thing. Like in Europe, you can bring your bottles back. You bring your bottles back, or even in Mexico with Coke and Pepsi and all that kind of nonsense. You bring your soda bottles back to the plant or to where you buy the thing, mm-hmm. and then you exchange. They recycle the glass. Mm-hmm. That's why the glass is a little thicker, right? Yes. But over here, we don't, and we're all concerned and, and, and all pissed off about recycling programs and this, that, and the other. Just let breweries take their glass back, and they can wash them and put it through the, the yeah. bottler again. It's okay. not a big deal. The glass we have here is is taxed, and you pay X amount on it. It's real thin. You probably shouldn't refill it. Yeah. Um, in Europe, it's really thick glass, and and right. the Trappist brewers they don't care who gets whose. They know who they know it's the Trappist kind of bottle. Yeah. And and they just run it back through again. And that's why when you get like Mexican Coke bottles. You know, they have the wear marks around the neck. Right. Yeah. They're just rubbing on against each other. Anyway. 
What's next there, Skate? New York State, another New York story. It's seeing a renaissance of hop farming to satisfy growing demand for locally grown ingredients. It's a big trend now by local. Hop farming was highly profitable in New York in the 19th century. About 90% of all American hops came from central New York back then. But business collapsed as a result of outbreaks of blue mold and aphids. Uh, uh, And then, of course, prohibition. The the blue mold. The industry relocated to the Pacific Northwest, where the climate uh, kept plants more resilient to uh, disease outbreaks. But about 10 years ago, a handful of central New York growers got together with corn University and formed the Northeast Hop Alliance to foster a rebirth of the industry. And uh, in the spring, uh, this spring, the organization got a grant from the Department of Agriculture, uh, and uh, they're going to expand production. And now, yeah, New York State back in the hop business. That's crazy, man. We used to do a lot to, in this area too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Northern California, land, yeah, land stuff. Yeah, they, they, you can go out there. You can see the ruins of the big barns and stuff out there that they used to like dry the hops. Even in Pleasanton, yeah, you know, thirty miles away or whatever. So now they're breeding for hop for mold resistance, so they may have success uh, having their program. Oh, yeah, nice. So they're going to be doing Cascade and all the other stuff. Out yeah, there. the the article didn't specify what kind of uh, strains. I wonder if they're going to develop strains that are more sure. specifically going to grow in New York better than than here, right? Like new develop cas- or otherwise, that's what they'll eventually grow is what works like, best. Like new Cascade or <laughs> <laughs> New York, New Cascade, <laughs> New Amarillo. All right, a couple more. Good luck to them. Gizmodo has come up with a recipe for do-it-yourself for loco. You ready? They call it faux loco, F-A-U-X. I got to hear that. Okay. It's 20 ounces of malt liquor. Hey, hold on. Let me get my pen. 20 ounces of malt liquor, minimum 6% ABV, four ounces of 80-proof vodka, one uh, Barocca tablet. Am am I an idiot for not knowing what that is? No, I'll look it up, though. B-E-R-O-C-C-A. You can figure out what that is. Uh, also, three tablespoons of Kool-Aid mix, one tablespoon of table sugar. Preferably grape flavor. Yeah, uh, what color? That, uh, what color would that produce? I don't know what color grape. Is Doc's color mic color off? Kool-Aid. Is Doc's mic off? You want that off? blue shit? Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. All right. Yes. Doc's mic was off. Uh, uh, what, blueberry. What's what's what color of Kool-Aid mix? Uh, purple. Yeah, purple drink. Purple. Excellent. Barocca is a tablet containing a combination of vitamin B group vitamins and vitamin C. So it's just a, v- a vitamin tablet. So it's for like the uh, the taurine and guarana kind of no, stuff. No, I think it's because I think uh, yeah, maybe. Oh, because you're gonna need it tomorrow. So what you do is you put the Barocca tablet into a large jar. You add four ounces of eighty proof vodka. Oh, allow it to dissolve. They're effervescent. Uh, That's also why. Oh, too. it's like a fizzy yeah. as I used to. Well, yeah, I put it in the keg. I'll get it effervescent. <laughs> so this is the carbonating uh, mechanism. I see. Yeah. You slowly add 20 ounces of 6% ABV malt liquor. You add the three tablespoons of the Kool-Aid uh, mix. I guess whatever color you want. It's just whatever four yeah. loco do, faux loco do you want. You could do the uh, blueberry. I like the, the blue uh, stuff. Me too. Yeah. And then you add the sugar, and then you stir, uh, and uh, then you uh, get crunk. I love it. it. I love it. Now, I have another. I'll think, As this is going, I'll think of another recipe. Uh, just like four packs of Kool-Aid, you know, a bunch of Everclear. Uh, you know, water to taste. A bunch. And these, these are exact measurements. And then right? carbonated. I mean, come on. Let's get going. Well, but you need the energy, too. No, so maybe throw a, um, uh, a couple five-hour energy shots in there. There you go. Some, some right. caffeine. Oh, the, the, uh, those little bottles of five-hour stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. yeah. And, uh, right. and don't forget the vitamins. Cause right, right. You gotta Sounds feel like we're going to have to have our own for a loco. Yes. Let's just, we'll put all our heads together. Obviously, we have some great oh, ideas. Oh, yeah. Let's just make Dude, our I'm own. Dude, I'm pretty sure if we made our, our own, own we could probably get Sam to drink them. Oh, for sure. Well, he'll be our test guy. Yeah. Okay, every, everybody pay. pick uh, a color. We go, okay, that is not working. Everybody pick a color. Do you have I a, got blue. Uh, I have a question for you, Biba. Do you have a um, life insurance <laughs> yes, policy out on that asshole? Really? <laughs> oh, good, yeah. good, okay, for how much? What if he kicks? Um, what if he kicks right now? If he's like choking right now? and 50000 
That's it? Wow. That's that all he's worth? Wait a that was all I was... I signed up without him... Knowing about it. Yeah. yeah okay. So that was oh, all... Um, oh, I'm with you there. That was all Affleck would let I'm me... I'm with you there. Let Wait, me um, sign up for without his... Without knowledge. his signature. Did, They'll let you buy more. I'll tell you what. I'll pay yeah, the premium. Yeah, if, if he goes in and signs it with me, I could get more. Tasty will buy the... Pay I the if I could be a co-beneficiary. I have like actually, a couple I, hundred Actually, if you burn him, you burn him, you get a double. lot get more. Yeah, double. Like if he, if he dies if in a fire. fire. If, if, you burn, no, no. if you burn him? No, what does no, that no. mean? Cremate him. <laughs> we'll stage an accident. It'd be double. Sammy, come well, in. There, there he is right there. Jesus. Did they, did they send like a risk assessment guy to interview Sam to get an idea of how no, much? No, I answered no. it. No. I filled it out. Did you lie? What? No. Yeah. Get on that mic there, Sam. Did you know that your wife has an insurance policy out on your life? Yeah. That you have you didn't have to sign. It does that bother you? He's that you don't have to do anything. Alive. Where yeah, you, we all we you all are, honey. We all are. Off I, I always watch behind me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never let her stand behind me. Sleep with one eye open. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. That's because uh, of the strap on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, unrelated. You got that from Adam and Eve. Tell us more, Bebo. Tell us more. Oh man, there's two oh, babies in the room, and I'm not talking about Sam. Oh no, yeah. I don't understand. No, I, I don't, don't know either. think that was bad. You know I what? You. Was that the? Was that any more news? Yeah. Oh yeah, we got one. Uh, more. I need more news. No more for Bevo, by the way. Bevo's cut off. She's uh, she's calling in for stupid of the week today. Just kidding. Go ahead, Scott. I'm sorry. Starbucks Dude. is expanding its experiment with wine and beer. Starbucks uh-huh. is a, a like a coffee store. You guys heard of it? Uh, wait, wait. <laughs> it's like um, a boutique place, right? I think did they start in like Seattle or something? I don't know. That doesn't sound right to me. But anyway, no, they do coffee. No. But now they're really? coffee's big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People like it. It gives it. It's when they uh, can't get four loco and they need a little jolt in the morning mm-hmm. or anytime. Anytime. Yeah, can they're get ex- a scone there. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> scone. <laughs> okay, they're experimenting with it with wine and beer. Starbucks says uh, they've announced that uh, they'll start selling wine and beer at stores in Atlanta and Chicago and in Southern California by the end of. Uh, this year, they first tested wine and beer concept at a store uh, at the headquarters in Seattle uh, back in October 2010. Uh, it now serves beer and wine at five stores in Seattle and one in Portland. Uh, and the list will vary by region, but uh, yeah, they're going to start being able to get uh, booze at Starbucks. Okay, that's after what five o'clock or something? Because Becca and I are arguing about this. Are they actually going to brew their own beer there? No, no, I no that's no. They're gonna, not in store, but I mean, are they going to have their own? Not line? as far as I know, okay. uh, no Starbucks brand. They're just going to have like you know Rogue or uh, Stone or just popular craft beers. And yes, you're right; they're not available until the the afternoon. It says it doesn't specify a time, but yeah, you can't uh, get it in the morning. I guess any Starbucks. Oh, depending on how uh, successful the, the program is, I suppose. Prototypes. Yeah. Expand, yeah. Holler. Yeah, the stores in Washington State and Oregon serve Dead really? Guy Ale and Stella Artois. Can you get a shot in that? That'd be great. It's like an espresso well, shot? A pint of dead guy and an espresso? Sure. Why Dumped not? right in there, man. I'm not sure about this. I mean... What do you think? Well, to me, bars are a little more about the, the clientele, the atmosphere, the you know, the vibe. Yeah. What's it going to be like at Starbucks? Yeah. It could be. I mean, it could be very different. I mean, well, obviously, it's going to be very different. That's a stupid thing to say, but it could be very interesting. As far as I mean, the coffee shop atmosphere you go and you hang out and you have a couple, you know, have have a couple of espressos or a cup of coffee and do some work. Yeah, Meet but there'll friends. be this mix of people that are like all wired and like yeah, and straight, and these other people are like, oh I'm man, I'm trying so to relaxed. get some work done here on my laptop. Yeah, yeah you guys are Chillax. talking about all this weird shit. Yeah, yeah, you're know. probably right. I don't know. I, I I'm a big fan of Starbucks. I really enjoy Starbucks. Anyone who needs money should go work at Starbucks because Starbucks is awesome. Have you worked um, there? I've worked there a little bit, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, they're great to their employees. They have, they have you know, some ideas uh, that, you know, suck. But I, I don't know. The beer thing is interesting to me. 
I don't know if it'll work. It's got to work. I mean, they're test marketing Atlanta. So they they get a little money to test market with, right? A little bit, yeah. Well, we're at in Atlanta. Atlanta. Hotland. I have no idea. Hotland. Uh, but you the, want, in you the want, black part. You want address? Well, no, no, that was what I want to clarify. The Jewish part. <laughs> no. Is that it for beer news, Scott? That's the news. All right, I like it. Let's taste your beer, dude. Let's actually talk about your beer. Uh, would you mind giving me some? So yeah, this is yeah. the beer. Refresh my memory, Doc. This is the beer that you guys brewed uh, extract, right? Yeah, we we did extract. We pushed it uh, some partial mash. Real easy partial mash. We did a lot yeah. of different experiments. Um uh, I after last night, last week's show, um, Moscow and Phil came back to my house with me, and I filled up a, a corny. Sound, uh, sounds sexy already. Yeah, well, I filled up a corny and sent it home with. I wanted them to ferment their own, and then I took the rest and put it in the conical. Okay. Uh, and then we we tried a lot of different things before I sent them on their way, but uh, <laughs> well, and, we, and, in in theory, we did. Yeah, and then back. Uh, was it Thursday or Friday you sent me the this picture? That was yesterday, actually. Was it yesterday? He sent me this picture yesterday. And he says, is this supposed to do this? And he <laughs> shows me this picture of the conical. And it's a lot of foam, a lot of croissant, and it's dark. It's like almost black. And I'm like, no. Well, okay. I didn't ask. It was I didn't black. really know. Like, oh, I don't, I'm not sure if this is. I just obviously I knew it was a problem. It was, it was more of a panic kind of is this supposed to look like this? No. Yeah. So I, I actually I hadn't checked the conical or, or pulled a sample off or anything. Why was it black though? It's I the don't. Cult, right? I have no idea. You really you can't even venture a guess as to what might have happened. I'm not even. Going this is out. my guess, right? Is you took a shitty picture. No, you I, took a shitty picture with your shitty picture phone. That's true. Yeah. I mean, but I, it was in point of fact black. But I, I'm going with that too. There's a lot of croissant yeah. on there though. There was a good four inches, five inches of croissant. Yeah, on it top looks of that. nasty. And. But oh, I can't I, wait I, to drink it. But oh. I, I told him, don't throw it away. Just let it go out. We'll 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 treat it like it was our firstborn, and and we'll we'll make it see what it is. If nothing else, it's going to be a good teaching kind of thing. Yeah, you won't be able to. Um, know so uh, I pulled about two gallons off this morning out of the conical. It, it was uh, about ten oh eight. We started about ten forty six, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, it's about ten oh eight, ten oh seven ish. And uh, I filtered it and carved it up, and that's what we're drinking right now. So this is a week from it's fermenter to one, glass. One week. It's crazy that it can be this good after just and seven it, it, days. It's, um, it's a little sharp. It's got some like uh, it's got a lot of sulfur to it. But um, is that the metally taste? Yeah, that yeah. It's also the fart smell. No, but yeah, you're, I don't, you're getting. I don't taste the sulfur too much, but I taste a little. Like, you don't tenuous. smell like fart. Well, um, with a I mean, you smell like fart. Colts really will be so much better to lay down for uh, about four, five, six weeks. Really cold, like That's a lager. Still really good. Is that when it's going to start getting the fruit characteristics? Yeah, yeah. It, well, that sharpness will go away. Uh, the you can even smell it, kind of like that. Mm. Feels like butt. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's that's 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 cross my legs. That's or or, or, or <laughs> it kind of smells like feet. It, it's got that uh, sulfur character to it. Better put your shoes on, dude. And that that's that mostly pulls from from the yeast. Uh, if you ever brewed a lager, especially for the first time, most people think, "Oh my god, when would you do a de rest in a lager?" Um, you see, don't worry about it. There's two ways to do it. No, okay. There's uh, either you, you raise it up from yeah. 50-ish up to 60-ish, or you just let it sit longer. 
in in the fermenter primary, and it'll 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 do its own de rest. It just takes a little bit longer. But with this one, I actually uh, uh, this one was fermenting at sixty two. I raised it up to about sixty six or sixty seven for about three days. Because why? Because I wanted to do diastole rest. You just taste any diastole in there? There's none. And the warmer uh, you do it, the faster it goes. Yeah, so, so that's why I, I cold. knew, I, I knew uh, it was it was fermenting really quick. So, so uh, we 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 rolled through with that. But I, I figured it'd be worth just uh, talking about it tonight, one week away. It um it 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 tastes pretty good. Yeah. I mean, considering uh, that you guys missed your gravity by like ten points. I know. <laughs> and uh, and then we we bolted it back up, and we yeah. It's about rescuing the brew. I'm not going to give up on something. Well, and, and I I think with with a Kolsch, I mean, you're talking what eighty percent maybe of the Kolsch characteristic is the yeast. Yes, and it, right? it, it's 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 such a light beer, and you, it, it's got such little finesse flavors all through it. And right now, you're just it's it's very raw, but it's very yeah. drinkable. When when do you think it's going to hit its peak? I bet about a month. Yeah, about one month. I'm, I'm got, I've got I'll I'll put the other. Uh, kegs in really cold, maybe uh, thirty four degrees ish, and just let them sit. Okay, and then I'll then I'll, I'll pull them off of that. Uh, at that point, I probably won't even need to filter them. This one I filtered because it it was a little bit rough, and I, I just, oh, you did filter this. Okay, that's yeah. why it's so clear. Okay, uh, and this isn't even that clear. So uh, this I just did a rough filter on this one, and uh, otherwise we'd be just we. It would all be on with just really hot bite, kind of uh, that sharp, bitter, dead yeast flavor to it. Yeah, because it's still all in suspension. Yeah, right? and, yeah. and I, w- I was tasting it like I usually do um, when, I'm, when I'm taking the gravity reading and oh. out, out of the hydrometer. Yeah. And it, it, it's got that kind of bitey flavor to it, so I, I like to get some of that out of there. Yeah, yeah time, will, time will meld that out. Like, it, it, it will. <laughs> I mean, just a week. I mean, you mentioned four weeks of cold. We shouldn't be drinking weeks this right be, now. Yeah, no. this, this is sort of a fun thing to do, I think, to get beer out that early. Yeah, we shouldn't drink it, but we could. But we'll I mean, if you we were, can. say, you, for instance, you, you needed a bunch of beer in, you know, in a week, this is what you could do. You know, uh, your yeah. your friends at the wedding would just love this beer. Yeah, they'd, think, they'd get drunk. And, and it, it, would, it would not be, it, they would just just roll right through. The it's been yeah, one of the best would, beers they've ever had. If yeah. you fortified this with some Everclear, well, yeah. you got a party. Yeah, we're talking. That's a party. And some Kool-Aid mix. That'll be our yeah. second project. <laughs> uh, this beer will, will be so much better in about a month. Here's a, here's a question from the chat from Burgermeister um, about a Kolsch, which is strangely on topic for the chat. Uh, I, brewed about, <laughs> I brewed a Kolsch about a month or so ago. I have it in the secondary that's lagering. And when I opened the fridge a couple days ago, it was frozen with eight exclamation points. Uh, is it fucked? Nah. P.S. Frozen. Uh, Kolsch was extract. Not that it matters, so, I guess, but uh, it, it froze on him. Nah, just that, he put the, he had his probe outside the, the probably the yeah. Freezer, right? yeah. Yeah, no, just just nah, it's not worth throwing. What out. should he do? No, it's fine, right? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, it's not gonna hurt it, right? No, nah. all right. So he, he should just what pull it out, or what should he do to unfreeze it? It's been a no, month. Let it sit out. I guess it's been it out, a month. Yeah. Put it back in 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 the regular kegerator where it's gonna be at you know forty five. Yeah, it'll, it'll and work. then. Yeah, drink it. That's it. Right. It might not be all you want it to be, but or you can make an ice beer. Well, you could go with the flow. Yeah, make that's true. Can you but pull the ice out? Just, no. Yes, you can. Yeah, yeah. 
It's probably not frozen solid. I hope you probably have yeah. to. If it's frozen, you need to take the, you know remove the dip tube and get all the ice out of it, insert it back in there and push it off. I mean, it's in a but secondary I, that's lagering. I, I assume it's in a keg. It's well, in a, don't, it's assume, in a keg. don't assume. That's I would true. let it sit out for like three days and let it all melt and get back to beer, and then just you know put it back in the cold storage. Or just put it in your kegerator at forty five and let it sit. Won't for, take longer to do. It'll be, it'll be at yeah. least just a make week. Make sure there's no a ice week in there. at least. And yeah, okay. shake it, and if there's no like that sloshy, icy kind <laughs> yeah. of thing, yeah, you don't want to do that because it, it will change the flavor at that point. Let it, the tasty said, let it get all back to liquid. So probably let it sit at room temp. Probably put a towel underneath so all the condensation won't like ruin your carpet or nothing That's like fine. that. I would just set it out. Yeah, there. Or, yeah, in the, in the, guest the garage room. for a couple of days. Let all that sweating happen. But yeah, let let there be no ice left in it. Let there be no ice. No ice. The eleventh commandment, isn't it? Yeah. I think so. Well, okay. well, they were in the desert for a while. Well, it was a Kolsch. Could have been any frozen beer, but it was right. on topic. Wasn't it your people, Scott? So yeah, actually, was, if, yeah. if you want to let it get just slushy and then take some of the, uh, just if it's in a keg, transfer it to another keg while it's still slushy, and then you've got uh, you know some malt liquor. So basically, you what you have done here is you've you've turned a beer out in two weeks. One week. One week. So, one week from the end last of, Sunday. Yeah. This time last Sunday it was still warm. Doc was chilling as he was on Correct. the show, I think. That's something. right. So, seven days you went from pitching yeast to pitching yeah. it in your mouth. I, I went, actually went home and pitched the yeast. <clears throat> That's insane to me. That's insane. Well, it hasn't oh, been crazy. seven days yet. Have seven I haven't even been, yeah. I, I pitched not even seven days ago. So, But it would still be ready. It would still be better in a month. Is there any style that you could do in a week? I know, Tasty, you've messed around with turning out beers. Some, a wheat. <clears throat> like a half, right? Yeah, a wheat beer. American wheat, but it could yeah. do with a half as well. I, I'm brewing a half tomorrow morning for the Nationals. Do all? Or does I have to mail in a week? So You're going for it. I'm going for it. You're going for it. Do all cultures ferment this fast, or was there something about this particular one? Uh, you saw the size of the... Uh, the yeast starter I had, yes, three gallons, right? Yes, I, it was a, it was a adequate, heat. and your gravity was lower than you expected, right? Right. So you the, had two things going there. Yeah, but it, I I was amazed at the. I really wanted to finish out low, and it finished out at ten oh seven, and which is great for for an extract beer. That's amazing. So yeah. uh, I think everything we did, we uh, we mashed low, we uh, put the Put the grains back in with the extract. I want it to not be a ten thirteen beer, and it was actually lower than I thought it would be. I, I was expecting a ten 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 oh nine, and it was a little lower than that. So that's why it's pretty drinkable right now. You guys want to hear my new favorite song? Of course we do. So segue right into that. As you know, well, I, I assume we're done talking about this. So you know, every time I host the session, the third time, and I, I like to kind of you know. Introduce you to new songs. Uh, a few years ago, it was Donnie Dumphy. Last time I hosted, I think it was Heart to Heart with Facebook Official. I'm sure you all remember that hit song. Do you guys remember that? No. Are you kidding? I haven't stopped listening since then. Can you do it for me again? Oh, please. Doc, I was hoping you were going to say that. I, I you know, um, I'm old. My memory's short. Here it heart is. Heart to Heart. Scott, I remember. Oh. They're tough. Tough kids. That's the bad boy right there. Because they all got one of them, right? The cute one, the bad there it is. Right? Yeah, girl. Yeah, girl. It's me, Chad. It's Chad right there. I never felt this way before. Is that what Chad used to look like? I want to make this official. And he started brewing. And then he got real fat. This is the realest way I know. 
<laughs> you know what? Let me tell you how I feel. Just tell me, dude. Long on. Let me tell you an interpretive dance. Yeah. Which, I don't know when that became the manly thing to do. Is You know what I'm going to do? I have so much uh, emotion for you. Let me dance. Well, they, when did that happen? The only time they really feel alive is when they're dancing. That's true. Well, anyway, this is Heart to Heart, Facebook official. <laughs> Bevo, you don't know about this? I'll put, put a big, I think I have their CDs. Put a big screen for her. You could have put a heart on your page. Can you click it up big screen? I don't know. It might freak out. There we go. There you go. This is real. It's good, right? It's good. I don't want to play Farmville, Beva. I just want to play for real. That's an actual line from this fucking song. <laughs> So anyway, I'm you know I know oh. I know some things about some stuff. I so, want to know the girls that like this like this music. It's pretty, oh, man. Three in the morning when you're just, like, pretty, cruising, uh, stuff comes. She's up. ready for it. She's ready. Wow. So this I'm is my excited. Yeah, let's do this. This is my new favorite song by a new artist. <laughs> I think you all know her. Her name is Paris Hilton. Oh. Uh, Phone's ringing, Diva. Dirty talk. The dance with my bitches. The dance with her bitches. I see the big screen. That guy was there again. He's like, I'm she's, sorry for what I said last week. She's just, she's just doing the Willie Nelson thing where she just talks the lyrics. Right. I told him I didn't mind, which was a lie. But I was equally sorry. And I didn't want to apologize. Sorry. This is awful. Text. Isn't it? It's not the Paris Hilton I know. This is called drunk text, by the way. In my head, I was writing a fiction of us. She's just talking. Behind Do my even... eyes. She's rapping. Do you even think she knew she was recording a song? Possibly she did. Someone just gave her a script and said, hey, read this. I hate her so much. <laughs> Why? She's thin and blonde. She's an idiot. Oh. To the club. Well, somebody talked her into this, so I guess so. Oh my god, a shot of vodka. And I say, it's raspberry vodka. And she's like 30. Like, grow the hell up. Sure. Right. And you're not even hot. That's my point. This is her life right now. This is like, she, you know... I uh, hope they, she gets AIDS. They tell you, or, or you know, <laughs> or it starts showing. I hate to break the news to people, but she'll be able to afford the retroviral drugs. She'll Whatever. Be, she'll be that, fine. That the government already has, right? Because they already yeah, manufactured yeah. it. This is her I life. She it's like syphilis. she again. <laughs> that might be a, that might be. This is all she does. Can't get stupider though. Later on, if somebody talked her and said, "Hey, we could make a lot of money off of it." I mean, you already have a lot of money. This I could make a lot of money. This is gone terribly wrong. Listen to the lyrics. I don't. This is her. This is her life right now. It's that all she does. She goes to the club with her bitches. Is this an album? Uh, like, does she? Is she part making of an, an album? album? Yeah, this is her. Right. This is her. Her single. It was leaked. If you'll excuse the turn of the phrase, leaked um, to the internet, which I'm sure the internet, if it could, would give it back and say, look, so, so someone right. dropped this on you. Um, this is her uh, talking about drunk texting. Oh, somebody needs to fuck her up. You add drunk <laughs> I think they already did. No, with no, a gun. Up, up, doc, up. Uh, but she just described to us uh, what drunk... Pistol with her. She just said, this is the definition. And mix it with texting. It's called sexting. Let me write that down. Add drunk sexting. The words just 
They don't make any sense when you add drunk when you add drunk sexting. And she has to be auto-tuned to talk. <laughs> Is she auto-tuned? Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Well, it's hard for her. Oh, it's so hard for her. Hard for me. I'm a pistol whipper. Creeper. I used to love Paris Can Hilton. Can you get me close? Why? Why? Just because you're blonde and not fat, that does not mean you're hot. I know. Yeah, I know, but she was like skanky hot, and now she's just skanky. Now she's just dirty. No, look, she's hot, but she's stupid. Uh, yeah, like, but you know, like, she has well, no boobs uh, and no hips. But I, you know, boobs, whatever, it's fine, right? Oh, come but, on, are you afraid of cutting yourself? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what bothers me is that. Like Bebo said, she's 30 years old and she's doing a song about drunk texting in a club. Like, you know, they tell you in creative writing class, you just write what you know about. What she knows about is going to the club to dance with her bitches. Right. And then drunk texting, that guy was there again. Well, but she, I didn't mind, no, but I kind of did. Definitely knows how to work a video camera. Right. <laughs> no, somebody, somebody wrote all this thing and she goes, I did that. I, I, I can sing. I, ma- I made it a song. It's like Confessions of an Heiress or something. Like she has a book too. Confessions of an idiot. Is that what it's called? Confessions of know. an heiress. Confessions oh, of an love. airhead. Pistol whip. Let's do it. I got a oh. pistol. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be on like the FBI list. Somebody's listening to this and they're like Beverly Moore. I'm gonna kill <laughs> Paris Hilton. No, 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 no. It's higher up than that. Uh, no. They're gonna go spoof in your next life. You're her. Uh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's well, your worst hell. Look, just, for, look me up, Bebo, when you turned into her next time. And think about it this way, Bebo: the the payout you'd get if Sam, uh, you know, buys it in the car tomorrow. It's uh, Paris Hilton makes that in a week. No, she doesn't even make that in a week. She makes it in an hour yeah. going to the club. Yeah, yeah, she gets paid Whatever. to just go. You know what? <laughs> it's horrible. If I ever see her on the street, I'm gonna, gonna win. No, you're not. You're not I, gonna do anything. I got like sixty whip. pounds on her. Come on, it's <laughs> all boob. I will hurt her. This is one of the times that you should you 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 know you shouldn't be under exaggerating. I'm not. No it's shit. Can we take a break yet? Yeah. Is yeah, it break time? I think so. yeah. Right. Yeah, music. And for then us? we need to take drunk of the week calls because that's right. We need to take I drunk of the week calls. We have somebody very very intoxicated who would oh. like to. Oh yeah, trust me, I got that uh, message. Bevo is not. What do you say? Bevo isn't letting a golden DOTW call calling in. Well, now you can. That's because he, it hasn't he, been announced that you're allowed to call in yet. Is he I drunk sexting? Let me make sure. What do I got going on? I got, uh, we were doing that last week. Do we have your, annou- we have your announcements, right, Scott? That's right. Yeah, load them up during the break, and then uh, we'll do... Uh, I'm going to do it online. I'm going to do it on the, on the mic so everybody knows what I'm doing. What are you doing? Wow, you got a lot in here, man. What Can't the hell? fucking garbage out. Three zero four twelve, right? Uh, that is that mean? the phone number for the show? Three zero four twelve. No, no, today's the eighteenth. Yeah. Oh yeah, eight, one, the eighteenth. It's St. Patty's Day plus one. Right. That's all I, I remember. It's very helpful. Just Thank you. Screwed everything up. <laughs> what are we doing here, Jip? I'm trying Go, to load buddy. my thing, man. I can't do it. Keep it, it moving. Oh, come on. Hey, hey, Doc, what was the OG on that close, by the way? Yeah. Finally, what was it? See, Scott, I just want to point out uh, how, how, 10, how professional... 40, shut up for a second. How professional Tasty was why? because he, because he uh, saw that there was an issue going on, and he decided to kick it into gear instead of just making fun of me, Scott. So I just want to let you know that. I want to point that out to you. What do you think, Scott? Talking to you. I'm listening to Tasty and Doc off the mic. They don't mics. even know they're on the, off the mic, I know, right? but their conversations <laughs> This is what happens when you try just having your own conversation uh, aside from the host, who's actually trying to make some radio, and then you keep going on and on and on. Well, 
I thought making fun of you was pretty good radio. Which part of the radio are you trying to make? <laughs> are you back? Who, me? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to figure some bullshit out right you now. I were trying to find Scott's clip or whatever. I was. No, but I was I was trying to praise you. I was trying to fill the air. I was trying to the... fill no no dead air. Like There it is. Okay. Justin Here hates. Goes. I don't know what's going on. No, I know. I, I appreciate that, but I was trying to praise both of you for it, and then you wouldn't let me praise you guys for it. I'm so... <laughs> you just kept talking. Well, I'm like, I, I, hold I, the fuck on for a second. I thought you were trying to close this out. Fuckers. No. I wasn't trying to close anybody out. This is a horrible. Oh, that's good. I like that. We'll be back. We should order pizza, Scott. And uh, anyway, we'll come back. Drunk of the week. Call in 888-401-BEER. We're going to do a Twitter game and we'll wrap up after this. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. A vial of White Labs yeast is the key to your best beer. When you open a vial of White Labs yeast, you're giving your beer its best chance for a perfect fermentation. In addition to their already incredible variety of yeast, White Labs is proud to announce WLP 90, San Diego's super yeast, now available year-round. WLP 90 is super clean, super fast fermenting, with low esters and has a neutral flavor and aroma profile. It's alcohol tolerant and highly flocculent. For more of the latest White Labs news, click over to whitelabs.com, where you can read reviews of yeast, learn in the lab section, and join the customer club. And if you should find yourself in San Diego, White Labs has a brand new training facility for craft brewers and home brewers alike. Whitelabs.com. Discover yeast, nutrients, enzymes, and more for commercial breweries, home brewers, and homebrew stores. White Labs. It's all in the vial. The Brewing Network's very own Code Right and Fool's son, Ryan Wolf, has opened a beer mecca in Missouri. The Wolf Brow House of Beer has hundreds of beers from all over the world and is conveniently close to I-70 in St. Peter's. Free tastings, Saturdays, 4 to 6 p.m., featuring special guests from local breweries. The best build-your-own six-pack around with every style represented. And kegged craft beer available for your kegerator, too. There's always something new at the Wolf Brow House of Beer. New and hard to find beer every week. No two visits are the same, just like passing out at the Rat Pad. Hi, this is Ryan from Wolf Brow House of Beer. Mention the Brewing Network when you stop in for some cool free stuff. Mention JP for a swift kick in the ass. The Wolf Brow House of Beer. Beer with personal service from a member of the BN Army. This is code. Visit my son's shop or I'll yank the fuck BN website down. www.wolfbrow.com Here's a bite for beer lovers. Soft caramel made with real craft brew and coated in chocolate. And hop drops. Hard candies made with real hop oil. Introducing Beer Candy from BeerCandy.com. Beer Candy's amazing caramels come in four mouth-watering flavors. IPA, bitter gold wrapped in smooth white chocolate. Lager made with a familiar beer from Boston and coated in milk chocolate. Lambic, soury Belgian goodness full of fresh raspberry and dipped in dark 
chocolate and stout roasty cocoa chocolate insanity. Hop drops are made with Fuggles or Cascade hops and are known as the candy that bites you back. Choose from sampler and full sizes of both and make your mouth jump to life. All at beercandy.com. Hop drops and beer caramels. Satisfy your sweet tooth as only a beer lover could with beer candy. Visit beercandy.com today. Hey, everybody. These are the Brewing Network's announcements. It's Sunday, March 4th. First up this week is a new brewery opening soon that's going to be very near and dear to the brewcaster hearts. As everyone knows by now, Northern California is rich in brewing tradition and is home to some of the best breweries in the world. Hoping to add to this proud history, I'm pleased to announce that there will be an all-sour, all-barrel-aged gypsy brewery launching in the San Francisco Bay Area named the Rare Barrel. What do they mean by Gypsy Brewery? Well, they plan to partner with the great breweries of the Bay Area for their brewing needs, and they'll be building their own barrel warehouse for fermentation, packaging, and serving of beers to the public. The team is made up of people committed to producing the highest quality sour beer, including Jake Goodwin, who's the former brewer and head of barrel aging at the brewery down in Orange County, Alex Walosh, who's a home brewer and a sales rep in biotechnology, and Brad Goodwin, entrepreneur in the pharmaceutical industry. They hope to release more details of their plan over the next few months, and they look forward to producing beer with experimental methods, with a singular focus on quality sours and a commitment to the craft beer community. If you're looking for more details, feel free to contact them at info at rarebarrel.com with any questions or comments. Visit their website, therarebarrel.com, and do the Facebook and uh, Twitter thing there, facebook.com slash therarebarrel and twitter.com slash therarebarrel. Next up, the Fort George Brewery of Astoria, Oregon, has brought back their homebrewers dinner competition for 2012 after canceling last year due to the Oregon liquor law problem prohibiting the transport of homebrew. But I guess that's solved now, so a two-bottle sample is due at the brewery by 5 p.m. on Friday, March 23rd. Label bottles in the customary manner for competitions, and there is no entry fee. You can enter as often as you like, but each brewer may only win once. Winners will be notified by Sunday, April 1st, and must be able to provide 35 12-ounce bottles or the equivalent volume of the beer for the dinner to be held on Wednesday, April 18th. Winners will be awarded a pair of seats at the dinner where the winning beers will be paired by the pub chef. This is not a BJCP competition and beers will be judged solely on quality, variety, creativity, and compatibility with food pairing. No homebrew will be bought or sold. For more info, visit fortgeorgebrewery.blogspot.com or give them a call 503-325-PINE. Finally this week, New Zealand is calling all craft beer geniuses. Applications are now being sought by a New Zealand brew house to travel down under and create a world-class range of brews for the Kiwi Nation to fall in love with. The Boundary Road Brewery, they're called. They're seeking applications for the position of the resident. The role will entail a qualified brewer traveling to Auckland for a month on an all-expenses-paid sabbatical to create three bespoke beers, which will undoubtedly take the small island nation of four million by storm. As well as the opportunity to create a new range of craft beer and become a national hero, the brewer who makes the cut will also get the chance to explore New Zealand during their stay and check out what it has to offer. Accommodations for the month and a food and travel allowance is included to ensure the brewer has the experience of a lifetime in the country known for its bungee jumps, sheeps, and hobbits. That actually sounds a little sketchy, but it sounds like a fantastic opportunity. The recruitment process will be open until March 16, 2012, and those interested can tell the brewery why by emailing brewmaster at boundaryroadbrewery.co.nz. Best of luck if you guys apply for that gig. It seems like it would be a sweet experience. All right, that's it for this week. As always, send your announcements over to scott at thebrewingnetwork.com for a spot in this segment. And until next time, this is Scott the Juice saying, L'chaim.
You know, when Israel had sinned and God was trying to decide who he going to send down to save the earth, they was around. Somebody had, had suggested that he sent Abraham. He told Pharaoh that Sarah was his sister, not his wife. Then he said, no, you can't send Noah. I said, strictly illegal. Noah was a little, little, little wine old. I had a fellow live next door to me who brewed homebrew in the bathtub. The beer we selling now not good enough. But it was strictly illegal. I don't think you want to do this to your children, do you? Man, you gonna make everybody up there wide open. I don't think you want to do this to your children, do you? Man, you gonna make everybody You know, we have people that live on the street that go into your local Dollar General store and buy shaving lotion for a high. For a high. For a high. Chevy's Regal is stamped and approved by the governmental agency that said this is healthy. Strictly illegal. Health. 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 I got all I want for free. free. How, how, how you gonna make it in your home if you don't have the facilities to make sure it's healthy? No, I was a little wine over. Uh, what gonna keep these folks from making moves down in the house? What is MEAD need? What is that? You know the thing about this bill that really scares me the most. You got to be scientifically trained. Chevy's Regals is stamped and approved by the governmental agency that said this is healthy. Chevy's Regals is stamped and approved. Strictly illegal. You know when Israel had sinned. Strictly illegal. God was trying to decide who he was sent down. Strictly illegal. Hey everybody, these are the Brewing Network's announcements for Sunday, March 18th. Attention brewers and meat enthusiasts. Brewmeisters Anonymous is proud to announce the 9th annual Arizona Meat Cup Homebrew Competition. It'll be held on March 31st and April 1st in Phoenix. It's been running since 2003. The event has drawn support from numerous organizations, meat and cider companies. The 2011 competition was a huge success with 65 entries of meat and cider. This year's deadline is March 22nd. They ask you to please consider entering your meat and cider in the meat-only competition. 
Entry fee is $8, and they only need two 12-ounce bottles or three 7-ounce bottles. For more information, visit Brewmeisters Anonymous's website at brewarizona.org, or feel free to contact Sonia Lockhart at needlady at gmail.com. Next up this week, the planets have aligned, or more accurately, they will on May 20th. While most of North America will be left out, including cities like San Francisco and Sacramento, Truckee happens to lie in the path of totality for the annular eclipse coming up later this spring. Our friends at 5050 Brewing Company happen to be celebrating their fifth anniversary. They, of course, produce the highly acclaimed Eclipse Barrel-Aged Imperial Stouts. We've talked about that beer a million times. So they decided to team up with a local nonprofit called High Fives to host a party in honor of both occasions. A 50-50 beer garden, barrel-aged spirit garden, and some excellent food offerings are planned. Also, they're going to start making room for expansion, so they're going to be offering some rare bottles for sale, including previous vintages of Eclipse and other barrel-aged blends and some new products. Additionally, there's going to be a raffle and a silent auction. Tickets are available at a discount in advance by going to 5050's website, and entry includes food tickets, live music, games for the family, and viewing glasses, of course, so you can check out that Eclipse without burning your eyeballs. So, real quick, Sunday, May 20th, 2012, it's noon to 8.30 p.m. at 5050 Brewing Company in Truckee. 14 bucks in advance, $17 at the door, $7 for kids. Check them out, 5050brewing.com. That's it, short list this week. As always, for a spot in this segment, send your announcements over to scott at thebrewingnetwork.com. And until next time, this is Scott the Juice saying, we Live. Beer Radio. The Brewcasters. If you're just starting, don't be discouraged by all this stuff. It's exactly. so easy. Just throw it yeah. together. Put yeah. some yeah. sugar and some water and some yeast in there. Yeah. Network. <laughs> Brewcasters are back. It is a 401 beer. Whatever. 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 I, was going, I was going to the beer bar with my bitches, and that girl was there, and I was like, oh my god, and she was like, oh my god, and I was like, oh my god. JP, can yep. we go to San Francisco? Yeah. Because I need you with me to watch my back. All right. Because <laughs> well, you can well. talk like that. I think you just did, yeah. yeah. Some, of, some of the places I need to go. You need people to talk like that? Yeah, I do. Where do you go? What do you do in the dark hours of the night? <laughs> it just it, you know, gets me into places I shouldn't be. You think so? Yeah. You think a six foot five, two twenty frame is going to get you into somewhere? Going, talk- and like, oh, do you not? <laughs> you know what? Yeah. That will get me in anywhere. Yeah? Yeah, it will. Well, shit, howdy. Let's do it. Only if I can pick a couple of the places. Of course. Well, Eagle Bar, Eagle's Nest, the White Swallow. <laughs> Ew. That's not a real place, is it? Yeah, it is. That's Castro. so gross. It's right next to Moby Dick. Wow. Wow. I've never been to the Castro. I think I've driven through it. I've never actually taken the time to. You would love it. It's fabulous. See the yeah. name. It it's actually amazing. real gross. It's I'm nasty. Sure it's it's kind gross. of a gross. But the well, the residential I, part of the Castro is beautiful. It's Cafe du Nord in the Castro. I've been yep. there. Yeah. Is See, it w- the, you know, you just said that like, well, I have a black friend. You told that's how you just said. Oh. I mean, I I know some black people. It's okay, right? I know one. You do know one. Castro's a very weird combination of uh, very clean, like you said, the residence is like no trash, it's beautiful, and extremely dirty. Yeah, it's real weird. Because there's this naked dude sitting on bar stools. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, that's normal, I guess. Oh, yeah. That's just like a, a normal yeah. Wednesday. But they're very polite. Yeah. They well, then afterwards, up, they'll, they... they'll, they'll come up and they'll offer to push in your stool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ew! Oh, doll! Wow. Oh, we just have, Welcome back to the session. I mean, excuse me. <clears throat> welcome back to another beer podcast that we've never heard of. It's talking with Paul. Oh, gross. Back to the session. Glad we weren't talking about the gay bars, huh, guys? <laughs> Not like talking beer with Paul. Are we? Are we are, I know a gay guy. Are it's we okay. on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry about the uh, the the double shot of Scott's announcements. I loaded the wrong break, and uh, or I loaded the wrong thing, and then um, you know he, he's like, "Well, you should play the other one because I did him." I'm like, I'm thinking, is anybody going to fucking know or care? Yeah. Oh, they, they got double information. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah, that's it's true. true. No, I don't have an issue with, uh, I just want to make sure the ones I did for today got played, and uh, yeah. they did, so. Right. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I don't still don't think anybody cares or notices. See, the problem here is, Scott, I think it's in the way that you're labeling everything, because it has announcement. <laughs> you have two that announcements 2012, uh, both titled three, and one is two minutes and one is three and a half. Yeah, so but I blame you. It's a, no, you I blame you. I said three eighteen twelve, not not just three. Yeah, but I it, label everything with the full date. Three eighteen twelve didn't come through, so I blame you. Perfect. And that's how we get out of it. What do you think of that? Let's do drunk of the week eight 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 four zero one beer. That's eight 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 four zero one two three three seven. We're also going to go through the Twitter game. We're also going to taste some of Doc's beer. Uh, if you can't tell, we're trying to kill time until the pizza yeah. shows up. Uh, so this is um, kind of a Duval clone. It's a uh, uh, Golden strong. It's a little young yet. Wait, by the way, I'm going to cut you off for a sec, Doc. Why? Um, Why would you do that? <clears throat> because Bevo just ran out of the room. She heard babies crying. Because her baby's crying. And, and I think that's more of a testament to um, Sam's parenting skills <laughs> that she doesn't trust. She doesn't the trust her husband. The second she hears the baby, it's a with beeline. Ba- yeah, it's like, room. what are you doing to my child? Yes. And he's like, ah, I, you know, he's trying the best he can. It's making noise. And she just runs <laughs> out of here like he's, like he's pulling a Michael Jackson. I just want to make sure she's okay. Oh, come yeah. on. But you know, you're, but Sam is out there. You don't trust him enough to make sure that she's taken care of? I think oh, that's well, no, a rhetorical I do, question. Okay, you, I mean, nothing soothes her like I do, though. But if you left her out there with Justin's mom and that, that extra wailing went on, yeah, run out there. Uh, but his dad. <laughs> come whale? on. Dad, extra wailing, let dad deal with it. Come yeah. on. Why don't you stop being an over uh, over complicated? You're gonna have person. to let go of the reins at some yeah, point. Yeah, giving yeah. Uh, Sam an inferiority complex. She's right? only yeah. five months old. I don't have to let go yet. Well, you but you know at, when you're doing your job, Maybe just a little when you're working. I guess. When I'm paid for this job, then I will. Phones ringing, Bebo. It's like still a, a job. Phones it's ringing, still Bebo. a job. Whatever. You want to take during the week call, Scott? Let's do it. Doc, I mean, yeah, whoever okay. you are. Okay, we we're can both do that. Scott. Can um, you do me a favor and shut the door, please? That whiny, crying baby was over there and crying and whining. And, you know, and, you know, Schumann, and Schumann doesn't even live here anymore. Schumann doesn't even live here anymore. Uh, that, that's, the, that, that's when you should run out of the room, is when Schumann is in the house and your baby starts crying. Yeah. Hi. Caller, who's this? Dave from uh, Albany. Dave from Albany. That's New York, right? Yeah, yeah, sir. Western New York. How you doing, buddy? Are you yeah, calling for Central drug of the week? Or what are you calling for? <laughs> Yeah, I'm fucking drunk. <laughs> He's a jovial drunk. Yes, he is. Yeah, right? Cannot deny it. Are you drunk all by yourself, or do you have friends? Yeah, I'm by myself. My fucking roommate didn't come back tonight. He's coming back tomorrow. Oh, shit. Yeah, get drunk. Get hella drunk, too. All right, so I, I got a fucking thing. I got a resume. Are you getting, you dr- are you getting drunk on your roommate's beer? 
No, he's he's not here. It's all my beer. All right. I've never I've never fucking listened live. It's awesome. By the Is way. it awesome? <laughs> nice. It's fucking awesome. How am I doing as a person in general? Am I okay? Have I exceeded or 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 under Everybody's, everybody's awesome. Everybody. I have a four and a half, four and a half hour drive from Pennsylvania to Albany, and I listen to you guys straight, and I don't get bored. All right, well, I believe that he's drunk because he's thinking that we're doing an awesome job. Yeah. That's pretty drunk. And I'm pretty so. sure he has no idea that you're not Justin. <laughs> oh, no, my he has God. no idea. What have you had to drink, Dave? All right, I've had a Trogue's Nugget Nectar. All right, and Nug. Nug. Trogue's Dreamweaver. Dreamweaver, all right. Baronex Single Malt. Another Trogue's Nugget. Centennial IPA. Jesus Christ, I can't even talk. Centennial IPA. <laughs> Another Trogue's Nugget. Saranac Pale, another Trogues Nugget, Genesee Regular, and Genesee 12 Horse. Another wow. Trogues Nugget, how, and so another Trogues Nugget. How much nugget. time was elapsed from the first to the last? Uh, when you guys started, but I only had a sandwich today, and that was all I fucking had to eat. I'm fucking starving. That's it, man? I'm drinking it. <laughs> I'm, drinking, I'm drinking fucking, I'm drinking my calories today. I guess I got a drink to survive. Yeah, yeah you, you know, it's Sunday, you should. Make some mac and cheese. He also posted his. Tom- I got class tomorrow at nine. Oh, and I gotta wake up because it's downtown. I can wake up at like fucking eight thirty. Oh my god! Eight o'clock. I hope it's not a phlebotomy o'clock. class. <laughs> nah, it's a fucking it's it's a criminal justice class. A criminal criminal <laughs> criminal justice. He also put his phone number in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Why give him a wake up call? Why yeah. would you post your phone number in the chat, drunk bro? <laughs> I'm fucking bored, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, would you like to leave it for the, all the archive listeners from now until uh, yes. infinity? Yes. All right, go ahead. No, no, let's just save him right now. No, yeah, don't do that. Can you imagine in like five years, someone no. someone's texting? Well, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> let's just say no. I'm gonna save you yeah. right uh, now. Fuck you. Spider Wrangler. It was eight beers. Give me a break, dude. I had a sandwich. Yeah, Spider. Uh-huh. Hey, Dave, you, you studying to be a cop, buddy? Sorry. Dave, are you, are you studying to be a cop? Yeah. Yeah. He's a future <laughs> law enforcement, everybody. And hey, at I least he knows the other cop, side. If I can't be a cop, I'm going to have a brewery. Oh, come on. How many Irish cops are out there? How many are that are They're not Irish? Uh, no, but, and they don't drink. <laughs> right, yeah. Okay. All right, Dave, you're in the running for during the week, my friend. Yeah. Thanks for listening right, live and uh, hanging out and participating yeah. and all that kind of nonsense, man. I'm glad time. you enjoy it. First time live. It's awesome. Good, man. Glad to know you're out there. Thanks for doing it. Every every fucking Sunday. Every Sunday, first time live? Next time, yeah, second first time, time live. live. But I'm going to fucking hang out every Sunday. Good, man. Start you should. Cursing. Well, what, why haven't you yet? That's the question. Yeah, exactly. Cause, what cause the I'm fuck's always, wrong with you? I'm always out drinking. I'm always out drinking. <laughs> Are you home alone right now? Yeah, I'm, my roommate's not coming back till tomorrow. I'm drinking alone. I got I got a lot of beers under my belt alone, and it sucks. Well, take them out from your belt and drink them. Trust me, that's how it works. It works better. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. All right, later, Dave. Later. All right, goodbye. I don't know. How to, I don't know how to hang up. Just on press people. hold. She's gonna do that. That work. Caller, you're on the uh, you're on the internet. I am on the internet. Is this Dave I'm again? On the phone, you're 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 on the internet. Sounds like Dave. What's up? Who is this? This is Dave. This is Bruiser. Oh, Bruiser. What's up, bro? You were you the one who tricked us with your funny email? I did. Oh, you did. silly goose! 
Did I get you? You got us. I got you. Remember, he was the one who was like, oh, I hate everything, and you guys all suck, and I'm never listening again. He's from Jersey? Yeah, he's from Jersey. Right. Even though I know it was a joke, I'm still a little stung, Bruiser. Right. I I wasn't sure it was a joke. I I didn't give a shit, so I wasn't like... I didn't get it. I'm still calling in, so you know it was a joke. Okay, we... we, Okay. And and I'm still giving you fuckers two bucks a month, so... Wow. Well, see, that that was the part I was a little bit worried about. How about that? Yeah, Doc. I, Doc doesn't get his five cent cut. I didn't. I didn't care about your attitude. The two bucks I was worried about. <laughs> <laughs> How you feeling, Bruiser? You drunk? Nah, I'm taking it easy tonight. Well, that's good news. Why are you? Uh, why are you calling in? I got, then I send you. I got a limerick. Why I got a limerick for you, buddy. Oh, that's right. Well, I'm trying to go through all my bullshit, Eva. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that sometimes I get confused. Well, okay, that's right. Here, I got you right here. Don't worry about forgiven. it. You're forgiven. Don't worry about it. Ooh. <laughs> oh, by the way, B, have you seen that new taco at Taco Bell that's coated in Doritos yes, nacho cheese? Yes, I have. Cheese? I've seen it. I've seen have you it. had it yet? No. I'm counting on you to get it for me. No, and bring it. We can I'm share actually... it like uh, like Lady in the Tramp style. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> trying not to eat bad. Oh, the my... worst thing I've eaten all week is that cheese bread. Oh, yeah. my, my kids saw that, the Dorito taco thing. I had to slap them. Should and I'll slap him for you. So All right, Bruiser, go ahead. Spicy Fritos? No, it's like a, it's like a, I don't know what the. No, the taco is made out of Dorito. It's, it's, it's the like taco a taco shell is Doritos. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. It's like coated with nacho oh cheese, God. which is the best part of I the Dorito. Just, I just shit my pants. <laughs> <about that. laughs> what did you have one? Oh no! no. Just, no just listening to his pants. Yes. Oh, just just think <laughs> think it, it's an awesome marketing thing. It's great. It's great for Doritos. Well, because well, they own the Taco Bell owns Frito Lay. No, so. that's why they have the burrito with Frito. Oh, All right, right. Doc, they Doc's, get a deal on them. Sounds like part of the Occupy movement. Did you know <laughs> that the big corporations own, for example? No, I'm just pissed that they didn't put the two together yet for a long time. When are they going to do the Cool Ranch? That's the next obvious choice. Oh Maybe, God! Right? Yeah. Well, get your hand out of your pants first uh, of all. Did Bruno. you not fire off that email to them? No. Maybe? What? Come on. What email? No, I should. What? Do you think they just know this stuff? Because I would hope... feedback at Frito-Lay.com. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but what if I want to sign into their forum? How do I do... Uh, all yeah. right, Bruiser, you yeah, have a... Yeah, the chat, room is, the chat room is really live right now. Fuck the chat room. Um, <laughs> you have a limerick, right? You have a, a, some sort of limerick? All right, and I apologize I for not looking at it. St. Patty's Day. I got it at the, uh, you know, in the feedback email, and I don't know, I, I, I don't like, something skis me out about opening uh, attachments from people I don't know, so I never do it. So That's fine. I'll, anybody I'll who sends me an attachment, it. I never open it. So go ahead and read it to me now, please, in an Irish accent, uh, preferably in a leprechaun voice uh, from Leprechaun 4 in the hood. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, ooh, I don't know. I've never seen the movie, so I don't know if I can pull it well, off. Well, first of all, that makes you an asshole. Just, just, but go ahead. Just fake it. <laughs> okay, here we go. There once were some dudes from Pacheco. Every Sunday they hosted a beer show. When I'd tune in at five and hear them all chatting live, I'd kind of jeez in my pants, no homo. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Dave. Well done. It's almost a haiku. <laughs> it's almost an a haiku. haiku. It's nothing like a haiku. No, no, it's, it, no. Well, it's almost as in it's it's not. No, no, you, you, you <laughs> throw, throw out the Irish brogue. 
It could almost be. It, rem- it reminds me a lot of the man from Nantucket. Yes, it right. does. Which is also a limerick. Well, yeah, that's that's essentially what that's, it was based yeah, on. Well, that'd be a limerick. Bruiser, so you're not drunk. You're you're not calling for during the week. You just wanted to 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 spit some rhymes, right? He's the poet. I just and they wanted don't to know share. It. I just I just right. wanted to share. You know. Well, I appreciate that it. That was good right. stuff. Thanks for calling. Thanks for having me. <laughs> All right, buddy, take it easy. <laughs> hey, Doc. Thanks right, for sharing this, this beer. Uh, what what is this? Uh, yeah, really let's cre- talk about that while we wait for more drunk of the week calls. It's really kind of creamy. What's beer. the deal with that? Uh, this is. Um, Pizza's here. Pizza's here. So, I love the doorbells. Um, it's great. This is uh, basically it's a, it's a, a golden Belgian golden strong, uh, dual clone kind of thing. Oh. Uh, it took a lot of babying. You have to feed it to get it from. Can I say that I love dogs? <laughs> I think everyone should own a dog, and and more importantly, what you should do with your dog is never train it to not bark at the fucking doorbell, ever. Never yeah. train it to not bark because at some point. You're going to want to not yeah. have the, that bark, and you'll never get it. But you know what your room never smells like when you own a dog? Cat piss. Well, that's true. Mm-hmm. It smells like dog piss. So the beer dog, it's super, super clear. I showed it to the camera <laughs> like, like uh, a few minutes ago. Kind of cat piss-esque in its clarity. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. But uh, it, it started at, at least a 1080-ish, 85-ish, and it got down to about a 1008. Uh, this one, I actually used some uh, Beano tablets at the end. Oh, really? I really wanted to finish low. Yeah. I already feel like my gas is subsiding. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, it, it's, it's basically an amylase enzyme, so it, it breaks things up so... Uh, short makes a long... T- a short... Yeah, uh, yeah so, the, so the yeast can ferment it down even farther. So if this were like the late 1800s or during Prohibition, you could you could sell this as like an anti-gas medicine. Right. Yeah. You're snake oil. Yes. salesman. I appreciate that. So, but uh, this is still real early on for this one. I uh, uh, I cut some out. I filtered it, carved it up. It's very clear, but it's at, at this high alcohol, you can't even taste it. So, there. what right. percent sugar was this? What, what was some, what did you put in for sugar? Uh, probably twenty percent, twenty five percent. But I, but I did it in increments. You dosed it during the ferment. You're yes. saying? Yeah, uh-huh. definitely. So almost all the the corn sugar, it's candy sugar actually, it went in uh-huh. um, about every two days. I put another pound. How do you decide when to put it in? Just you just have a schedule. Just put it in those yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. I watched the the regular ferment slow down a little bit. Oh, I see. When and you then see it, I great. Uh-huh. I uh, put some more into the the primary. It kicks back up again. It starts to slow down, which is about every two days. Nice. Put some more in, and you just don't want to overdo it. Overdose it. Yeah, sugar. if you put like four or five pounds in all at once, and and I'm talking about a twenty two gallon batch. Okay, yeah. uh, if you put too much in all at once, it's, it's it'll just shut down, and then you end up with a, a non fermentable, really kind of a sickly sweet beer. Wow. This one is really light. No, I don't, and I'm not getting all that alcohol. I mean, even for as young as it is, you think no, it, it's got to be at least ten percent. Well, yeah. at least and is it that high? Wow. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, it's creamy. Really it's got like a creamy. It, it does. It's, it's got this that, this creaminess to it, and mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, it's one of my favorite beers I've like ever. A dessert beer or something. Yeah. It's great. It's, it's pretty good. Is this the first beer you've put Bino in? No, you've done it before. No, but uh, this one I kind of figured it was coming, so uh, I really wanted to really finish. Down. I was starting to slow down. It was about ten, twelve ish, something like that. So uh, there's a uh, 
regular Beano tablets will come in like that hard thing you got to crunch up. But if you can get like the, the CVS pharmacy stuff, it comes in little capsules. It's already powdered. It's really easy to put in. It comes in liquid form, too. Really? Oh, yeah. Nice. I feel but, like we're at an AARP meeting right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, gotta, I, yeah, I oh, can't okay. swallow them big pills anymore. <laughs> I can't swallow them big pills. So I got to crunch them all up. Want to take another phone call? Oh, of course. Yeah, let's have them. I think it's going to be better than the other one. Oh, I think Bevo's still on the line. I'm still trying to figure out this uh, hybrid nonsense. We've gotten two two phone calls. One was actually Drunk of the Week. The other was just a guy. A guy that had poetry. Well, uh, well I'm waiting for the, uh, like, last week's uh, call. We have Henry uh, on line one. Henry? Tata's of the Week. Drunk of the Week. Henry. Hi, Henry. Hi, guys. What's happening? I'm Henry Hudson. Yeah? Are you Henry? I'm Henry Hudson. <laughs> what do you have... Uh, what would you like, Henry where, where you Hudson? Where from, Henry? Yeah. Uh, I like everything. <laughs> you calling from everything? You got another shitty limerick for us? Holy shit, guys. What a maniac. <laughs> There's no no repeat calls. What do you think, I'm stupid? With a T at the end? Fuckers. Stupid. Just because you fooled Bevo doesn't mean you can't fool me. <gasps> I know everything in the world. See how long we can just be quiet. Should we, should we do the twi- Twitter game? No, I want to play the quiet game because I know it'll piss everyone off. Get and that I guy back just on. Want to be yeah. as quiet as possible? Oh God, no! Let's do a Twitter game because we're clearly yeah. not getting any drunk of the week calls. Because and this is the third time that's happened to me. The third time I host the fucking show. The third time nobody wants to call well, in for drunk of the week. Uh, next time, ask for it at the beginning of the show. Well, no, but first of all. Don't talk to me like I'm four years old and I put my hand on the burner and burnt my hand. No, well, it's like you, next you, time, you, don't do that. <laughs> well, it, it, motherfucker. I, it's not just yeah. you. It no. Just, it just happens. It's everybody. No, no. It just in the happens. chat room. Some, 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 sometimes we just don't yeah. get drunk of the week calls no, coming in. Don't don't blame this on you. But if you want to bolster your, your chances of having I really, do. really, really hammered people calling in, Ask him at the beginning of the show. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually right. going to blame JP. Henry you sounded not, really but. drunk. Yeah, but but he called in to to do the limerick the first time, and I asked him if he was drunk of the week, and he goes, "No, I just wanted to share no, this with dude, you." Dude, that was Dave. Yeah, yeah. Same it was twice. a different guy. It was the same guy, but with a different name. So same D- guy. Dave called in again. Mm-hmm. Dave called in yeah, again. It wasn't Henry. limerick guy that called in again. Limerick right. guy was well. Either guy. way, bruiser. Either way, uh, someone called in twice, and that is against the law. Because Dave already is on the list for drinking. So far, he's the winner. Oh, you know why no one's calling? To realize it's because everyone was so hammered last night for St. Patty's that oh, yeah. now yeah. they're all hungover and they're not drinking. Let's play. Let's play the, the, the Twitter game. Yeah, I, I didn't have a chance thinking. to write anything down because you know I was stumbling through an interview. You uh, wake but, up feeling bad, just drink more, right? Yes. The question was on Twitter. Uh, the Twitter game was uh, what the fuck was it, Scott? You remember what it was? What's the worst thing about being a beer geek? Yeah. Yes. So uh, I think we got some good ones. Um, when someone hands you uh, a Coors Light in a or in a can, <laughs> a, a, the, the silver bullet, and they take look at you like enjoy, <laughs> <laughs> and you just like I'm not, I'm not going to. I'm not. I, uh. <laughs> this is a weird one. This is from Andrew. He says holding your tongue and not sounding like a jerk when someone says Pliny the Elder is a great Belgian beer. <laughs> people, people say that. Apparently, I've never heard it, but uh, it's pretty funny. I've heard that. Are we? Yeah, we saw something on, on this show a long time ago about somebody. Described it as Belgian or something. 
Uh, Kung Fu Monkey 12 says, Turning off the ladies when I talk about the wonders of yeast. <laughs> That's pretty gross. Yeah, that bread thing. Um, I forget how cool beer is and think I'm just a geek. That's Nico from Nico Brew. Uh, oh, and then he says, It makes your penis so big, it's just tough to deal with. I like Nico. No, He's a doesn't. weird dude. Nor- usually I do. Yeah. He's a weird guy. Um, John uh, on Twitter says, uh, only being able to order an IPA, a double IPA, or a Russian Imperial Stout. That I can I can relate to. Uh, it seems like everybody just has his giant beers all the time. There's no session beers around anywhere, and that pisses me off. Why would um, you want to? Going from six to noon every time someone mentions a decoction mash. You know, it's a boner. Six to... <clears throat> okay, no one likes Thank that you. one. Okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tim Bert says, uh, "Let me think. Mm, nothing." Sounds like something Doc that, would say. That's Tim, not bad. Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Oh man! By the way, speaking of Tim Burton, that douche nozzle. I saw a trailer for his new movie, The Dark Shadows. You're, you're old enough. You guys are old enough to remember uh, Dark Shadows, the old TV show. The old TV. Oh, show. He's doing a movie about it. Yes. What is Dark Shadows? Oh, it, it, oh, it, oh, it, it was a, it was a um, uh, soap opera. Yeah, but it had to do with vampires. Yeah, yeah, it really was like, like it. the worst yeah. B parade. Oh, I, you I, would dig I, it. I would come home from school and watch it. I was ten. It's on Netflix now. I was watching it and I started having nightmares. And as an eleven year old, I go, I gotta stop watching that. And, and you I, wet your bed. I took myself off of it from that ball of cheese. It I, gave I, you I really, nightmares? I really liked it. It was, it was actually, it's good. Know. It's, it was creepy. I mean, it was like sixty seven or sixty eight. Yeah, when it and, came out. It was in black and white and transition to color, but, and but then they redid it again. It was, it was a soap opera, but it had to do with. Barnabas Collins yeah. and uh, and vampires. Right. So now Tim Burton. I, I imagine it's Tim Burton, but uh, Johnny Depp. More importantly, is Barnabas Collins, and they made it. They did a remake, and it's like cheesy. Where instead of because uh, the story is Barnabas Collins comes was, back to his old like family estate, and he's not dead. He just went to live in England or whatever, and he comes back, but everyone thinks he's dead because no one knows he's a vampire. And then he slowly takes over and like makes people vampires and all this kind of shit. But it's like now Johnny Depp wakes up and it's like the 20th century and there's there's other people living in his house. It's just it's cheeseball, corny bullshit trying to be funny and it's horrible and it makes me mad. Makes Why? me upset. <laughs> no, 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 it pisses me oh, off. It, it, it wasn't cheesy. The really? show? No, no, the show no, wasn't. No, it was, it oh, really not was. cheesy. No, you're right. But it was B, C grade even. B, B grade's too kind. Oh, yeah, kind. definitely. Yeah, I mean, but the storyline was pretty good. They did a good job, but they stretched it out, and, you know, like it, it was a serial every week. Well, it, you know, no, it, it, it had it, to be. It was, it was, it was very uh, soap opery. Yeah. But it wasn't cheesy. Right. Even though it was about, yeah. It's, it's insta- it has a crap. cult following to this day. Does, There's it, like d- annual conventions oh, at well, which you can find 5,000 yeah. Dark Shadows people. I, I, oh, yes, JP. Is yes. it? Oh, oh, yes. Oh, uh, I thought you were just being an outrageous no, Scott. No, no. Really? Yes, Dark wow. Shadows has a crazy cult following. Well, uh, this movie is a turd. I wouldn't... If, if, <laughs> basically, if, if you took the script and printed it out and gave it to me, I wouldn't even wipe with it. It's that bad. You'd use your hand to It's instead. horrible. Well, speaking of movies that you think are going to be terrible... And Johnny Depp, Twenty One Jump Street was hilarious. No, and they made fun of themselves. Like, there's a whole line in the movie about how like it's the cool thing now to take things from the '80s and bring them back. Like they're the new. Like they totally make fun of themselves. You actually saw that? Movie. Hella fun! It's so funny. <laughs> you I saw like it. cried. I laughed. And I Johnny Depp has a cameo in yet. it. It's really ridiculously funny. Sam Sam hates everything I like, and he thought it was a good movie. He thought it was really funny. <laughs> oh. I can't imagine that it was a good movie. It was. It was real funny. 
And Channing Tatum is real pretty. I was pretty. surprised that they made it a comedy. It was Because the original yeah. 21 Jump Street wasn't a comedy. It would have been no, so much better if it was like a 21 Jump Street, they made it more like a 24 kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. Ice Cube was in it. Of course he was. Ice Cube. God damn it. Everything that I like is being so ruined. So funny. I no, bet it wasn't. It was, I bet it was, it was horrible. I promise it was You funny. like Twilight. I, I do. So anything you say is stupid and dumb and full of Shut dumb up and things. answer the phone calls. I want to go home. I want to go home and I too. To Caller, who is this? Now, now you got me mad. <laughs> Please. Caller, hello. Now he's afraid. Hello. Ah. Oh, you almost got dropped, bro. What's up? Who is this? It's Icky. Icky, what's <laughs> up, bro? Ickster. How's that? How's that? F- Yo, what's up, man? How's that funky bucket, bro? Uh, it's a funky bucket. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I haven't talked to Icky in a while, man. What's been going on with you? Hey, just uh, brewing a lot of beer. What are you doing? Drinking a lot of beer? Tonight. Drinking a lot of beer. <laughs> so, we're uh We've been bottling a lot of beer today. Yeah, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it down to Chad next weekend. Oh, right on down at uh, at Handel's Gastro Pub. At the Handel's Gastro Pub, I'll be there probably Friday or Saturday. Hopefully, I'll be there Friday night, maybe Saturday morning. Oh, right see, on. Uh, how how fast I can get the beer down there? But um, what are you coming here I for? I got 35. What? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to cut you off on the interview show. What are you doing down here? Oh, I'm delivering my NAC entries. That's what I'm go. doing. Oh. Nice work. It's, I'm sorry, you were saying something about 35 what now? 35 entries this yeah. year. Oh, oh, good for you, Icky. All under the Brewing Network Club, I imagine, under, right? All under the Brewing Network. That's what I'm talking about! Oh, man. Are you going to bring any to, uh, to, wow. to do at club night? Are you going to be one of our club night dudes? Um, I count you know, on you. I didn't make I didn't make it in for the uh, whole. Um, You're a piece of shit. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to make it to Seattle, but I could send some beer down your way. I'm sure because I've got a lot here. Where are you based out of, man? What? Where do you live? <laughs> Where do you live? What? You don't. Re- you don't. Re- what? It is a Reno. <laughs> Hey, Steve, where does he live? Reno. He lives in Reno. Yeah, that makes sense. Or Sparks or something like that. Sorry. Sorry, Aiki. I I actually have important things to remember, like uh, how to tie my shoes and uh, how to drive home and shit. I don't remember where you live. Like Reno. What? Well, you should should remember. Well, now I will. Because. Yeah. Now I will. Reno. It's about as much fun as this phone call. (laughs) 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 I'm just kidding. Um. Yeah, All dude. Right, well, um, we should hook up uh, and uh, try to bring a keg of beer, and you, we can ship it for you. And uh, making a bunch of promises well, that Tasty's going to have to live a, up to. If I bring a keg of beer down uh, this weekend, or I don't know, at some point in time, you you can take it to Seattle and serve it. Yeah, that'd be fine. That'd be rad. Pro- preferably not this weekend, but before that, because if you leave it with us, we'll drink it or we'll forget it. Yeah. 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 Sounds good. What have you? Are you calling for during the week, or are you, uh, you just calling to fucking catch up? Well, life, I've been man. bottling beer all day. I've been bottling beer all day, so that means a lot of sampling involved. Ah, and a lot yeah. of, a lot of sort of uh, late 
sort of uh, roundabout sort of, you know, trial and sort of this and, uh, well, you know, I've got 40 or 50 beers, really, so it's kind of like narrowing it down and this is this and it's 35 and trying to narrow it down. So you've had 8 million beers. Guard is a beer to Mars and there's a butterfly that's in the this or that. All this, and then we're going to do this, or, you know, triple, blonde, I mean, what the fuck? All this, and is that really, is that, is that really this? Or is this or? Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I love Icky. I just want to tell him that. Thanks for calling. Well, Icky. you know, 35 entries at 10 bucks a piece, that's some coin. <laughs> that is some coin. Um, and he narrowed it down to 35. You know, there's not a whole lot of good replies from the Twitter game. I don't know if it's just because I'm ready to go. I think it is. Um, but or, maybe it wasn't a good question. I think it's probably more what it is. Um, so it all falls on you. Dave Lau in the chat says, convincing, uh, this is, by the way, the worst thing about being a craft beer nerd, uh, convincing my wife not to buy more shoes when I've got hundreds of dollars in bottled beer in the cellar. <laughs> That's sexist. It's pretty good. I like that. It's almost racist. Almost. Unless his yeah. beer smells like her feet. Uh, Eric rocks one. Um, what's the worst thing about being a beer geek? He says beer pong is really, really expensive. And to that, <laughs> I ask, how old are you? Nah, nah, he's talking about playing beer pong. Really good beer. Yeah, but it's still beer pong. You know what? Beer pong's really fun. Is it? Uh, um, JP is allergic to fun. You like dirty Chris, balls? That's why he's been sneezing the whole show. Ooh, the, Chris, dir- the dirty balls. Chris says listening to BN podcasts at work and Justin reading an Adam and Eve promo about adult toys as my boss walks by. <laughs> That's probably the leader for me. I'm amazed by how many people listen at work. Like, wh- yeah, what without is, what headphones. Doing? Without headphones. Yeah. They're killing four hours of time is what they're doing. Yeah. At least. All right, hold on a second. Two Some podcasts. jobs you can do that. <clears throat> Caller, you're on jealous. for a drunk of the week, I imagine? Yeah, I'm Dave again. Oh, you said your name was Trixie Letters. Trixie oh, Letters. Shit. What are you, uh, fucking stripper? <laughs> On the main stage, on line one, Trixie Letters! Give it up, hey, I'm Trixie Letters. I'm Trixie Letters. What's up? Quit your grin and drop your linen, everybody. Oh, uh, man. Excuse me, that's rude. What do you want from us? Uh, I want to be drunk out of the way. I'm Trixie Letters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do with this anymore. I, I, I think... Uh, you call uh, to sing a song? Don't, don't, on line one. Don't hang up, don't hang up. Don't on the up. main stage, Trixie Letters, give it up! Trixie Letters! The two-for-one special going on right now. <laughs> Get those dollars out and head to the champagne room for Trixie Letters! Trixie stage two, Trixie stage two. We've got lap dances for ten dollars. Any birthday boys out there? Japanese businessmen's lunch tomorrow. Crab feed. You work tomorrow? You can't enjoy the Japanese businessmen lunch then, apparently. Fuck, dude, go chill out. You just told me to chill out? <laughs> no way, bro. Seriously, stop. I can't even think right now. This is Dave again? Uh, yeah, this is Dave again. Yeah. Hey, Dave again. <laughs> One time, a show, because uh, you're blocking everybody else who wants to call. Actually, Dave has been the most interesting part of this whole show. 
Yeah, keep trying to. Uh, caller, you're online too, as if you needed to know. Hello, everybody. Men, shall I say? Hi, Sarah. Is this Sarah? Perhaps. Hi, Sarah. How are you doing, <laughs> yeah. baby? Wonderful. Yeah? Hey, shout out to uh, Tasty there. Hello. Well, hey, Sarah. Feel you? free to shout out. Nice. You're using your low voice tonight. So, you're not drinking, I can tell. You're using I, your low I am, voice. <clears throat> no, no, I'm trying to not do the um, high-pitched voice. I I'm going to try. Is, is, is this your serious voice? No, that's her, that's her second yeah, six-hour yeah. voice. This is my serious voice. This is, this is my doctor voice. Oh, okay. Sweet. Oh. Right. So, so, okay, so say this for me. Uh, please, so can you pull your pants down? I want to check your prostate. <laughs> They're yeah. already down. Oh, I see. <laughs> You didn't get it. Sarah, okay. you, use your doctor no, voice. No. To, I'm glad to know about what yours are. Sure, command him. I am. But, um, <laughs> so I'm actually calling for Drunk of the Week because oh. I have somewhat of a resume, I think, aside from other people that have called in. So I figured <laughs> you mean Dave? chance. All right, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, the one other person. Yeah. Um, okay. By the way, can I ask you so, a question before you start, baby? Sure. Why did you wait for me to host the show to call in as Boring Sarah? <laughs> boring. Sure? She's just getting going. <laughs> I'm positive. Okay, go I'm ahead. I'm matured. I just want to... <laughs> I'll say. All right, go ahead, baby. What did you, what, what did you have? Okay, so I had a Ruthless Rye from Sierra Nevada. Then I had two of the Hoptimums from Sierra Nevada, which Ashley I enjoy greatly. Um, and then came back home, had a couple of our homebrew dried stout, and um, Bridge Brew Works. They made a moxie coffee uh, stout with my, actually, Ryan Hastings. I'm giving a little, like, plug here right now. But um, I actually had three of those. And then ended up going, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm accepting that I'm the female in the household, and then I and then I had um, three of the Bridge Brew Works Lager. So that's a local brewery right by our house. So I've had a significant amount of drink, and I'm pretending that my voice is at this pitch all the time. <laughs> well, I think that's what I think that's how Tasty talks. I think yeah, it's pretty much he has to pretend. Do you think your local brewery well, uses Beersmith? I don't know if you've heard about Beersmith, uh, Sarah, but uh, Beersmith, with Beersmith, you can easily design world-class beers at home, much like the ones that you've oh, just yeah. described to us. Oh, yeah. We actually use it all the time. There we go. We're fans. Uh, does it make your brew day easier? Because as far as I'm concerned, you can design a recipe in a few minutes and then generate step-by-step brewing instructions that tell you how to brew your beer. You can build recipes quickly, match your favorite beer styles. Features for every brew from beginning to advanced. It supports extract, partial mash, all grain, and the weight of Bevo's baby. Free 21-day trial and video tutorials at Beersmith.com. Take the guesswork out of brewing with Beersmith. She's healthy. And let yeah. me tell you, it does take the guesswork out of it. It, it does. It's simple as making an apple pot. What, um, uh, well, it depends. Do you use a store-bought crust or do you make your own? Both. At the same time? At the same time. <laughs> I've never felt more like an airplane than I do right now. Just kind of going overheads. Um, yeah, pretty much. 
Uh, was that it? Was that your recipe or your resume? Or, give me your recipe for apple pie. Now I'm hungry. So how many apples? Go ahead. Oh, I love you, Sarah. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you so much. But I don't know what to do. That's a good recipe. Your <laughs> uh, resume. Oh, I, I, I can tell by the uh, by the blinking lights now that Beva wants to go home and she's locked everyone out. <laughs> oh, it's eight forty-five, and you're looking at me like it's an eight-hour show we've just done. I unlocked them. I want to go home. Why? Because I've been here almost four hours. No, no, no. She came here late. So. Oh, yeah. Almost three and a half We're hours. Five exactly. Well, we, we can be that. done, right? Pizza's getting cold. Oh, your pizza? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I heard the ding dong yeah. like a long time All right. Ago. Well, it's... That's a- JP, but the doorbell also rang. Well, uh-huh. I mean, JP, this is your ship. That's right. You want to keep going? You want to keep going? We, we're well, with you, but I'm I can go to midnight. We'll go know. right into that I'm iceberg going. with JP. I can do whatever you want. I'm good. All right. Well, if Doc wants to stay, I can stay. And then, uh, then we're staying. <laughs> All right. Good. <laughs> All right. Apparently, we're getting out of here. Wow. <laughs> I had a snort. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. In fucking Charlotte's Web in the pen over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's one fabulous pig baby. Isn't Charlotte the, the spider? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the closing song in this stupid thing? Hey, Leo's friend, friend of mine, baby. No, yeah, no, it's uh, JP's an asshole, right? You're going to do your announcements? Yeah, oh, well, yeah, I got to do who's those. Who's the winner? But... Who's the drunk of the week winner? Yeah, well, look, I, th- maybe there's some things that I have to load. Just leave me alone for a second. <laughs> Give him a minute here. <laughs> one, well, all right. Man. We have three choices. We have Dave from Albany. We have Icky and we have Sarah. I vote for Trixie Legs or whatever. The Trixie hell is. Legs. <laughs> that was you in Hawaii twelve months ago. You whore. Ruth. <laughs> but accurate. Whore with her husband. <laughs> right. uh, Icky was pretty drunk. Yes, he was. He sampled a lot of things. Right. You know. Yeah, you guys talk amongst yourselves while I fucking All take right. a nap and uh, stupid <laughs> things. Okay. Feedback. Dave was pretty functional. He could dial lots of times. I can read you, I can read you the, you the children's up, story that I'm writing. He can make up false names, too. Sarah sounded great, though, huh? <laughs> She's very controlled and trying to control the pitch of her voice. She did. And she did. She had a good resume, too. She had like 10 beers. A lot of them her boyfriend or Ryan made it, sounds like. It's not enough. I still feel like we need to punish Sarah by not voting her for Drunk of the Week for getting so spectacularly shown up last week by Jordan. Yes. Oh, man. I was hoping she would call again. That was a hard act to follow. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it doesn't have to be, though. I mean, That's I feel like true. Sarah could tie the game, you know? Send well, it to, send to, it to overtime. Game. She'd have to upper game to tie the exactly. game. Exactly. Yeah. Over the top. Well, that's a personal decision she'd have to make. So you guys want to vote? Let's vote. Who's voting for Dave from Albany? A.K.A. Trixie. <laughs> yeah, that loser. What? Okay, who's voting for Icky? And Sarah. <laughs> I vote for Icky. I'm sorry. But it has to be anonymous. Uh, anonymous. It's, unanimous. Unanimous. it's two to... I'd rather Who'd be Who'd you vote for? Be any of those? I voted for Dave. So that's three for Dave. So we need, we need to bring the ickies over to... sheer stupidity. That, that dude's so drunk and dumb, it's... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I don't want to give it to him because then it encourages everyone to call more than once. She, I only yeah. let him call through because we weren't having a lot of call. I, I mean, I was going to shut him down. Right. I wasn't going to let him call through, but then right. it got really funny with the names and I just could <laughs> not do it. That's true. That's true. But I'm voting for Icky. Wait, vote again? Who voted for Icky? Just you and I. No. Well, right. Tasty and I are the winner. Trust me. <laughs> if if uh, Dave hadn't called in twice... <laughs> I would have voted for Icky. Why are you voting for Icky? 
Because I think he was the drunkest of the three. Uh, and he called in uh, once like a fucking human being does. No. It, well, he doc, followed doc, the rules. All right. Okay, I've been and persuaded. He's a human being. Yeah, I'm switching to Icky. All right. So, yeah. Beva, would you, if, if if David had only called in once, would you have voted for Icky? Beva? That's the, that's the premise we're, we're putting out there. Dave Doc- put his phone number into the chat room and let people text him. Like, encouraged them to text him. And I, true. I don't even move. want these assholes to PM me. To PN you? P- PM. Uh, private uh, message. PN you? I don't want anyone to PN me either. Shut up. You said it. I don't know, man. PM. I don't know what you do when your day's off. My um, cell phone number used to be on my Facebook account, and then I started getting random texts. Guess are you what? serious? It's not there anymore. Oh, man. Why was it even there Why in the first place? Yeah. I don't know, because just, it's stupid. But wait. Oh, yeah. Why do people do Oh, wait, that? you weren't married yet. No, I was married. <laughs> oh, wait, you As weren't if, married if yet. she wasn't, that's oh, no. why. I was drunk at NHC in Minnesota, and I put something on Facebook about why I didn't know why I was awake because it was like 5.30 in the morning and somebody called me. <laughs> and I was like, who the hell is this? And who was oh, it? Who was it? No. I don't remember his name because I was oh. drunk. All right, well, da- okay, Dave or Icky? Let's, let, uh, yeah, I'm sticking with Dave. I've seen you at NHC at 5, 6 in the morning. I, I feel pretty. Oh, yeah, you do. Well, no, you, you, pretty gave, fucking you gave me that hammer. ugly look. You weren't happy with me and your husband. I was pregnant. I wasn't drunk then. We were singing good songs. You were singing Jump, Jump outside over my window. And over outside my door. And over. <laughs> you know what? And it then the Schumann brothers took a shit in the fountain right outside of my oh window. Oh my God, I forgot. Ouch. About that. Yeah. What assholes? Literally. Did I mention yeah. pregnant? <laughs> Not drunk. Bitchy. I hear everything. Oh, I didn't God. have the drunk cloud. So we're so nobody's gonna persuade you to go back from Dave. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, we got we got big trouble then. We're gonna stand. Up. I'm overriding it. I'm going with Icky for drunk of the week, everybody. You bitch. Justin's not here. He made that rule. I don't give a shit. I'm chastising Dave. I'm taking four votes from Dave because he called in more than once. But I so let that him. means he has negative one votes thanks to you. But he lost I, it because of you. I let him. It doesn't matter. He lost because he was because of you. Lost because of you. And then the winner from our Twitter game you suck is sucky 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 sucky. Yeah. What did you just say? <laughs> you said it 20 are you, times. Are you hitting on me? No. Uh, okay, here's the winner. The worst thing about being a beer geek is Brewmaster Flash. He says, going to good beer bars and seeing a guy at the bar with his notebook taking tasting notes. Mm. Wow. That is the worst thing about being a craft beer nerd. Does that really happen? Yes, yeah. it happens more often than you think. They have special books for that. By okay, the way. Yeah. You, you see the guy doing it. What do you want to do? You want to say, can I look at your book? You want to say, drink the beer, dude. It's just beer. Don't no, worry about it. It's not a wine. It's not a cigar. I want to see what he wrote about Well, it. that's true. All right, I guess I'm going to do my announcements, even though I've talked way too much, and I don't really give a shit anymore, but I'm going to do it anyway. It. Come on. Show plugs. Here we go. All right, so I'm going to do that, and then uh, and then we're going to get out of here. What do you guys think? Good yep. shows, all right? It was, was like fun. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Good job, Jake. Thank oh. you to Ladyface, uh, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, awesome beer. Serena and Dave were Thank, awesome. Thank, Thank you for, for sending yes. your beers, man. Yes. yes. Oh, that was you. great. That was great. So, uh, uh, Our sponsors, uh, anything in the store? That's, uh, you know, we just got a bunch of merchandise in. I see boxes out there. Yes, yeah, but Jay's boxes. not here to put them in the store. Well, so it's going to be new uh, stuff soon. Look forward oh, to that. How, how about this? Look for it in the next week or two. There's some big boxes out there. There so you this go. This is cool stuff happening. Thanks again for everyone for donating and, and basically hanging in there while we're uh, going through our growth spurts. Uh, if you'll 
forgive the turn of the phrase. Uh, won't happen again for a while uh, because we have a pretty decent plan now. So uh, thank you again very much for making us um, a success and being able to have some more uh, server room and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Thanks to all our sponsors. You can go to thebringnetwork.com and see the list of all those. But you got people like Adam and Eve. You got Williams. You got Northern Brewer. You have uh, more beer, specifically, who brings you this show each and every Sunday. Also, just real quick, uh, off week next week. But That's we'll be right. back in April with uh, Fitker's Brewing and Crooked Stave and Freetail and much more. All right. Here we go. I'm going to do my... Thing, if I can make it work, make it work. There. <laughs> the new season. Uh, where the fuck is this volume? Jesus, I'm a mess. New season. Of, new season of Justin's show, Carpool Showdown, is underway. Watch it on Coffee TV 20 if you live in the San Francisco Bay Area, or if you live in Hell, uh, otherwise known as anywhere else. Uh, go to online at coffeetv20.com. Follow me, uh, JP, on Twitter at Major Jip with two P's. If you like trivial complaints. And be sure to read my shitty blog at moderndaymerrick.blogspot.com. Moscow has some painting for sale and is now joined in the 2012s. He is on Twitter at Moscow Paints. Go to Moscow Paints and, uh, you know, check that shit out and stuff. For some good beer and insight and info, follow Nate at Nathan Homebrew and Nicole at Beer underscore Muse. And be sure to find The Brewing Network on Facebook and Twitter. Good night, everybody. The bubbles in my beer And I'm seeing the road that I've traveled A road paved with heartaches and tears And I'm seeing the past that I've wasted While watching the bubbles in my beer A vision of someone who loved me Brings a long silent tear to my eye As I think of the heart that I've broken And of the golden chances that have passed me by Oh, I know that my life's been a failure And I've lost everything that made life dear And the dreams I once dreamed now are empty As empty as the bubbles in my beer Of someone who loved me Brings a long silent tear to my eye And as I think of the heart that I've broken 
And of the golden chances that have passed me by Oh, I know that my life has been a failure I've lost everything that made life dear The dreams I once dreamed now are empty As empty as the bubbles in my beard 